Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Jason Thomas. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, August 12th, 6.01 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for listening. You can get us on PulpMechShow.com. You can get us on TuneIn app. You can get us on the PulpMech app. You can get us on RacerX online Facebook if you want to watch us. We're there. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Great show tonight. Really looking forward to this one. Been looking forward to this one for a long time. 702-586-PULP if you want to call in. Talk about Unadilla. Talk to one of our guests in studio. You can certainly do that. Again, 702-586-7857. Uh, thank you, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, EVS Sports, Michelin Starcross 5, X-Brand Goggles, Maxima USA, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Get Data, Guts Racing on board with us. Folks at Guts uh, do a great job with a lot of co- companies in the pits, uh, from uh, the Monster Energy Pro Circuit guys to the um, uh, Cycle Trader guys to on and on and on. The Guts Racing guys dial you in. Get Data, uh, Aaron Plessinger, Justin Barsha running the Get Data uh, ECUs, two-stroke, four-stroke ECUs. Eagle Grit. EagleGrit.com, use the code PulpMX to save with those guys. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Bicycles, LA Honda World, WUSA. W absolutely killing it with wheels for seemingly half the teams in the pits. Whether it's a rebuild of your stock wheels or whether you want to step up to a Talon, uh, a complete wheel set with which, which like the Troy Lee guys race with or the Rockstar Hussey guys race with, you can do that as well. LA Honda World, Ride Engineering, Works Chassis Labs, all on board with us tonight. And looking forward to a great show. Uh, we have six-time AMA Supercross and Motocross champion Jeff Stanton coming on. Uh, Stanton will uh, call in from Michigan and uh, reminisce about the old days and talk about the new days as well. He was at Red Bud, so lots to talk to him about that. Recently retired, Cole Seeley will be on. Honda's Cole Seeley announced his retirement a couple weeks ago. This is the first chance we've had to have him on. And uh, looking forward to talking to Cole about why he hung it up, what's next for him, uh, why he did it. Is he coming back? And all of that. So, yeah, lots to talk about when it comes to Cole Seeley as well. Looking forward to talking to him. We have the BTOsports.com uh, Tweet at Travis segment. We have the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. We have also the Race Tech Rant. I don't really have a rant tonight because I'm very happy because of our studio guest. But our, one of our listeners does. He has a rant, and he's very angry. And, uh, and so we'll get to him, and uh, he'll tell you what he's what he's upset about. So, again, I'm Steve Mathis. Feel free to call in, 702 702- Five eight six seven eight five seven. Stoked to have our in studio guests for this show. Then they're going to be an all show. It's going to be absolutely a fantastic one. First up, uh, one twenty five Supercross champion, factory Yamaha rider, all around American badass. Uh, working with the folks at Fly Racing and Gas Gas now, as well as Monster. Damon fucking Bradshaw. What's up? Not much, man. Thanks. Thanks it's, for coming uh, in. Yeah, heck yeah. It's good. Good to be here and uh, good to be here with the boys. Oh, we're never mind them. Never mind them. <laughs> There, never mind. Yeah, it's just you. You're in and out. Our listeners can call in. They can talk to you. Well, somebody had to show me how to get here. True. You know, help true. me get on the airplane right. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Stanton will be calling in. You and Stanton just got back from a pit bike race Heck in Chicago yeah. Land Speedway. 
Yeah, so, it was a lot of fun. And I'm sure there's going to be some good stories, even some that I don't know. And yeah. uh, a couple that I didn't find out until Chicago land that happened <laughs> yeah. 20 years ago. Right, so right. that'll be exciting. Uh, looking forward to that. Thank you for coming in. Appreciate it. Uh, also here, our regular co-host, usually he's on the phone, but he's in Vegas. Uh, we're going to talk some 2020 fly stuff. Uh, of course, uh, he's a, a former privateer hero. Montreal Supercross champion. Two-time German Supercross champion. Jason Thomas. What's up? How are you? <clears throat> I'm good. Thanks for bringing Bradshaw. I didn't bring Bradshaw. Uh, I'm just kind of tagging along okay. with Bradshaw. They yeah. left me. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, yeah. they left me. I go to the office to meet them, and they're gone. Whoa, they're already wow. here. That's how we roll. We we're, we're gone. <laughs> I was like, where's my, where's my help? <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm excited to be here. I wish I could come here more often. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, we have It's a always better in studio. Racing sure. and real work and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, I'm... Uh, like I said, we need to make this happen more yeah, often, right? but we're making it happen tonight. Uh, also in studio, he's been in before. Uh, he's been on the line before. I've done a few podcasts with him over the years. Uh, he's a fly racing athlete manager, I guess. What, what's your title? Race department manager. Race department manager? Max Steffens. What's up, Max? How what's are you? What's going on? I'm really happy that I knew you when you were a mechanic for Ryan Clark, and then I knew you... Trenches. Yeah. We were former mechanics. Trenches. Just, just grinding away. Heroes. Heroes. Yes. And then I knew you when... Um, Behind the scenes heroes. Well, kind of. Somebody's. I, I knew you, and then I knew you, you know, you were kind of the fly gear gopher guy, right? Yeah. And you did that for a hundred years. And now, Max, and now you have elevated. You have a guy underneath you, Dalton. You don't go to the races anymore, all of them. You hang back. You delegate. You ride, you're signing riders. You're just a big-time guy now, Max. It's just your big it's time. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I, enjoy, yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. You just changed. You've hey, changed. I haven't changed. I would Easy say here. the entire... <clears throat> Supercross presence we had this year. Yeah. For, you know, our launch and trucks and containers and product and employees there and everything. Yeah. Uh, that was 95% all Max. Yes. I would say there was a lot of people right. working on right. it. Don't right. get me wrong, right. but that was Max's baby. So he yep. does not get enough credit for how that went, especially in year appreciate one. appreciate that. Yeah. 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 And working we all got it. to visualize it every weekend. The nervousness <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. in his every, face. Every like, breathe, single. Just breathe. Right. But he had, to, he had to start from zero. Yeah. I mean, we had oh, uh, nothing yeah, I can to imagine. go no. do this with. And he well, I was, made it happen. We did the Fly Racing Pitch Show every Saturday. Damon, you were a big part of that whenever you were there. And I was telling him, like, hey, this is all the stuff you got to get. Like you got yeah. you got to get this, 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 yeah. this. And I tapped out. I'm like, right. I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing it. It was all there. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, no, you it was it. all there. I have a, I have a really good team of guys right. that make it happen. So, um, Damon, uh, for, before we get too far, uh, I want to thank you for the helmet you brought in. You brought in a Monster Energy Fly F2 helmet, custom painted. It's got your signature Confederate flag on the back of the skull that we all know you from when you raced. <laughs> this is going to go in the studio on that wall along along the others. Yeah, I didn't know you had quite the collection. Yeah. It, it makes me feel kind of bad that you haven't had something before you, now. Well, I got the pants. I, I bought a pair well, of your pants <laughs> off eBay. $300. Don't tell my wife it's that. Like I true think, religions. I think I told her it was $150. But, yeah, okay. Uh, but they're $300. Gosh, and she knows from, now. They're from 92 and they're badass. And there's a signature of yours. Maybe we'll update the signature before you leave tonight. Yeah, you that's actually them. mine too. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. So that's one of my. Or I mean, my. That, that was my next question. That's Is it one of my, yours. Yeah, that's one of my proudest uh, uh, oh, thank you. things I, I have that. because 19, Damon Bradshaw memorabilia isn't is not a lot out there. Back yeah, then. and yeah. I, I I don't even think I I may have a pair of them. If it wasn't for my wife, I probably wouldn't have anything because <laughs> right, I would have right. given it away. Right. But right. when I I had to sneak that out. Oh yeah. Okay. And well, I just I haven't it. got the phone call yet of where it because <laughs> I actually did that with one of my auto helmets. I took it off the cabinet and there was. I have more auto hel monster yep. helmets than I do yep. auto helmets, and I took it to a guy that was putting it in a case, a friend of mine in Florida, and, and uh, I wasn't gone from the house three hours. You, you, and she doesn't even go in that room. Wow. 
but she's, something, she's, yeah. something, yeah. Women's intuition. Where's that helmet? Right, because she thought one of the kids' friends. Anyway, do you want? Do you want to go right next to the Denny Stevenson Great Western Bank uh, heavily crashed helmet up there on the upper right? Why Would is you? his visor so low? Because the the That's tab is broken. Up. The tab is broken. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So you know he landed on his head. <laughs> I can tell from his Instagram post. <laughs> Stephen A. Or I can put you next to the Ronnie Tishner Biafi. Either, either one. Yeah, it doesn't work. Either one. So I'll put you up there. I, I race with a lot of those guys. So yeah. yeah, you might as well put me up there somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. You know the coolest thing about those pants is the finished flag on the cuffs on the bottom? Yeah. Like, that's just, like, you don't see that anymore. Right, yeah. Not right. Ma- no, yeah nothing's yeah. made there anymore. Yeah. Uh, producing the show, taking your cult, holding things down over there. D. Travis Marks. Hello, four time. What's up, Marks? How are you? Patrick's here. I, trust me, I know. I can feel it when I walked in the door. I can feel the greatness. When I walked in the door, yeah. I was just like, oof, yeah. it hit me. Yeah. I, I felt it, too, because I thought the dog was going to eat him. <laughs> Rocky has yeah, Rocky a doesn't really uh, like not-so-love-hate right. relationship yeah. with me. Uh, what's up, Marks? How are you? Good fantasy week for you? Uh, yeah, it was okay. I uh, I don't really care about fantasy anymore. Yeah, two I told, more, two told more, myself bro. I wouldn't care, yeah. and uh, it actually went... F- decent for me so it was all right that's ah, good to hear. i'm so ready for it you know done. max here pays but doesn't play to save himself the frustration that's gonna be me next year <laughs> thanks max i can't lose any more hair right yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not possible i'm losing mine quickly and uh it's not just from playing the I'm game i'm losing my mind yeah <laughs> jt's upset um we've got stanton coming up looking forward to that got Sealy coming up uh gonna talk about 2020 stuff uh and fly just we had the summer camp we're gonna talk about a little bit about that yeah. as we come up but let's go to unadilla right now uh no so, it's not we can just talk about it though you yeah let's not go to unadilla let's not uh me. kenny roxon absolutely killed it killed it on fire uh three seconds faster in practice mm-hmm. first moto passes eli tomac gone second moto gets like fifth or sixth place start see you see later ya. gone um i guess i'll start with you damon days like that that gotta that's gotta feel pretty damn good i've never had them jt's never had them uh max you never had them thank you um days like that where you're just like i'm the baddest dude here and nobody had anything for me yeah, it's um, I don't know. It's one of those moments that you you go back to the hotel and you look in the mirror. I think and you go, wow. Yeah, I just completely kicked those guys' ass today, <laughs> and you love it because every chance you get that you can step on them and step on them again the next week. And I I, I want I like to see him do good. I don't know him personally, yeah. but just what he's been through and his style and how smooth and how fast he can be. It's yeah. just it was awesome to see him do well. But I had one of those weekends uh, there in 89, mm-hmm. and it was kind of a do or die for me. I had to win both motos, and things fall into place. They didn't, right. but uh, same thing. Yeah. You know, you just when you put your head down and it just happens, I, it's a good feeling. I just look at it like that's the world's best riders outside of a couple guys in Europe. That's the world's best riders right there. You got a sixth-place start, and you cut through the world's best riders. And like they weren't quick. even there. And he at, does it quick. Right. I mean, he did it at Washugo. It's uh, like uh, – yeah. I mean, Eli's three, done it. You know, laps. guys have had rides like that. It's not just, but those type of rides from those riders, they're so special. You're just mm-hmm. like Millville 16, Millville 16, 15, 16. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, whatever year where Kenny was like tenth yeah. on the first lap or whatever. <clears throat> and Eli's done it. They've all had those rides. Yeah. I just, I look at those things and I just like, fuck, man, that's got to be a, an awesome feeling to be that I, Kenny. I've Rodson. had days like that, but not against the same guys. Like I was, ra- whoever I was racing that day, whether it was in Stuttgart or whether it was in Montreal or whatever. Yeah. You still, even though you know, okay, yeah, if, if Ricky was here. I wasn't going to beat him. Right. But you still are just like, those guys today wanted nothing to do with me. Yeah. Nothing to yeah. do with me. It's a it, cool feeling, yeah. regardless. Yeah. Like, and I know it's yeah. a different playing yeah. field, but it's still a really cool feeling. It's Sometimes, Damon, I've heard, and maybe you, you can back this up, I've heard guys tell me over the years, it didn't feel like I was going that fast on days like that. It didn't feel like I was pushing. 
it's just when it, things all click and they all fall into place. And is that right, though? You don't feel like you're... You like, just you can get away with things, yeah. right? The bike steps out or it does this, and it doesn't even bother you. You just yeah. keep going forward, and it's it's like, why can't I do that every weekend? Why? I mean, what yeah. what is it? You know, yeah. you're, you're clicking with the bike, and right. you know, mentally you're there, but uh, it's you wonder why. But obviously the competition is very thick. But, yep. you know, going back to, uh, going back to Washougal with Eli coming through the pack, you know, it took him a while yep but but then roxon did it in a lap yeah you know, it's just crazy it's like he caught the guys off guard boom 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 yep. but then you know tomac yeah. was there at the end like he always can do well and jt so we'll talk still stay on i want to talk about tomac also but so roxon we know he's been battling this illness he said in the press conference like i think i f- we found it out or we got a handle on this whatever's been bugging him yep. the weather was perfect right. i mean it was an amazing day <clears throat> we've seen him have issues with the heat and the track roughness before but Washougal, he got tired. Mm-hmm. This weekend... Not tired. Or, or, or if he did, it wasn't very much. <laughs> right. um, so I just wonder, like, I, I like Damon, why can't you do this again, Kenny? Yeah. Do you see that graph my buddy Ryan no. made? No. I texted it to oh, you okay. earlier. There's a graph. And it has... It's heat versus results. And it's pretty telling. Um, his, his results have absolutely suffered when it's hotter than cooler. So... Yeah. And there's some... Right weirdo yeah. you know nuances in there but did your guy take the temperature of the day yeah oh yeah okay. temperature of the day versus oh. result per moto okay okay yeah and it's it's pretty telling i mean the right. hotter days he's yeah has nothing you know yeah. the days where he's in the teens for finish or 10th or 12th right. it's hot right you know so i think it was the perfect combination of weather and a track that fits his riding style to a t where mm-hmm. you can't override the track because it's so incredibly ruddy and the traction's pretty low. The ruts get real hard. So you have to be really careful and really finesse and low RPM, allow the bike to be free and not bound up with high RPM. That, those are all things he does great. Yeah. Plus, the temperature was in the 60s all day. Right. That's all perfect for him. So it was like the perfect storm. And he can win on any But I thought Washougal would be the perfect storm. And we saw it in the one moto, you know, but I thought. Yeah, I, and I'm yeah. not saying you're wrong. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm saying that was when everything's clicking for him and it's, you know, normally in the heat he would be fine but yeah. this year he's not yeah so yeah. with the temperature and that track if you wanted me to dissect a track and say build the perfect track for kenny to display his skill set that would be it yeah that would be it it would be yep. super techie super hard pack base where you can't rev it if you get wheel spin you're screwed where you can stand up through all the ruts like he was standing yeah. in all the corners that's him yeah. that's what he does yeah. better than anybody wow he put a beat down he did on everybody he did it, it, yeah. was, it was pretty damn impressive um so on the flip side, Tomac gets a whole shot in Moto One, mm-hmm. goes backwards to seventh, and it goes back to what we were saying about Eli. I think again, yep. where we're just like, what? He said he got arm pump, which it did look like that. Yeah, no, because totally Savachi's not catching and passing him, yeah. you know, normally. But I wonder how much is arm pump and how much is mental when Kenny goes right by you. I'm, I'm going to go with the mental thing. I don't. Yeah. I mean, guys, have, and, and maybe again, I'm, I don't know him, yeah. but yeah. when you talk arm pump. I mean, I, I just, I never really got, I mean, I did, but it would be in practice, yeah. one of the practice, and it was gone. Right. And you just, you're that well trained. I mean, I think it's mental. I think riding tight, you make a couple mistakes, and now you're mentally tore down. And I mean, it happens to the best of guys. I but, mean, but he's got a 50-point lead in this championship, and like, you think you could, okay, Kenny's great. Like, go ahead, Kenny. It's your day. I got 50 points on you, or I got more than that on you. I'm going to just get second. Yeah. But I, he, I don't think that's him. I think, that. Yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> 
I, I, that's hard to do, right? Yeah. You're, you're a racer, and, and right. obviously I didn't do that very well either. I, I wanted to win. So do you start thinking about it in your head? Are you in your head saying, I can't believe how Kenny's just dropping me? I don't know what to do. I'm I think try it's to... a combination of all that and yeah. making some mistakes and the track being ruddy and, mm -hmm. and more technical and maybe not suiting. I, I don't think yeah. there's any track that's particularly not suitable for him because right. I think he can go fast anywhere. Yeah. But I think it's just one of those mental things. And how many good starts does he get? He typically oh, yeah. typically yeah, is from Cone, and I think that's his – Oh. His thing, and I think there were guys even in my day that if they got a start, they didn't perform well. Yeah. But if they were tenth and yeah. they got that charge on, that was Larocco's. La that was Larocco right. for a long time. Like, yeah. hey, he can't. He doesn't really want to get the start. You couldn't give him one. <laughs> right. Right. You know, but right. that's what that's what made him. I yeah. mean, and uh, it's it's so different when you have a guy out front and you have this guy coming. It's really hard to step that yeah. game up. But then a guy that's not used to it, I think, swapped it. Just it to me, if you had told me in lap one. Around the first three turns, who's going to win this moto? I would have bet my house on on Eli Tomac. There of we course. go. Right there we go. Yeah. It's over. It's, give this guy <clears> a start, <throat> and it's over. You know. So but he wasn't really good all day. If you look at his no practice times, was sixth or fifth good. or sixth. Second or one, he was yep. eighth, I think. Yeah. So he was. He never really had yep. speed, regardless. What yep. you know, because the track was ruddy from practice right away. It was mm -hmm. muddy then ruddy. So clearly, he wasn't feeling it yep. at all. Um, so it's. I think the worst thing that probably could have happened was him for him to get a whole shot. And mm -hmm. then just put on display because if he had started fifth and finished fifth, yeah, yeah. we'd all be like, yeah. yeah, I didn't ride very yeah, well, yeah, you know. But yeah. to go from yeah. first to seventh and your teammate pass you and all yeah. that, like that just makes it so much worse. Second moto, he re rebounded somewhat to get third. Yeah, it's you know? okay. I mean, he, yeah, okay. He, he, you know, uh, it was better. It, it was better. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just it's another question mark, Max, for us. Like Eli, told, you're just like I don't know, man. Like uh -huh. I was telling you, like I when I first started watching, I'm like, oh, you know, he made a made a mistake. Came back around and it's like, oh, now he's in third. It's like, okay, yeah, made a mistake. Yeah, came back around and he's in sixth. What is going on? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like that, was, that was my first like, what is happening? Yeah, <laughs> I will say though, if your bad day is seven three, it's not too bad. <laughs> you're doing That's all what right? I was gonna no. say. You're doing all right. The best of the best can have a bad day, yeah. and it's yeah. like it's yeah. not acceptable. I mean, I, I maybe have told the story before. Ricky Johnson told me that first Supercross I won. He goes, I won't use the exact words he used, but. He oh, said, you can. Basically, you made a mistake now because every time you don't win from yeah. here on out, yeah. everybody's going to want to know why. That's Osaka. And it's the truth. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I mean, it's the truth, right. right? You get a guy that's so dominant. It's like, why? Now, and yeah. it's just. Well, we, you know, we've talked about this. We've broken this down, you know, a thousand times on our, on our janky shows. Like, you look at Villapoto and Dunge and Ricky and James. James w would be a little bit more erratic because he had the crashes. But when he didn't crash, these none of those guys go from first to seventh. That doesn't happen to those guys. It didn't happen to Jeremy. It doesn't happen. Yeah. In your day, it was a little bit more or prevalent, I should say. Guys would have more variation of results. Like, you know, Jeff won the Supercross title that year with four wins or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. But not since Jeremy. We've always had one or two guys that, that were just... That no matter... They could lose an arm and get third, you know, yeah. you know out there. They, they, the, you know. the end result, I think, of all of it, he still has a massive points mm -hmm. lead, whether mm -hmm. he went 7-3 or not. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. puzzling. That's yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, it's just... Yeah. But I, but, I was in the same boat as everybody. Okay, so, Peak Roxon versus Peak Tomac. Who you got? Which track? Yeah. Okay. All right, that's a fair question. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, just... Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 I think that favors that, somebody. Yeah, that depends for me. Right, um, right. Both of them, when they're peak, on... Peak Bradshaw at high point. <laughs> it's over. Total yeah. different track. Golly, man. <laughs> Great. Now the ruts are, you know, waist do we, deep. Do we need to call Coombs for getting rid of your boulevard? Like, seriously. Somebody said they put it, they they were talking about it again. 
I didn't go this year. Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah they were talking about it again. I don't know yeah. if they put it back. Right. Or not, but anyways, but yeah, so different tracks. Different. Yeah, I think yep. they're very different uh, strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Eli is so aggressive. Like he will just beat a track in a submission right. and own it. Yep. You know, where Kenny is more works with the track, mm. and the harder it is to get something out of a track, the better he right. he becomes. So it's just different. Like perfect example. Uh, I know you've been there because I've been there with you. But like Teutonthal. Yeah incredibly difficult track to ride ruddy mm -hmm. ruts down straightaways just hard pack the bottoms of the ruts are yeah. watered like it sucks honestly that track's not very good in my opinion but it's a track that looks incredibly hard to ride that's similar to what unadilla was this weekend mm -hmm. that layout yeah and kenny would be very good at that yeah. where i see it some guys especially american guys that would go there and and me for one the way I grew up riding tracks, lots of traction and berms, and yeah. it, I would be like, yeah. I can't ride this, yeah. you know. So it's different. What they grew up riding, skill sets they developed, yep. habits they developed, techniques, all that stuff comes into play. Uh, welcome everybody to the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing, RacerX Facebook. What's up, everybody? Thanks for watching. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you for uh, everybody for calling in and checking out Damon Bradshaw's in studio. Fucking Damon Bradshaw's here in the house. Can't believe it. Uh, speaking of Eli Tomac, let's go to uh, to Dylan. Hey, Steve. Hey, JT. Damon. All right, let's get to it. So, uh, JT, quick question for you. Do you consider Ken Roxon Tier 1? Of course. I don't know okay. what, I don't know what Tier 1 means, but I'm assuming it's like the t highest of the highest. Tier 1 is elite. Delta yeah. Force, Navy SEALs, you know, highest of the high. So well, I, don't, I don't know if he could so defend saying, our country, but yeah, he's, he's okay, a badass. Okay, so you're saying he's absolutely sure. the highest of the high. Yep. So, how come... How come you don't hold him the same standard as Eli? You, you know, like, I understand you're, you're going to give me his arms and his, sick, his mysterious sickness going on right now. Yep. But I can throw right back at you Eli's shoulders and, you know, when he broke his back just last year. I don't think you know, those I, are the I, same. I just don't understand how. I don't think those are the same level of injury. I mean, Kenny basically, they didn't think uh -huh. he was going to be able to even use his arm anymore. Like, he had, he okay. had eight surgeries on his arms. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, 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 don't absolutely. So, but I'm just, I'm just curious. You know, I don't understand. So, you guys are saying, you know, Ken Roxon, because like at Wasugal last week or two weeks ago, when uh, Eli passed Kenny, mm -hmm. you said, JT, you said that that would not have happened if you know Kenny wasn't tired. So you're saying uh, Ken Roxon at a B level is able to almost beat Eli at his absolute top of the game. You know, doesn't that kind of seem a little disrespectful to Eli? That you, you know, it's not. It's not that Eli was. So this is our great. weekly call from Dylan. Kenny he really loves Eli little... Tomac. He, Dylan I'm... is Dylan is upset with our talk of Eli Tomac. I'll yes, say. I... I'll, I'll make this very, very easy. If yes. if Kenny uh -huh. had not gotten hurt at okay, but Anaheim, can't say that. I can. I, mean, I just did. I, uh, I can. Okay, okay, but I, I'm not being mean. I mean, I'm not being mean. But isn't that just kind of giving me an excuse? I mean. Look, I, I get he's injured, but man, he's winning motos. He's, I mean, he is a yeah. He's also guy. like seventy points so, down in the championship or whatever. Fifty points but, down, whatever. But like. but, but he, you're right. He's fifty points down because of his own problems going on, man. So how can you win some races, but then all of a sudden you're going to fall to tenth? And you can say he gets tired. Hey, but Dylan, come, you'd have to ask Kenny. I, I don't not the Ken Rocks and Whisperer. Like I don't have answers for you. Dylan, no, 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 I, I, Dylan, I, Dylan, yes sir, Dylan. Yes, sir. Uh, Josh is on three. Josh, you want to talk to Dylan? <laughs> Nope, I'll pass on this one. I can't do it. <laughs> Josh, you don't like Dylan calling in defending Eli? No, I find him irritating because he doesn't use actual facts. All he does oh. is that he, you have to oh, look okay. at Ryan Dungey, for example. He had one bad moto. The other motos he had were DNFs or a broken collar back or neck. Eli okay. Tomac 
he's great. He's wonderful, but he struggles uh-huh. to be consistent, and it's okay. frustrating that he doesn't identify that. Yeah, yes, sir. Okay, so but but your inconsistency. You guys just love this word of inconsistency. I've never seen a guy be able to almost wrap up three championships with inconsistency. How is that possible? I, I appreciate you, JT. You just finally said, you know, even on a bad day, if seven threes, what you get, that's not that bad of a bad day. I tell you, it's really helping him in Supercross. But Dylan, yeah, if oh he had, if he had finished the deal in Supercross, I don't think you would hear much. I really don't. But the, no, no, I, I, and that's, I give you that. I mean, a, there's 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 no questions there. It's such a glaring I, I, point on the other side of like he's had he's left the door open so many times, and yeah, yep. this this outdoor championship I will give you has been the best for him because he hasn't okay outside of one moto at Jacksonville this weekend was a little yep. weird. It hasn't been as bad, right? Before, if he had a bad moto, it would be 10th. This year, it's 7th. So it's a, it's a little better. And if you look at the other guys he's racing, they've yeah. been all over the map. Dylan, Dylan, uh, Dylan I place. told you this last week and the week before and the week before when you called in. Yep. Ryan Villapoto and Ryan Dungey and Ricky Carmichael and James Stewart just don't go from whole shots to 7th. No, no, I, I get you that. The, Thank you. The whole that's, all that's, all <laughs> that's all I need. That's all I need. That's all I need. That's that's all I need. What is Dylan's answer to that? Because I haven't heard. But, he just says oh, you're here, right. Here's my here's okay. my reason why he has his off days. So let me give you my reasons real quick. So the reason one, the biggest reason, him and his father have said when that bike is off, he will not push it. My theory, you know, you guys always can put him on the couch. Let me put him on the couch. My theory is the feeling he gets that when he says, you know, I just don't feel good on the bike. Who knows? Maybe that's the same feeling he had before he smacked his face and broke both his shoulders at Thunder Valley. I don't think so. And when he, he was hauling ass. Out, he says, you know what? Why don't I just back it off? And, you know, I'll cruise it in That's for perfectly a fine, Dylan. You're, 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 yep. you're, it's a perfectly good theory. The other guys also crashed really hard. Yeah. Oh, no, no, absolutely. So, I, so, I give you that. Okay, so I, you I saying that that. That, that, that makes it a mental thing. That makes it a mental thing for Eli Tomac. That... Mentally, is that a mental thing or smart thing, though? No, it's mental. If, if you have that feeling to where you may feel like the bikes, you know, you can't push it as fast, being comfortable and not crash, is that being okay? Do you think you should drop off to seventh place? Yeah. Yeah. Seventh can, can place? He, can you get a third? Yeah, that's, that's can you get a third? To me, that's the difference. <laughs> I'm not saying you got to go with Kenny. Listen, like if Kenny's listen. on and you yeah. can't go with right. him, yeah. no problem. No problem. But right. a guy with his talent, his elite ability, which is what Dylan's saying, he yeah. has, I, and I agree. I would think he would be able to say third, fourth, right. somewhere uh, in there. Damon. You crashed many times, hard. Did it get in your head? Did you back it down sometimes? Did you ever? He's, no. He doesn't now. I, I know. <laughs> I, 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 I know he the answer to this know. question, but I'm answering. I'm asking anyways. Just, I mean, obviously, you guys know way more about all this than I do. But one of the things that I'm, you know, Damon, what the hell's going how on? How can you? How can you have? <laughs> Why is he so angry? A bike that is so good, and I know different tracks favor different motorcycles, right? Yeah, I mean, it was right. that way back in the day. But how can it be so good one weekend and the next weekend that bike be? So terrible. Dylan, well, I, Dylan wants to tell you. I think that yeah, it is yeah, no, a. I, I would love it's a mental. Oh, Dylan's going to argue Damon Bradshaw. It, yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and I, that's I fine. Argue, but but it's just a mental thing, man. Sometimes yeah. you're on and sometimes you're off, and some guys are more mentally strong than others. I mean, I. Yep. It's just the, so. There, just there the we have it. Bradshaw just laid it out for you, Dylan. Damon yeah, Bradshaw. Bradshaw did lay it out as you know it's a mental thing, but again, you guys. You guys aren't being honest with you. You can give me with Supercross. Do you think you think it's personal? You think we all just I'm don't? I'm being as honest as I can. No, just, no, no, no. I don't have yeah, a dog actually, in the fight. Actually, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Steve, let me get this one point out. I do think it's getting personal. I think at the end of the day. Please. I think at the end of the day, JT and Steve are getting nervous that Eli is getting close to Bubba. Hold on. I'm super worried about <laughs> Stu's <laughs> records. Wait what do I care? Yeah. <laughs> what do we care, Dylan? Like, what do we care? Why do I care at all? 
Well, I mean, come on. If, if that's your favorite writer, and I've heard they're you, not. You know, you, they're, that's I'm your not. boy, Ryan Villapoto, JT. You, you love him. You know, that's your boy. You, it's well known. It's well when you were riding, you let you let you let you ride at his facilities and yep. all that. I mean, I, but I'm just, it's well I'm known. Just saying, I mean, I've been charged. Little... I've been accused of being like up with Tortelli, and Timmy, and, and Chad. Chad. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's as far as it would ever go with me being biased. J- Josh. Josh. Yes. I mean, you got to love Dylan's passion, Josh. I, I love the passion, yes, but I just can't. He's just so blinded by fandom. I, I mean, honestly, he probably just goes every day just to Eli Tomek's website and just worships them. For yeah, <laughs> it's probably his yeah, porn man. side. It's probably blocked. I mean, on you it. can yeah. hit me. With, you guys have hit me with. I mean, I don't really think you've got me with any point yet. I mean, being honest, in my opinion, Dylan, I'm not honestly Dylan, that worried Dylan, about Dylan, it. Dylan, I'm, I'm really not that worried about I'm it. Using, I'm not using your guys' so-called facts. Dylan, you said that I'm worried about Eli beating James's records. Like that's what. I, <laughs> no, 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 like, no, 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 like, sir. Uh, I don't. I, I didn't say. I didn't what? say you're worried of him beating your record or, or James's record. I'm just saying. I think Eli is coming on Mount Rushmore, and I think it's touching some. You know, it's poking some. Oh, points. I could care. Honestly, Dylan, yeah. I could care less if he yeah, wins. I, I if he wins every race, yeah, I like less. I, I get it, but but when I listen to you guys on the review show talk about Eli, it sure don't sound like. It but we're trying to be honest. That's in the great we're, radio drop. Yeah, yeah, we're, you, we're just you, trying you, to be yeah. honest. Being honest, I, I just it's one of those things called opinions. Mm. Yeah. Everybody has them. Um, Dylan, if if Eli goes and wins. At least one Supercross championship. He finishes this outdoor championship. He's going to cement his own status forever, regardless of oh. what we think or say or anything. Absolutely. It's going to be I'm, I'm undeniable. Just, it's, just good. it's all good fun. It is. It's all good. Fun. I'll just say yeah. it again, Dylan. We've never had an elite rider on Eli Tomac's level be as weird as him with his results and finishes. We've never seen that. And I know you you disagree with that, but point me yeah. out to Ryan Dungey hole shotting and going to seventh. Point me yeah, out, no. R- Ryan Villapoto going to seventh from Ricky Carmichael. Oh, you stopping all the time to Ricky. God, no, how many no, whole shots in seventh did Ricky get? But, but Steve, the whole shot to seventh just happened this weekend. You what know, about you, Supercross? You, you used to. I'll point it out. What about what about Minneapolis Supercross? Huh? What about Minneapolis Supercross? That was actually that was a bad start. That was a different race. Okay, I wait. That was what, Indianapolis. What race? Indianapolis. Stop interrupting. Okay. All right. Well, listen. There was a Supercross race where Eli was passing in yeah. the second and the, then went straight back. The bigger point is that. I have no, I have zero hard feelings. Of Eli. Eli's, I've never really talked to him a whole lot. His dad's always been crazy nice to me. I love the fact that he does things the right way. He doesn't, you know, say the wrong thing, act yeah. inappropriately. Like that is very much in my character. Trust me, there is zero ill will. All we're doing is pointing out yeah. the weirdness about his riding. When he's on, right. I firmly believe he Listen, is either we, one or one A best rider in the world. We, we got to go, Dylan, uh, yep. And, yep. because we have Santon coming up, and, and I don't want to yep. scare Bradshaw anymore if you start yelling and screaming <laughs> about this. Thank you guys so much for the time. Hey, good night. Th- thanks, Dylan. Thank you. Thank- yep, have a great night. Thanks. Bye. Uh, thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. Yeah, hi. <laughs> thanks for calling in. We appreciate- yeah, uh, I, just, I did the uh, wrap-up show with uh, Darkseid at the beginning of June. I just want to tell you thank you for having Darkseid do that. Oh, uh, it was really appreciative. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear. We do we have some controversial voicemails for the dark, the wrap up show tonight? Tonight. Oh so. uh, well, you know he's a good dude. He is and a good dude. I don't think yep. those. Should we, should we keep it going or keep the probation going? Uh, oh no 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 more clippy clippy. It's got to keep going. Okay. All right. Thanks, buddy. I guess. Well, no. The, I just wanted to ask uh, Damon. Okay. You know he's no right now at the moment he's no longer the most wins or without a Supercross victory. How does that feel right now? With that mantle gone. Uh, it's not not a big deal to me. Things things no, change and actually Wyndham passed them. Oh, Wyndham! Yeah, Wyndham passed them at one one point, and now Eli has passed Wyndham and Damon. Yes, oh, seventeen. I thought seventeen. Wyndham at nineteen, I okay. think. Yeah. 
So, And I guess my last question is for Eli. Do you think motocross the nations of last year has anything to do with because he never got a break and then he got hurt? He never really got super crossed down to the end of the year, and he's got the hydraulic clutch now. Do you think there's any issues with that lingering still? No, nah, I think there was some problems with the clutch and him getting used to it. But I mean, he only had four months of the off season to get used to it. So I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, don't... they were racing that bike yeah. in October. No, racing it. Yeah, he won, the, he won million dollars yeah. in Monster Cup yeah, with it. Racing so, and that, right. which is you don't generally just go racing without riding it. That's uh, a that's a lot of testing. Time. Yeah, Josh. I don't know. Set up, Josh. Set up. I remember the KTM guys didn't get their bikes. Thank till, you, man. Thanks. They didn't get their bikes till like early December one year. Uh, Jacob Hayes, Brandon Hartraft using Roost MX for graphics. Uh, RoostMX.net. Use the code Pulp Nation to save yourself money. Nice transition. RoostMX.net. Uh, you, thanks to those guys for coming on board. Custom graphics. Uh, you could pu- pu- put Pulp MX on there. You could put Max Stefan's face on the side of your shrouds. Whatever you want. Call Roost me maybe. RoostMX can make it. Call me maybe. Call me maybe. Can go on there whatever it is roost mx is pleased and proud to bring you our first guest of the night like i said six time national and supercross champion one of the all-time greats and a rival of our guy damon bradshaw here in studios jeff stanton what's up jeff how are you man i'm good how's everybody there we're good man thank you for coming on appreciate it um it was funny because you and damon just finished this this chicagoland pit bike race and i i we had a race but i i was texting by this i'm like are they killing each other yet what are they doing what he, are they doing he did take me out and, oh. and laughed about oh, it. oh he did yeah yeah oh he did. shit oh he wow and he was wearing muck boots <laughs> he wasn't wearing shoes he wasn't wearing moto boots he was wearing like oh. slopping the pig pen boots i would expect nothing less right right and they were camo or green oh, yeah yeah uh. Deer blood all over him. Yeah, yeah. But uh, how was that, Damon? First of all, how was that? It was a lot of fun. It was good to to race with, obviously, Jeff again and and Mike Brown. And it was kind of funny because there was, I don't know, 12 of us. But somehow or another, me, Brownie, and Stanton found each other every time on the track. (laughs) And it was was good, clean fun. But, God, it it really was. I mean, it was probably one of – me and Jeff has had lots of – you know battles yeah. and fun battles but that was on a just a different level yeah jeff there you are like uh you know 25 years later you know you're on pit bikes yeah. racing damon bradshaw i didn't think we'd even still be riding it's less freaking <laughs> racing pit bikes <laughs> and honestly i don't know if i've been that sore and that beat up in a long time really yeah but it made me feel pretty good because we were getting on and off the golf cart me and brownie were i think after jeff had left mm-hmm. and we were kind of slow getting off the golf cart and Brownie was too, and I'm like, that makes me feel good that you're moving kind of slow too, because <laughs> I know you ride a lot more than I do. Yeah, yeah. Do you see his crash? Well, you probably didn't see it, yet, but his crash in the 125. Oh god, it was ugly. Uh, uh, big uh, one, big one. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jeff, how was it for you racing pit bikes against Damon? Well, it, it was great. You know, a typical bite us. You know, he, <laughs> he calls you know six months before. Oh, we're doing this pit bike race and. Those kind of guys that are going to race with you, and it's just going to be out in the grass field. You know, it'll be a lot of fun. No jumps. Right. It'll be cool. No you know, fast kids. Guys, oh, yeah, old guys. Yeah, old guys. <laughs> you know, Stanton, Wardy. You know, maybe we can get kind of. We'll just we'll just have fun. So okay, yeah, that sounds cool. We're all on identical bikes, dude. And there's jumps all over the place. <laughs> and if you ever heard of Carson Brown? I mean, Carson Brown's a mini bike god. He's well, he weighs 105 pounds. Yeah. And we got to race this guy and Willie Browning. And, of course, Villapoto, you know, he's probably a buck 20 now, maybe a buck 30 with all the alcohol. Yeah. And so we're already, <laughs> already, we're already in left field. But, yes. uh, no, it was, it was a good time. <laughs> now, it sounded like fun. It looked like fun. It sounded like fun. You guys had, you had a good time. Um, now, I heard there was one guy there. I don't know who it was, but one guy was saying, like, oh, I used to race. I'm pretty good. Like, 
you know, I, I got these guys handled, and like apparently Bodis said this guy went down hard like a couple of times. He he, he did. I actually saw him this weekend. I went and spent uh, Saturday at the NASCAR race here in Michigan, and uh, I was asking about him. I said, what about that kid that was sandbagging in the NASCAR, and they put him in with us, and then he was all all moved up and ended up crashing. <laughs> But, yeah. he, he he sandbagged at the wrong time. He needed to sandbag when he's yeah. out there with his guys. Right, right. But he was throwing butt lickers and hill clickers and all that kind <laughs> yeah. of stuff. And then Bites is like, oh, nope, you're with the big boys. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go race those guys. <laughs> right, exactly. I just think it's funny. And, you know, like I, if you follow Wardy and Osho on uh, Instagram, they race mountain bikes together, right? I don't know so much right. this year, but at least last year they were. And I'm just like, look at these two guys. In 1983, they're killing each other out on 125's track. And now it's 2018. Still and they look over, and they're the, each guy's on mountain bikes. Like, just where's the time gone? And why? Are, get out of my life. It, it just doesn't go away. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right? I mean. No, you know what? We, we, had a, we had a great time. You know, we was able to sit up in, in the booth and watch the race. And uh, my wife and Damon and uh, Damon's parents. And we, we just had a great time reminiscing and talking about our kids and what our kids are up to and, mm-hmm. and life. And so it was just, it was great to spend the day with Damon and uh, to be able to, you know, reminisce. And, yeah. and, and I, I, and I'll tell everybody, you know, we left that, that next morning or that night and, and my wife said, you know, Damon, he's, he's awesome because, because honestly he could have a big chip on his shoulder for what really happened you know, mm-hmm. in the yeah. past. Yeah. But no, you know what? It's just like, well, buddies like we were when we were, you know, when he was 11 and I was 15 when he was on little bikes and I was on big bikes. You know, we were able to reminisce yeah. and talk about our family and wife and kids. And so, you know, all the reason is, is behind us and, it, you know, yeah. it is what it is. And we, we had a good time. It was cool. It, you know, you bring that up, Jeff, and it was something I was going to talk about. You know, 1992 Supercross <laughs> title, Damon, I know you don't want to hear it. Like, you know, uh, it's, you're fine with talking about yeah, it, yeah. but... I mean, it was one of the worst days of your life. You know what I mean? You had the Supercross title wrapped up, basically, and we all know what happened. Jeff goes on to win, wins the title, and and like you said, like you've you're fine to talk about it. You're, you know, you're, that was one yeah. of those days. I just yeah. rode horrible. There yep. was no other no other excuses. I mean, I right. I couldn't blame it on the bike, and I couldn't blame it on arm pump, and. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we should ask Dylan. <laughs> no, it just—I mean, yeah. it was just one of those but, days, you know? you know. And then Jet was one of Jeff's greatest days, right? right and right. and yeah. it's just you guys intersected in your lives at this moment, and one guy celebrated and one guy didn't. And here you are later, you're able to talk about it and, and reminisce. About it. I just think that's you know, it's a motocross history. It's literally one yeah. of the biggest moments in motocross history. Well, I was glad to be a part of it. Not so much him, not so much him winning the championship, but right. me being a part of something right. that's going to be remembered for a long right. time. And did, it wasn't something that was obviously planned. I did mean, you, did know. you guys talk after the main event in '92? Uh, I don't think no. so. No, no, I don't you, think so. I mean, we did leading up, probably. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. We did right. that day. I but, mean, but I that night, like you were, you were yeah. devastated, and Jeff, you were elated, right? Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Hey, you know the cool thing? I was thinking about it today. The cool thing about Damon and myself. And you can go way back to amateur days. Is and and there were so many good races. I can call Mount Morris. I, I don't, I don't re- remember the year. Him and I battled in the 250 class. We passed each other at Mount Morris freaking ten times. Mm-hmm. Okay, we put we put on the best show ever. I'm sure Damon remembers that. We put on the best show ever, passing each other back and forth and back and forth. And what we had, the two of us, is we had the trust in each other. I was going to take him out. Yeah, he wasn't going to take me out. We could pass each other clean and put on a show. And if, if, if more of motocross could do that and realize what that does for the sport, I agree yeah. if, if Damon remembers uh, Mr. Mr. Coombs coming up to us 
after the race on the podium at Mount Morris and, and coming up and giving us a hug and saying, dude, that was the best show I've ever seen. I wish they could all be like that. I do I, remember I, you know, that. Ne- I, I will never forget that, you know, yeah. as long as I live. Because the crowd was huge, and we just put on a show, and yeah. we did the same thing one year at Gainesville, same way, back and forth, back and forth, and it's that it's that trust and that relationship that I admire most about Damon that uh, we had that we could just go race each other and put on a show, and the best man was going to win. Seven zero two five eight six Pulp. You got a question for Jeff Stanton or Damon Bradshaw or Max and JT here in studio? I think that was ninety one high point. I think it was ninety one. Um, and and you know it's funny that. Damon, you were renowned for hating anything but first place. You've told us you hated all your teammates except for Dubok. You were okay with Dubok. Um, you know, you were renowned for not liking anybody, not giving a shit. Your podium speeches are epic, right? Chicken <laughs> battles, all that stuff, right? Second place sucks. Yeah, like all that stuff is just what you're part of your character and part of your legend. And I would think, if I didn't know you two, and I've already know this story, I would think you two hated each other at the peak of your powers. And you didn't. And no. And I find that so weird, Damon, because you seem to hate everybody. It, it was weird. It was different, though. It was, <laughs> I mean, it was racing, but right. it honestly was, and I don't know, I almost want to think that it was because when I was coming through the amateur ranks, Jeff had, you know, he was only yeah. a few years older, but he had moved on, was riding big bikes, yep. I was riding mini bikes, and we were friends then. A lot of the guys that I definitely didn't like, yeah. I came through all those mini bike ranks with him at the same time. Sure. So you'd already raced with him. You kind of knew how to race with him. Yep. I didn't know how to race with Jeff Stan. I didn't know how to race with Ricky Johnson or Jeff Ward or Johnny yep. Guerra. And so that was all a learning learning curve. But it's kind of like Jeff said. I mean, out of all the guys I raced with, and I'm sure he's heard it, I've said it a hundred times, he was one of the guys that you yep. could trust and yep. you knew. And I mean, there was still, and I'm sure Jeff will agree to this, you know, Charlotte Supercross, you know, my hometown and I ran into him deliberately <laughs> numerous times in the main event and they were bad, yeah. you know, and it was, and it was like, God, that's not the normal guy that you could typically yeah. trust in this, in this battle. But, and then back to Mount Morris, I, I remember that like it was yesterday yeah. of, of Mr. Coombs coming up. And then I remember one other thing we we're on the, the, the podium <clears throat> and I couldn't get the top off of the, off of the champagne, champagne bottle. Yeah. And it was a massive bottle and I took the bottle and hit it on the trailer to get the top <laughs> yeah. off of it. And then I had about half the bottle in this jagged glass in my hand. And I yeah. was trying to, I was trying to sh- shake it around, but that was, that's, that was the same day. Yeah. Who else was up there with us, Jeff? I, I don't know. Maybe it was just me and you. We were standing yeah, on that flatbed I, I, trailer. I can't, I can't recall. Yeah. But, no, but it, no. it, it was, it was right. just one of the racing yeah. that way was I, I so would, damn like, much okay. Fun. Like Ricky, I don't think Ricky and Wyndham will ever be, I mean, maybe things have changed a little bit, but they didn't like each other when they raced, right? And and you look at Jeremy and Yogi didn't like each other. None of our guys now are hanging out. You know what I mean? There's there, there's a long rivalry between the two guys, Chad James. There's no talking between the two rivals. You know now you know almost almost any era. So that's why I would say you two wouldn't be talking. But yeah, it was. It was fine, huh, Jeff? I, I, like it was. It was. I, no think, it was a, yeah. I think it was an amateur yeah. thing. I don't yeah. really know. I mean, yeah. look at all the guys yeah. now. Listen, a hundred percent. I was doing chores today, thinking about that same exact thing, Damon. Number sixty-eight on a YZ eighty, you know, and and the number that I was nine seven one on a, on a big bike, and and we traveled as families. We go to Ponce. Oh, you did? He's huh? big, okay. He's on a mini bike, you know, factory Yamaha. I'm on factory Yamaha amateur deal, yep. and you know, we travel we traveled as, as families back and forth, and you know, we had a relationship then and it just carried on and 
we, yeah. we had that respect for each other. And he so, rode that yeah, same awesome. dinosaur <laughs> that, that I looked up to him riding, and then I got to ride it years <laughs> later against him on uh, one of the best 500s ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. D- Damon's moto win on the YZ490, uh, Jeff, I, I continue to say it was one of the most uh, underrated wins ever, that he beat all you guys on I the did. YZ490. <laughs> yeah, I just saw a picture of that blue WR somewhere on <laughs> this past week. With the three gallon tank you, you, on it, you really needed. Yeah. To, you really needed to get the Honda like everybody else, Damon. You really needed oh, to get the Honda. And Jeff was telling me then. He goes, "We're having to detune my bike so I can ride the thing." Yeah. I'm thinking, yeah. "My power is okay. It's just not there at the end." But neither am I. Yeah. And then Morty's bike. He was his bike was on a different level. So okay, so you talk about the respect you have and everything else and all that. But you mentioned Charlotte, Damon. Was there a moment that got ugly between you two? Like Charlotte, or, or like, was there a moment where you guys did really get into it? Not, not necessarily get into it physically, but on the track. Yeah. Just, I mean, I remember, you know, you look back and watch a video, and there was definitely some cheap shots on my part in there, but we were in my <laughs> on hometown, my <laughs> and, you know, everybody that I went to school with was in the stands, mm-hmm. and all these people that said, what, where, where are you going out of town? Why are you wearing something with that brand on? They, they didn't know. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. so... It was it was right, my night right. to the, the, the peer pressure. The peer pressure. Yes, right. exactly. I mean, I was on yeah. a death ride, yeah. more or less. You know, it was like <laughs> everything was was it, blank. You were like a bull. You saw red, and that was it. Yeah. Like you're just like yeah. And and Stanton oh. was red. So. Right, right. <laughs> uh, Jeff, do you remember a time? Was that Charlotte, or did was there a time where you were just like, I can't stand this guy right now? Was no, it? no, not not. I never never had that with with with, uh, with Damon. You know, there was a point where. Uh, you know, I was close to th- thinking about the retirement thing. And, yep. And so some riders were coming in, and I just, you just didn't have that. I didn't have that trust in them, and they just as soon take you out. And that's where, that's where you know, I wavered on. Hey, I'm I'm ready to be done because yep. these guys are idiots. <laughs> and you know, my life's worth more than somebody dropping me out every weekend and you know looking over my shoulder every turn. And yep. so, um, you know. And and so it's just the respect that we had for each other that was awesome, and 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 I enjoyed watching him and Chicken take each other and get up there. <laughs> he was watching on the Diamond Vision as he unbelievable. Was, yeah, but, but there was one thing that I that I did know that you did tell me. If, We'll share it now that it's all over with the, our basketball incident that you told me about in Chicago. Yeah, that yeah. I didn't know about. Yeah, what what was this, Jeff? <laughs> Well, we, uh, you know, you go from Atlanta to, to, to uh, Gainesville, and then after Gainesville, you go to Daytona. And so I can tell you, we were staying at the Residence Inn, uh, Factory Yamaha, Factory Honda, we were at the Residence Inn. And so I saw Damon out, you know, shooting basketball one afternoon, like on a Monday, and, uh, you know, just, uh, just shooting basketball. Mm-hmm. So I we said, hey, you want to play? So we started playing one on one, and of course, it gets a great. <laughs> And dude, I rode my ankle so completely flat. I mean, I tore everything in it. And this was on a Monday. And so I finished playing, you know, gobbled it out, finished playing. And I remember going straight into the hotel, getting on the phone, trying to find a rehab place. I rode my ankle all week. I couldn't test all week. I didn't ride all week. I couldn't train all week. And go to and spend four days doing all the ice baths and all the therapy. And it, dude, it was as black as the ace of spades, and and then going and racing Daytona, and, and then we had a we put on a great show at Daytona for multiple years too. Yeah. And so, um, actually, my wife brought that up when we were in Chicago here a month ago, and and uh, we was talking about it. So, all, all kinds of cool stories. Yeah. From the past, and uh, 
the competition, whether it's on track or off track, it, it's you know it, yeah. it's competitive. Did uh, did you have guys now, Jeff, Damon? You were you know you didn't have a lot of friends when you raced or whatever, right? We all know that you're so competitive. Jeff, did you have guys like Cooper or Larry Ward or Rocco be like, "What's up with that guy? What's wrong with him? He keeps he keeps taking me out." Did did you have other racers like try to say like, "What's wrong with Bradshaw? Why doesn't he like me?" No, you know everybody, you know, but even then, you know, guys talk smack, right? And and really, the talk, the talk smack was just because they were jealous of the talent that he had and what he could do at the time. I mm-hmm. mean. What year was it? He went on a, a on a, a race win streak and won, won a, a whole bunch of supercrosses in a row. And and the reason they're talking smooth is because they're jealous because they're they're not doing it. So yeah. you know it's circle circle life, no different than it is now. Yeah, yeah, I, I find that interesting. That you know that um I think I think it was a year. I think we talked about it Chicago Land, but um that weekend in Daytona we were on the podium together. Me, yep. Jeff, Jeff had won and I uh, got second. And I think that was going to be my 10th win in a row or something or whatever. Yeah. But again, it was an epic battle for the whole time. We're standing on the podium and Jeff looks at me and he goes, I, we're both kind of having a hard time standing up that we were so beaten. So Typically you didn't hear Jeff yeah. say that, but yeah. he said it that day. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm kind of glad he said that. Cause I feel, I feel worse. <laughs> Cause you're like, I'm yeah. worked. Um, yeah, yeah. Hey, let's, let's switch topics a little bit. So team USA was named this weekend uh, for um, mm-hmm. Unadilla, uh, Justin Cooper, Zach Osborne, Jason Anderson going, of course, Sacco in his fly racing gear. Um, Kawasaki put out a press release saying, hey, we don't want to go. You know, Tomac and AC wanted to go, but we don't feel like we're going. Uh, Cooper Webb reportedly declined to go. Both of you didn't go in 92 to Australia. Uh, I don't know if there was any other times. Where are you at, Jeff? I'll start with you. Where are you at with racers saying, hey, I just I don't want to go to the motocross nations? And again, you were one of those guys back in the day. Yeah. A lot of you know, a lot of talk in the motocross community now about that. So, but where do you stand, Jeff? Well, I'll straight up tell you that the, the the biggest regret I have in my whole career is not going to Australia and doing that race. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sure everybody knows the reason I didn't do it because it was in the middle of a championship. Yeah, it yeah. was in the middle of a 500 championship. I was leading. I wanted to win a 500 national championship. I didn't want to fly all the way to Australia, race, come back. Mm-hmm. You know, three weekends in a row. That's the reason I didn't do it. Biggest mistake I ever made. I didn't end up winning the freaking national championship as it was, so I should have went over the yeah. motocross nation. So huge mistake. Uh, and and on the flip side of that, my one of my three best races are motocross nations, and and two of them was with Damon. Yep. And so um, so on 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 that, it dude, it's it's ridiculous. Um, so you know, Kawasaki says they don't they don't want to support that and i'm just going to tell you straight up where my personal opinion where i feel that comes from that's coming from eli and john tomac saying hey take the heat because we don't want to take the heat uh-huh. that's my personal opinion right he don't want to do it so he, i mean he runs kawasaki just like Roxanne runs honda so they said we don't want to do it right and so how we did yeah uh damon End what about you and what about you how do you feel about that um, I, I, I definitely feel differently about it. Uh, I don't really remember the particular reason why I didn't go that year other yep. than honestly didn't want to go. Right. Um, it, first of all, it was an honor to be chosen to go then and the prior two years yep. that, that, uh, Jeff, and I think it would have been Wardy then that pulled us through. Cause I had horrible, horrible results over yeah. there. Just not to be fair. Good. You were running a dog slow YZ 125 one of the yeah, years. She was a little <laughs> under <laughs> and, and I tried, but, um, right. Anyways, it just was a point to me that I, I was already wore out at that point and, yep. and didn't want to go. Um, and did you refuse it another time or no? Was no, it just, just that one year? Just yep. that time. Yep. And, Match them up. Yeah. And then you know, there's there's the season kind of after that, 
doing the European stuff. And mm-hmm. if I remember right, Jeff did some, but maybe not a lot. I tried to do as many as I could because yep. it was great money. And when you didn't win championships, you tried to go there and make up for yeah. it. So that was something I, I, I thought about, but, um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just, uh, that was my yeah. choice. And then the other thing was, was two riders got to go that particular year that may have never gotten a chance to go mm-hmm. and they still went and were able to win. Yeah. So, to me, that was a bonus for yep. me and Jeff not not going. I mean, we feel a little bit different about it, but yeah. honestly, for those guys to go and still win that year. And how do you feel now about the guys now? Because we know we got Monster Cup. It's a it's a month after the last national. There's Monster Cup soon after. How do you feel about the guys now? I think it's bad timing. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's horrible timing for for our guys. Yep. Um, again, they're great. They should be able to adapt and go and do that. But yep. um, I, I don't know what what's in it for the riders. You know, Not again, a hell of a it's, lot, it's your but country. Yeah. I get yep. that. I yep. totally understand that. Don't get me wrong. But with all these other events coming up and yep. along, I, I just it's bad timing. So which timing is worse? Is it worse to be five, four to five weeks after the season, or right in the middle of a championship? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> right, I, I don't right, know yeah, that yeah. there's an answer to that. Yeah. But that's I, I sure as hell, I sure as hell wouldn't want to go to Australia in the middle <clears> of a, a national championship. Well, and that's what I was yeah. you guys. That's right. what I was bringing up at being Manjimup. You would fly from here down there and this is before there were lay flats and yeah. all that so oh, the yeah. flight would suck yeah then you're going to connect somewhere and then fly to western australia because management yeah. not it's not like you're flying it in metro sydney and you're good no. like you got to get another flight yeah. over there yeah. yeah that sounds terrible yeah the only the only person that the schedule is perfect for is mxgp riders yeah that's it yeah, yeah. they go straight yeah. from turkey come go to shanghai go to turkey and then it's yeah. on yeah yeah well no definitely jeff i appreciate the passion the for you and you rode jeff yeah. you rode you mean yeah. amazing at those motor constellations, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, I mean, Wardy's on record as well, saying the I same just, thing. Wardy's pissed I, off, you know? Yeah. 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 I just, th- I just think that the, the whole donation thing has lost its, mm-hmm. its, uh, its and spirit. And, and that, that, just, that makes me sad, you know, after we won for so many years, we've kind of lost that, that burning drive to go do it. And, uh, but I think you know, only we have, that, I'm not, yeah, yeah, only that we which have sucks. 100%. Yes, that sucks. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, it's it's still huge. We know you for, haven't for the guys in Europe. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, the 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 passion for it over there is they'll they'll have a they'll have a sold out crowd of yep. more than we had at Redbud. But yep. uh, um, no, their passion for it's huge just because they you know they can mm-hmm. say they beat the Americans. And so, I'm not saying that the three guys we we have chose can't go and do it. They I can. Mean, yep. And, yeah. You know, Anderson Anderson did great until. The, and an army years back, so you yeah. know maybe they can go over there and, and do it. I really think, I, I really yeah. think Osborne is going to bring it. I do. He, this, yeah. he is a throwback to everyone that wanted to go and was like, "We're going there to win or die trying." Yeah, he is. He is yeah. that guy, and I I think yeah. he's going to go unprepared and he's going to give it a hell of yeah. an effort. Mm-hmm. Whether win, lose, or draw, that guy that's one guy that I want on the team every single year because mm-hmm. I know he's going all in every single time. Yeah, and Cooper's proved himself. He's been mm-hmm. a, he's been a stunt all year. So right. yeah, no, I, I mean they can, they can definitely go over and do it with you know all the all the luck on their side. So yeah, the only down the only downside they have is you know the track. It's Oh yeah, um, so. Jeff, uh, uh, I saw you at Redbud, um, and then obviously this weekend at Unadilla Roxon was amazing, uh, putting your old team mm-hmm. on top. Hard to believe it was the same guy, huh? <laughs> Yeah, I just don't. It, I just don't get it anymore. You yeah, know, you see Tomac. You see Tomac at Washington, and then you see him this weekend. It's like, dude, I, I just don't get the consistency. Yeah. And so. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't get it. If you know somebody asked me, on, uh, well, Jimmy asked me, on how's it going to go? I'm like, I got, I got nothing for you. <laughs> I should lean off right. what I saw last week, but you never know. Yeah. But, you know, Kansas. 
Friday on. So, right. um, and then next week will be totally different. Uh, any chance, Jeff, that you go back to the races in a, in a capacity at all? I know you used to work with Justin Barsha. Obviously, after you hung it up, you were Honda guys forever as sort of a rider coach or team manager ish. Um, you got any desire if someone called you up to go back? Um, they would have to pay me a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like I don't like leaving Sherwood, Michigan anymore. Right. Got uh, a couple of businesses that are doing really well, and life is life is good. So, uh-huh. um, yeah. So. Yeah. I, I, I still enjoy riding. I'm actually doing the training more than I ever have, and I enjoy riding. My son always used to sleep on. And yeah. So it's all there. I follow it every weekend, but, nah. Right. It, uh, it, it yeah. would take a lot to get me to get back on a point well, every weekend. Well, let me tell you, six time, I'm stoked that Bradshaw's back in our sport now. We lost in the monster trucks for a while there, and I didn't know what the hell was, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what the hell was yeah. going on, but Damon is riding his gas gas. He's going to these ride yeah. days for fly. He's back. Yeah. That oh, was fun. Awesome. I, it, and... I wish you could have uh, been in studio. It, it is pretty cool. Like I've called in a couple yeah. times, but it is different being here. And, yeah, being in and the studio, seeing what it's all all about. But maybe we could get him to get on uh, an airplane at some uh, point or another. Jeff, when when fans see you and talk to you, how many times do they bring up Damon Bradshaw to you? Uh, they bring up Damon, but unfortunately, they bring up Bale more than Damon. No Bale. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> see, I get Jeff. They, they, uh, so, well, yeah. me and Chicken, I was going to flip the question to you. Do you get Stanton, Damon? You get I, Jeff. Yeah. When I get when I guys come up to me and they tell me they watched back in the day. Yeah. It's always myself, Jeff, and then there'll be some other guys. Right. Right. You know. Right. Hey, I watched you guys back in the day, and then it's usually yeah. that. Yeah. But, it's not like you guys could be in two opposite ends of the country talking about the other guy to, to random fans. You know what I mean? Like yep. right. that's how right. together you are uh, in your racing. You know, it's just always that way. Um, well, you know, I did that podcast, Jeff, with you and JMB a couple of years ago, a few yeah. years back now, and, yeah. and yeah. <laughs> JMB, he just, I do not like Damon Bradshaw. <laughs> 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 he, he didn't have a bad word to say about anybody except that for you. Oh, that's fine. I do not like Damon Bradshaw. <laughs> I didn't really dislike him that much. Well, he doesn't like you. I just like I just liked you know pushing his buttons a little bit. I mean, the guy was amazingly good, but he was just not. If he would have been right. meaner, he would have been so much more successful. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all Bale had to say about you. Not yeah. a, not a fan, but crazy talented. <laughs> right, right. I get. Uh, hey, Damon and I were both super fortunate. We've seen we've seen the best of the best. We've seen the best of the amateur days on Damon. Back I think so. Yeah, we had Yamaha support where there was endless bikes and parts, and and we went through that whole that whole side of it. And then you know the early '90s was super great in America, and and, and you, you guys know uh, Jason and, and and Steve. You know what European money was like. Yeah, we Damon Damon and I seen honestly the best of the best in the sport from from amateurs to professional to to to, to all of it it was super good yeah you guys had some races i, I yeah. feel like you know our at least myself and, and jeff as well raced through several different eras i mean i think about guys that i know i was young i mean i was riding a 65 and there was guys that were riding professionally that i eventually raced against them mm-hmm. yeah they were on their tail end of their career and going yeah. out but i still was on the race. Yeah. i mean i've was on the racetrack with Hannah. Right. It's like that right. doesn't make sense. He's so much older than me and Jeff. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but well, guys, that, guys that we looked up to. That, yeah. I mean, know, I can remember. I can remember racing Bob at Southwick. You know, and, yep. and, and hoping that he was going to do great. You know. So. Yeah. 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 Same here. You're I like mean, this old goat. Meanwhile, he was actually only like 32. 
like Dowd, then, like Dowd was still racing factory when he was thirty, but yeah, back then yeah. it was you know thirty two was so old. Well, imagine right? imagine like Jorge Prado moving up to MXGP next year, racing like Heroi, like, yeah, legendary guy, yeah. you know nine yeah. or ten time world champion, and Prado's yeah. moving up. Yeah. They're gonna be on the same team yeah. racing against each yeah. other. Like that's crazy. Yeah, completely different could, generations. Could almost, could almost be his dad. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Red Dog. Red Dog tells me that too because when he was a Loretta Lynn's kid, he won a trip to Japan to race one of the Supercrosses. And he raced RJ and Wardy as an amateur, and then he raced you guys, he said, and then he raced Carmichael, yeah, and he so raced Chad and James. He was like, I've raced against these guys. I think he might have raced Hannah at some point, too. Like, I'm like, good God, Red Dog. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know? We, we were talking about the amateur stuff and I'll, real quick, but when I raced against RJ, you know, we were friends, obviously, mm-hmm. when I was young, and we yeah. knew his mechanic, and he ended up being later on the support guy for Yamaha. But, you know, that was one that kind of went – completely from friends and looking up to a guy to a complete rival yeah. and fight. Yeah. You know, it was yep. just, it was so different than mine and Jeff's relationship, right, even right. though it was kind of the same thing, but, yeah. but RJ was just, was different. I mean, yeah. race totally different against one another. Yeah. He was probably just like, no way kid. And, like, no and, way. You know, right? we all had that, right? I mean, it's right. like Jeff was saying earlier, you're, right. you're, whether you're at the tail end or ready to go and you have some young guy coming up, they have nothing to lose and everything yeah. to gain to where I feel like the older guy has more to lose. So, yep. When it was yeah. that was my deal with well, RJ, I was like, who, who cares? <laughs> I did a podcast with RJ, and he was so honest about helping Jeff out in '89. You know, Jeff, you got the Honda ride. You, you yep. moved over there, yeah. helped him out. Yep. He was winning everything. He broke his wrist. R- Jeff went on to win both titles. We all know the story. RJ was so honest with how, like, he was crying. He he couldn't, you know, he never really won again, right? He did want a few races, but yeah. he was like yeah. this kid that. You know, I just kind of showed everything to and talked to him about. Yep. Right, right. I, yeah, and, I and Rick was just yeah. so honest about that. I was like, "Wow, that's you know, it's so funny how that works." Yeah. So, yeah, um, you know, you learned a lot from him, huh, Jeff? I did, and, yeah. and listen, I just Jimmy, I did a long bicycle ride with Jimmy Johnson on Saturday, and I was just telling him about. It. I'm really, I'm indebted to Ricky forever. I, mean, mm-hmm. I lived a whole winter with him. We trained together. We rode together. We started the 1989. He was winning every race. I was second every. Yeah, I learned a ton from him, and he opened up his door. He opened up his his his, his book, his Bible. I told him that. Yeah. And uh, but it it went, you know, the relationship went south when he got hurt, and I, you know, yeah. I kind of took over, you know, and, you know, the role was reversed. Myself and I feel yeah. the same way about you know the industry and the people too. But um, fortunately for myself and American Honda, did what he did for me. And American Honda was still able to win and, mm-hmm. and, and continue that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've, and I've said, and I've said that since day one. I tell you, tell any young kid, if you want to be successful, surround yourself with successful people. If mm-hmm. you want to be crap, surround yourself with crap. And it just worked out that way. I surrounded myself with him for a whole winter, and then I was able to win and buy a house in California. And then Johnny O'Mara trained together and rode together every day, and. Yep. You know, then I picked up all the training stuff from Johnny O and took that to a new level. So, yeah. Yeah. Did you guys yeah. ever train together yeah. off the track or no? Did you guys ever, you and Jeff, you and Jeff, did you guys ever? Uh, other than no. playing basketball, yeah. and I think we ran a couple times together, motor right. nations. Occasional run, yeah. Yeah, 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 but never, yeah, never, in a, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was too, too, too rivalry for no, too but close. But you know to what? That. He, but when I did come back and do arena cross. I didn't get my arms around things till after I was at Jeff's house. Oh, really? I went back by. The weather was yeah. exceptionally yeah. good in Michigan, yeah. and we rode together yeah. on his Supercross track. Oh. And yeah. I hadn't been able to ride because the weather was bad, but that was the turning point for me yep. in that little series before I got hurt. Uh, Jeff, you retired in 90, at the end of 95, right? 94. 94. 
So 2002, yeah. Damon, I'm working for Nick Way. JT's there. We go to Jeff's house to go rod. So Jeff had been retired for eight years at this point. He's on a, some old CR250, and he is laying the wood to Nick and JT. Like, maybe not endurance-wise. Like, maybe, I don't remember if they had, if they, might have not have lasted all, but early on in the moto? He was, I mean, he was definitely faster than me. Yeah, and he was faster than Nick, I believe. But and I was, I'm like, this is eight years so later. The, the riding was like, whatever, it's it's at Jeff's house, right? So he's, fine. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. Fine. Jeff knows the track, for sure. I was more hurt by the post-ride training and stuff that he just crushed us like <laughs> i mean so embarrassingly right. bad right like it was like i'd never run before right. i'd never swam before in my whole life i thought about quitting that day <laughs> like eight years later yeah, just like ruining yeah. somebody's career right. yeah right i mean and and honestly looking back on it jeff you would have been early 30s then probably oh th- right. two oh three yeah so right. you're probably your what we know now about fitness like you're really strong like for a lot of you know early 30s is probably the strongest you're going to be for a lot of guys mm-hmm. in that so right. it makes sense but looking back i was like 23 and i'm like this guy has quit he retired a decade ago and he is so much more fit than i'm ever gonna be like what am i doing here like, right right what's the number that is a truck master yeah the truck driving school yeah, truck yeah, driving, truck master. Right, right. yeah i need to call him yeah. jb hunt yeah, it, it was it was a it was a tough deal. I remember going, oh boy, yeah, this, this guy's some fucking hauls ass. Yeah, and then he, and then he, <laughs> he be, smokes us, beats the shit out of us, and then he's like, hey, you need my rear brakes? Yours, yours yeah. is broken. Yeah, Here, your, take br- this. your brake went out. So That's right. Yeah. I got smoked. I got wrecked by running and swimming and all this. And then he's like, you know what? Yeah. Here, have some parts too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just handed your ass and a rear brake. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was quite a few days at, at the farm, Jeff. That we when we were there, yeah, I remember laughing. Awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. So, well, hey, uh, Jeff, thank you for calling in. Appreciate it. Uh, obviously, Damon in studio here. There was only one guy that we had to call uh, to get him on because, yeah, you guys are absolute legends, and everybody associates you with each other. And and uh, so, yeah, yeah, thanks for the time, man. Really appreciate it. No, thank you. And, uh, good to talk to everybody. It was great to hang out with Damon, and uh, we had a good time. Really great memories and. Uh, yeah, thanks again, everybody, and uh, I'll see everybody down the road somewhere. Awesome, thanks, thanks Jeff. Jeff. All right, see you guys. See ya. That's Jeff Stanton, everybody, brought to you by RoostMX.net. I was telling the story that at Redbud, he was Jeff was so angry, like at kind of what think Honda's going on with Kenny and Kenny not riding that well. It was like he was, you know, highly invested. He still bleeds red. You yeah. know what I mean? He's yeah, still yeah. that oh, desire yeah. just doesn't Dude, go away, no. man. It's uh, it he, still becomes so intense. Yeah, he, it was. I mean, there's some moments, you know, and that. Or easier, but I think when you get in there and you've been a part of that and you know what it's all about and you're passionate about it, it just it yeah. just comes out. Yeah, he's still a racer, right? Still just yeah. yeah. And it's when we were at Chicago Land. I keep referring back to that because yeah. obviously we haven't yeah. raced against the road against one another in a long time. But we were talking about going out and kind of easing into your pace. <laughs> and I always did that, even 25 years ago or whatever yeah. it was. I would like to ease into my speed. Jeff's like, nope, I'm go out, I'm full tilt right off the bat. <laughs> like, how do, you, how do you how do you do that? I like yeah. to ease up to my speed because I think I must have crashed early on one yeah. time. I'm like, you know, this wasn't yeah. very smart. Yeah, your dad like, or something was like, hey kid, yeah, back ease, in the day. So I, I still do that yeah. to this day. But nope, he's go for it. Yeah, with his with his army boots or whatever whatever he the said. Muck boots. Muck boots. That's muck it. Boots, I don't yeah. really know what those are, but I'm Canadian, <laughs> so I'll just go with it. Well, I'll show you photos okay. later. All right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, RoostMX.net bringing you uh, Jeff Stanton on the show. Damon Bradshaw, Jason Thomas, Max Steffens all in studio. Uh, BTOsports.com and Fly Racing, of course, on board with us now. Uh, before we go to commercial, let's take a couple more calls. Craig, what's going on? How are you, man? You want to talk about Eli Tomac? Yeah, I have a hypothetical for you. I want sure. to see what you guys would uh, would do. So, hypothetically, 
Bruce Sternstrom retires after the end of this year. They hire you full time for yes. running factory Kawasaki. Yes. One of the that. decisions a team manager always has to have is whether or not you're going to buy the insurance policy from Lloyd's of London mm-hmm. on uh, the you know million dollar bonuses that the team's paying out. And with Eli, obviously the outdoor championship bonus would be a very high premium in the uh, the as far as the the premium goes yeah. for the yeah. insurance. I, I don't think they can even buy insurance on Eli to be honest. Is this Let's, Craig? Yeah, Craig Martin. Okay, yeah. got it. I missed uh, that part. Yeah, I don't think they can even those insurance companies even sell you insurance on somebody like Eli Tomac. Well, they do, but it's just like for a million dollar policy, it's maybe eight hundred thousand yeah. dollars for a premium. Okay, sure. So <clears throat> for for Supercross, do you buy the insurance? Uh, yeah, I do. I I keep buying it. I keep buying it, Craig. <laughs> I he's gonna break through one of these years. I if there's no, you know what though? God damn it! I would have never if said seven, Damon Bradshaw would not have won a championship. <laughs> I hate, been, to, I hate to say that. You've been losing some money. <laughs> I, I, I would. He has to win a Supercross championship, right? We all agree, right? You would think, Damon. I'm right? agreeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he, no, he has to. He has maybe. to. Maybe. I don't know. I, I think. I think they have to continue with the injury. Should we ask that caller, Dylan? What does Dylan know? I, I think he should, but I mean, look at Webb came out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, he doesn't have to. When you win half the races two years in a row and still don't, anything's possible. I think I buy it, Craig. I think I think it's going to happen. You I can do. still do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, that's yeah. a tough one. I know. I know. I said on money. I said on our Racer X preview videos that I was out on Eli forever if he doesn't do it this year. <laughs> but I'll be right back at it, predicting Eli Tomac. I'm sure. So. Okay. One more question. AC and Roxon seem to have a really great relationship, and they train together and everything else. With him going to 450, do you think that they make it all the way through till Roxon retires without? Ever getting sideways once they get on the track together? Uh, no. At some point, it goes sideways, right? I Maybe. So. Yeah. Uh, I guess it depends on how bad he wants to win. If he's in that situation with yeah. Roxon or vice versa. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's hard for me lead, follow, or get the yeah. You know, yeah. friends go out the door. <laughs> right. Right. And we've seen it how many times in our sport where. You know. I mean, I think it's good they can yeah. train together and whatnot, but right. subject uh, to change without notice. It's going to be tough. I think the the better Cincerello gets, the harder it will become. Right. I, I, do, I do think there was a foundation laid, though, where Roxon rode with Phil Poto. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah, he, he can understand that dynamic a little bit. But how many times have we just seen it? And it's not even all the time. It's not always, I should say. The riders, it's the people around them. Yeah. They cause yeah. so much drama and just hype things up and like, ooh, right. you should have heard what he said about this. And yeah, that yeah, his yeah. friend's just like, shut right. up. Yeah, 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 for like, sure. Uh, thanks, Craig. Appreciate the call, man. Good, right, man. good thanks. Talk. Thank you. Appreciate it. See you guys. All right, we're going to go to commercial break here. Uh, before we go to commercial break, though, let's talk about Michelin. Michelin Starcross 5. Randy Richardson, one of the best guys in the sport, Damon. I mean, come on. Yeah. Randy, yeah, I mean, if you if you don't smile and laugh when you're around that guy, then right. it's just not going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, fantastic person at the Michelin there, and Randy's uh, been in studio many times. And, of course, the Starcross 5s, consider Michelin when, when looking for your next tire purchase for any segment of motorcycling. They are tire experts and have the same passion for delivering high-performance products as you have for riding your motorcycle. At Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram or at FMIP222. All right, 222? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the best follows out there for sure. Michelin Starcross 5 tires pushing the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels. But what's great about Michelin is they develop and deliver world-class products for every segment of motorcycling, and they've been doing it since ni- 1897. Wow. Babindum. Babindum. 
You know they won the Paris to Dakar 14 times or something? No, I did not. No, 36 times they've mm-hmm. won Paris to Dakar. Okay. Michelin. It's a pretty big difference between yeah. 14 and Yeah, 36. you know. Yeah. So Michelin Starcross 5. Uh, you, know also- that, you know what they sponsor too? Who? They're big in. MotoGP. I'm not familiar with that sport. That's Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not familiar with that sport. Is it big? People like it? Tiny bit. Okay. Uh, thanks to uh, Michelin Motorcycle uh, for coming on board, of course. And, uh, yeah, let's take a commercial break here. Uh, Damon Bradshaw, Jason Thomas, Max Steffens. We'll come back. We'll talk a little more about uh, Unadilla and the races now. Uh, take some more phone calls. I see you people on hold. We can wait. We'll get to you when, we, uh, when it, we're when we done this. Is it Dylan? No. Okay, good. Cole Seeley will be uh, on the line here in a little bit also, talking about the decision to hang it up and, and much more. So stick around. We'll be right back after this, everybody. He was sitting in this chair last night and looked, looked hot. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. 
GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Thanks for listening to the Pulpamex show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one-of-a-kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulpamex swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulpamex stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. So Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is fucking annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX Show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX Nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance, but I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. 
In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a pro launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, 
Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Welcome to the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. That's uh, Damon Bradshaw's pick, Post Malone. <laughs> Never saw that coming. Upset. That's an upset right there, folks. That is. That comes out of left field. Yeah, that's your music right there. That's it. You know, I had a fan stop me this weekend, and he's like, hey, I love the show, blah, 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 blah. He's like, how come you don't let the guests pick the music anymore? That's something that we always do. Yeah. And I kind of just got away from it. Like, I usually let the in-studio guests pick a song that we come out of commercial with. And so I'm like, okay, we're, we'll do it this weekend. Like, I'll get back on that. I'll, I'll, and I, I would not have thought Post Malone would have right been, would yeah, have been when, the first one back. When he said, I, I double time. What? I what? listen to so much, so many different types of music, he, it's not even funny. And a lot Malone? of it. I had to confirm with Mark that it was a real artist. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he meant so, Carl Malone. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, anyway. So welcome back, everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, EVS Sports. I uh, actually love, absolutely love these guys at EVS Sports. Uh, they've been a big part of our show this year. Hey, you and, know who works at EVS now? No. Skippy. Skippy? Skippy. From Texas? Yep. He went to Wisconsin? He's on the way. I don't know if he's there yet or not. Skippy Skippy. Yeah. Huh. Not Chad Reed. Yeah. No, no, no. Skippy yeah. from the wow. show. Okay. Yep. Wow. Skippy's there, everybody. Over the last 30 years, EVS Sports has established themselves as the leaders in innovation and technology when it comes to designing protection gear for today's racers. Riders like Hampshire Hill, Pastrana, Auburn, EVS, when they race, ride, or whatever, Pastrana decides to do that day. Pulp19 is the code to save at evsports.com. Marks, we got some EVS Sports sent over for us. Of course, yeah, we you, did. Of course, you have not ridden since the incident. 
No, I'm scared now. <laughs> but you have EVS Sports stuff anyways now. I wish I would have had it before, but now uh, now if I crash, I'll be protected. Uh, he crashed on my YZ450, and uh, he has not ridden since. He's, he's what happened? You try to, one, the, yep. try to one-up yeah, me. Yeah, did you see that? I, I, I did. I yeah. saw the aftermath. Yeah. Of yeah. Try to one-up me on the bet. Yeah. We're, yeah, you, we're, still, we're still healing a little bit, yeah. uh, but I think we're almost, we're almost okay. good to go. Buckled under the pressure. Down. Whatever. Yeah, yeah Whatever. absolutely. <laughs> uh, so EVS Sports, uh, Pulp19 is the code to save with the folks at EVS Sports. Uh, again, uh, we're going to talk about Unadilly here. Cole Seeley coming up here. Damon Bradshaw, Max Steffens, Jason Thomas in studio. X-Brown Goggle Tariffs coming up. Well, X-Brand just killing it right now with Henry Miller, Ben LeMay, lots of privateers. Uh, Kyle Cunningham doing well with X-Brand. Uh, we've got the Race Tech rant as well coming up uh, shortly. So don't forget, if you're going to buy something from Amazon, go to pulpmex.com. There's a little widget on Amazon on Pulpamex. Click on that. It takes you to Amazon. Go on there. Make your purchase. We get a small slice of that. And we continue to bring in uh, in-studio guests like Bradshaw and others to the studio. Patreon as well. Uh, go on there. Get a free T-shirt. Uh, get some support. Get some early, early access to podcasts on Patreon. So we'll, we'll dial you in that way. So thanks to everybody who's on there. really appreciate it um, from there. Um, all right. More. Uh, Damon, when you go to the races, obviously the, the, the obvious parallel is Cooper Webb. Cooper Webb's the new Damon Bradshaw, North Carolina, you know, chip on his shoulder, rides with a little bit like of attitude, which all things that you did. Um, but is there a guy that you like watching? Is there a guy that you, again, you don't know a lot of these guys today. Like you don't really bro down with them. You just, you know, you, you admire them. You, 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 you watch their races, but you're not tight with the racers today. Yeah, so that I mean, it would be really hard because obviously yeah. you want to know somebody's personality or yeah. know them as a person, and I don't know any of them really yep. to that, um, other than watching them and watching their riding style and you know how when they do interviews and what they mm-hmm. how they talk and stuff. So I, for me, it's it's really hard to pick one guy. I yep. like to see like the Cooper Webb story. I mean, obviously yep. to to be able to climb back out of where I think he was to you know being a champion is is amazing i like to see those things but i just like to see the guys race and be aggressive um that's what i enjoyed about this year is, yep. is seeing that more i think more than we have in do the you past. think it came back a little bit yeah i feel like it did i yep. mean i feel like talking to fans and stuff that i know that gets them excited it gets me excited i mean uh-huh. i like to see guys racing close yep. and rubbing and, and and obviously not trying to break one another's legs it's but definitely not where it was back in your day but it's <laughs> but it's better right yeah i mean it's you know it's like um the original days of arena cross and then how it kind of changed i mean god it was stupid brutal right i mean <laughs> yeah. jt knows that yeah, he, he tried it one year <laughs> <laughs> and then it, yeah i mean i did too and it was like learning to ride a motorcycle again right. learning to race again really right, i mean right. first a whole different deal. first one I ever did i got in a fight on the star straight and got right. i got suspended for three weeks the guy i got in a fight with got suspended for three weeks and fined two grand right. and i was on probation that yeah. was my first go at it yeah 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 <laughs> but the arena was on their feet it yeah. was we sold tickets <laughs> yeah do you think damon's point about the aggressiveness coming back was a little more this year like uh i think that when webb is at the front yeah uh i think he is down with that yeah like he's not scared and I think he induces a little bit more because I think the guys before then, Eli doesn't do it. Yeah. Kenny doesn't do it. No. Nope. Marv doesn't do it. Really. I mean, okay, yeah, once a year something happens. But right. uh, we all guys, think Marv just lost his mind in Boston. Yeah. We don't the, know what happened. Those there. guys just, all avoid it. So if you have Anderson, he's not scared, right? He, this was a terrible right, year yep. for Anderson. He was out, right? But I think if you get the right guys and they all yeah. come in healthy – the potential is yeah. to pop off because yeah. I think those guys will get after each other, even if they train together. Right. I think that's just in their in their nature. Uh, but the the current crop right now, especially the past few years, 
that's not yeah. how they roll. Like they don't ride like yeah. that. So maybe maybe we'll get back into a little bit more of it. The uh, do you remember Damon the Bowers Barsha thing where Bowers got disqualified? Do you remember that earlier this year in Supercross? Yes, it was like in a heat race. That had to just make you sick to your stomach. You're like, really disqualified? Yeah, for that? yeah, yeah. Some of the things I, I mean, I was mad and red faced and sweating. A couple of a couple of them was like, whose decision is this? Right. But, but you know, it's 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 nice to see when, or I like to see when a guy's aggressive and he rubs the guy, and then it sparks him. Yeah. And now now you got a race and got a battle, and I yeah. think there was a few times throughout Supercross season you'd see Marv like not so aggressive, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden a guy would rub him, and then it was like. The fire clicked on, yep, and then he wow. he rode like he can ride yeah. and, and more aggressive. And with I, Webb, you can see that automatic. Mm-hmm. Like Webb's whole demeanor just changed. And, and I can see the guy's concern about how the AMA is treating it or how mm-hmm. whomever whatever right. their decisions and not wanting to be put in that position. I get that, but there's got to be racing. I mean, the fans want to see that battle, yeah, and, and I understand keeping it in perspective, but. I mean, we, we are entertainment business, right? Right. We are, we, hey, and, yeah. and honestly, that arena cross thing I was telling you about, like, I got in trouble. Everybody got in trouble. But in the back room, Billy Whitley's everybody back there. My kid and Lance yeah. and everybody was like, that was awesome. <laughs> that <Yeah>. was awesome. <laughs> like, Look they were at, so pumped. We when, sold seats. No, they're like, you're going to get in trouble. Right. You're going to get in trouble, period. But at, that right. was awesome. Look, like, when, they were so excited. Hey, when Weston beat up Vince there and was doing throwing the haymakers, what oh, was on every commercial yeah. for the next mm-hmm. all year long? Come see Supercross. Look what happens. The punch road around the world. Yeah, well, I think <laughs> that was that was what they were upset right. about was the hypocrisy of that. Yeah, it's like yeah. you're going to come down to us so hard, but then you're going to use it to sell to tickets sell too. Tickets, right. like, literally they did literally that though. for a year. I mean, yeah, year and a half. That was in yeah. the real yeah. every week. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. literally down on the floor and you're looking Listen, up and you're like, here we go again. It's it's like an old, it just never. Damon, we told the story a hundred times, so just bear with us, but. You know, you got fined for rough riding, and it was it was it was a five hundred dollars fine. Not just once. Oh yeah, for a, a repeated rough riding, and they gave you a five hundred dollars fine, right, or whatever. I don't it was. remember what okay. the number was, but yeah. I remember there was enough to pay it, and the next week out yeah. of one week's AMA the AMA purse. Yeah. So Roy Jansen paid you out for that night minus the fine. You slid the rest of the money back and said, "I'm taking them out next week. Keep the money." Uh, yeah, I said it probably <laughs> happened again. So why don't you just keep that? And he <laughs> got even credit. he got even more pissed off than he was when he had to come get me at the truck <laughs> right. and tell me what was going on. Right, uh, you're just like this is the way it's gonna go. Like I'm getting him next week, right? And yeah, so, and then now you know, and oh. I get it. It's the retaliation yep. thing and whatever, blah blah blah. Yep. But it's yep. racing, man. Yeah. I mean, it's just it has to be. Yeah, it, it it is selling tickets. It is being entertaining. Everything else, you know, that's and, part of it. And then that wasn't the thing in my time. It was just wanted to win and whatever it took to win. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted to do. Yep. So that's just kind of how. It happened. But yep. again, going back to Jeff, you had to learn to race with everybody. And I think all these guys yeah. are the same way. I think just for me sitting in the stands and watching, Cooper Webb is a hard guy to pass. Yeah. That's yep. all. I mean, I, yep. I know Cooper. I've talked to him. I've talked to his dad a few times, but he's a hard guy to pass, which yeah. you know, worked in his yep. advantage a lot. And you could see him, you know, maybe hard to pass. You drop off a little bit, but then picked in a yeah. lot of guys can't do that right yeah. like we were talking you're coming from behind to pick that pace up it doesn't happen yeah some guys can some yeah. guys can't but and, and yeah absolutely and in you know there's things that Anders jason anderson has done that i'm just shaking my head at like it's so dumb because he does cross the line where you're like what are you doing dude but other times it's like i see I, i'm not a fan of the guy necessarily but i see things that people get outraged and i'm like what that he's racing the guy super hard like what's wrong with that you know what i mean like there's such a fine line there but we all freak out over the littlest contact nowadays, you know? Like, it's just, you're, you're like, calm down here. We're right, we are racing motorcycles, right? Like, I mean, the track's only so wide. Yeah. And there's yeah. 
40 guys right. running out. Yeah, like, the, like the Cooper Webb Marvin thing, JT, earlier in uh, Houston. We mm-hmm. disagreed with that, you and I did. And I was just like, hey, they're <clears> racing, man. And you're like, that's fine. But, you know, he's got a championship to think of and he's got a teammate to think of. And I'm like, what's wrong with that? You know, like we differed a little bit yeah, on that. But I mean, to each their own. Yeah. I, I always put myself, if I'm the racer in that situation, yeah. am I going to be super pissed or not? Right. If I'm super pissed, then I feel like it was over the line. Yeah. If I had to race with Damon in his day, I would have been pissed every weekend. Yeah. Because Damon was doing something <laughs> yeah. that I would be pissed about every single time Every out there. single weekend. And right? if he was crashing, he was throwing his bike at somebody in the middle of the crash to take them out too. <laughs> <laughs> not on purpose. Not, I know it looked like that, but that honestly It really not, did look like it, but yeah, it's not on no, purpose. No, it wasn't. There was some of those moments that were very bad, I will say, but I did not try to throw my bike in it. No, no, absolutely not. That, that, that was called out of control whiskey throw. Well, that one too. I didn't mean Bercy to do that one. And I, I think I've seen JT try to throw his bike before. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's was it a, Tampa the one he hit Metasvich in the face? Ana- no, Anaheim, wheel? Anaheim Heat Race. Okay, uh, that was on the whoops and then the step yeah. up and then Bercy yeah. and then Bercy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Bercy was bad. A whiskey <laughs> throttle, total whiskey <laughs> throttle. But I think that night at Anaheim, I had to ride every yeah, possible chance there was to yeah. get to the main event. Yeah, you did absolutely. Um, mm. It was an all-time performance because I crashed sure. in, in all of right. them except for the main. Uh, rookies this weekend in Unadilla: mm-hmm. uh, Jet Lawrence, uh, Joe, uh, uh, Joe Schmoda. Yeah, I did great. Jalik Swole and uh, Carson Mumford. Ball. Shimoda was on my fantasy team. Yeah, fantastic weekend. <laughs> Two thumbs up, right, for Joe Shimoda's um, DNF DNF. None of them did as well as Damon did at Millville in '88. I was there, by the way, fourth overall for you. God, that's pretty I'm sure good. That was '88. '88. Okay, I'm sorry. No, I know. Yeah, I, know I was there. Yeah. <laughs> now they were, they were pretty good. Yeah, I thought uh, Jets second moto was eighth, the right? highlight of right. it. Um, and moving forward, eight, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like he was he yeah. was good. Uh, otherwise, it was. Ho hum, yeah. Swole wasn't wasn't great. Shimoda DNF DNF. He actually was pretty fast. The second moto, I'll give yep. him a little credit. Mumford was okay, uh, but it wasn't any breakout weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Justin Cooper came in two years ago at relative unknown and got second in the second moto. Yeah, that was that was a big deal, yeah. right? And no was, one even really knew who he it was. I, super mighty, but still, I'm not yep. gonna say yep. we didn't know who he was, yeah. but there was no hype right, like, at right, all. Right, right. Uh, so when you have guys at Bon Geico and and you have four factory level rookie guys. Eh. Yeah, it was okay. Do you right. think they've but, ever ridden a track as gnarly as what Unadilla was this weekend? Jet has, I would bet. Jet, Jet rode but, like Jalik, like obviously yeah. fly guy. But I don't, I can't honestly say that even Loretta's at its worst. Yeah, yeah. well, is as bad as Unadilla and, was. And we talked about this. Uh, my prediction is that for Jalik, when he goes to Bud's Creek, uh, for for me, Florida guy, Jalik riding in Florida, that track. Never seen anything like that. I think Jaleek so, would get better. Bud's Creek is very much Florida. The dirt composition is sand, clay mix. The corners are lots of berms and not super ruddy. He's going to do much better, I think. Yeah, I think Jaleek's going to uh, That track, better. man, If I know how it was coming to Unadilla on a hard, rocky day. Forget about all those ruts. Yeah. It's way out of your comfort zone. Way, way, way out. So, yeah, I think Swole will have better days. I think, I think all of them, though, coming in. Like, Jet was probably the only one that's, like, had a little bit in that – uh, none of those guys were ready for what Unadilla was. Jet's second moto was very impressive, was like I said. But generally speaking, the top guys at Loretta's come in, and they really show nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not true. When you got fourth at Millville. That blew people's minds because, like, Button's first national – Button was the all-time Loretta Lens winner. He got 19th in his first race. Look Fair- at Tomac. Tomac on 250 crushed everyone. Crushed everyone. Barsha came in and got – He led. 4-7. Josh Grant. Yeah, but he led, led right. Glenn Helen for a long time. So – we're used to the top amateur. We it are used that, to the yeah. top Loretta's coming in and really being. Canard like, ran top Bogle, 10 both motos. Bogle yeah. did well. Bogle ran third yeah. for moto. Yeah, and this year was like kind of like, yeah, we kind of eh. were waiting. It was, it was just a yeah. right. eh, not terrible, right. 
not awesome. Right. But you had four guys, so you would have thought somebody would jump off the page a little more. Yeah. yeah. Even even in time qualifying, yep. Mumford was okay. Yeah. But it wasn't anybody just putting down like that Bogle lap or somebody yeah. just like, wow, yep. that guy's fast. And yeah. Didn't have that. Yeah. It just it just was a little surprising. I expected more like flash from these kids. I mean, they're straight out of the mm-hmm. right? And but that's that's get better. Generally, yep. what they shine at is that one lap. Yep. Oh my God, that kid is so fast yep. type thing, and there right. wasn't that. Uh, lines are full, so let's let's empty them a little bit. Let's talk to uh, Dave. Uh, he's got a question for Damon Bradshaw. Dave, what's up, man? How are you? Hey boys, uh, can you hear me okay? I'm driving my big rig right now. Yeah, we got loud in the cab. We got master. We got you. Hey, uh, I moved from California and uh, to Idaho. Yes, I'm in the Boise area. And uh, me too. I don't see a lot of motocross going on. What? As far as just visually, and I was wondering what Jim Bradshaw and JT's thoughts on the health of motocross in Idaho. And do you think it will get better now that we get a lot of these ex-pros or team managers starting to move in our area? I don't think guys moving there is going to have a whole lot to do with it. I think it's <clears throat> the riding areas, that the new Skyline mm-hmm. track, which I shouldn't say new. It's been there for a while, but the guys are making it happen again. I think we need more of those, and uh, there's plenty of places to ride, unlike a lot of other places around the country. So I think we're fortunate there. Um, but I just, I, it just takes those places to ride and, and getting those kids off the couch. You know what I would say? Uh, coming from Florida, no one rides dirt bikes. Um, if you tell someone, you meet someone, and you say, what do you do? I ride dirt bikes. They're, what? You do what? They don't know anything about that, right? So for me, coming to Idaho, I was like, holy cow, everyone rides around here. Like, yeah. If I'm driving down the street, I see dirt bikes in the back of trucks, and maybe they're going off-road riding. Yeah, maybe yeah. they're going whatever. But dirt bikes are mainstream way of life for a lot of people in idaho that's not the norm for where so i grew up give dave a couple places where he can go check out tracks. skyline skyline home sees a club you can go ride at little gym like off-road you can go to idaho city go off-road to me there's more off-road riding options than there are motocross right. tracks but right. that new skyline option's great it's right. open four days a week i think there you go dave i yeah, think no, uh, mountain home's open again too I, I okay. think i heard they're doing that again too okay what's yeah, that dave uh, I, I own a heavy haul trucking company, and I delivered the equipment to the one track, and that's why I was shocked. It's only one track that I've really... We used know, to have, we used to have like three. four. Yeah. yeah, four or five for a long time, and then the just the... The motos got low, mm-hmm. the turnouts got low, and they just couldn't. A lot but of the I, owners just couldn't keep them going. I just love to drive around and see dirt bikes yeah. in the back of trucks. That's not what yeah. I. That's the one I what I grew up with. Like just across the street from me. A week ago, I saw a guy. They have bikes. He was like unloading all his bikes yeah, out of yeah. his truck. I'm like, did you go tell him about your the... German Supercross championships? No, I didn't. Okay. I didn't think uh, you would care. I but... think our weekend warrior numbers are big. Our yeah. racer yeah. numbers right. are. You go definitely down. I definitely agree with that. Thanks, Jammer. Thanks for the call, Dave. Yeah. Thank you, man. Uh, let's keep going for more questions for uh, uh, Dave Ratchet. Mike, what's going on, man? What's happening, gentlemen? How are you doing? Good. What's going on, Mike? Uh, I wanted to ask Bradshaw about. Uh, the past in uh, Bercy back in the day. I was like, you just entered the whoops at five, and some people entered at seven, huh? And you were chasing that guy. You just hands off the handlebars by the end. It wasn't intentional. Oh, this, are you talking about the chicken when he goes into the wall? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, you're right, man. I was just going for it, and uh, definitely got whiskey throttle there at the end, and there wasn't a whole lot I could do about it. <laughs> and unfortunately, chicken. chicken was in the way. I, I w- a hell, of a, <laughs> hell of a coincidental move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chicken was just in the way. You know, the, bad, attack. the bad thing is, is usually they don't show all of the things prior to all right. of that happening. Yeah. 
and the things that built up from weeks yeah. before, but no, that if, wasn't if, intentional. If, what about the Vegas over the berm? That was intentional. Whiskey throttle? No, that one was <laughs> not. That was intentional. I was going for him there. Yeah. If you go to Bercy, the last time I was at Bercy, you can still see Jeff's teeth embedded in that wall. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's still there. It, it scared me, uh, the sound of him hitting the wall. It what else, me. Mike? What else you want to talk about? I want to hear about David Blair's comments on uh, WADA. He had to play it on uh, Brock and uh, Christian Craig as if they were sub-rate athletes, and that had to do with like the exploration of why WADA had exploited them as being necessarily a consequence of their poor performance and not necessarily the institutional structure in which our riders have to deal with. That's what Daniel Blair said? Yeah, pretty much. He's going to be here in two. He's going to be here in two weeks. I'll take it up with him. He, 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 sometimes Daniel, I don't know what Daniel says. Sometimes I think he's yeah, too he's much eagle grit. Of, he's a man yeah. of the infrastructure itself. It seems like these days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think he's been sniffing eagle grit. Too yeah, much of well, it. Yeah. you know, it gets you high as a kite. Fly with the birds, baby. Thanks, take man. Care, Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Nash, gentlemen, gentlemen, what's up, Nash? Damon Bradshaw is here. Nash. That's some serious power right there, it, man. It's Bradshaw. amazing. It's amazing. We had RV. We've had RV in here. We've had a lot of who, who's who of motocross, but we've never had anybody like Bradshaw. <laughs> God, thank Dude, you. The, the neatest thing about Bradshaw's power is even it's it still works today. My so my 13 year old daughter came to Supercross, and we were there. Damon, thanks for being gracious to her and, and spend some time with us. And, and Max and everybody at Fly was great. And and so driving home. I said to my daughter, you're like, what, what was cool for you today? And she's like, that Bradshaw guy's really cool. I mean, I said, that like blew my doors off. This is a guy that grew up watching Damon, you know, yeah. Kraft in 88 and all that. I mean, his power's still relevant with their kids. I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Nash, were you devastated it, that she didn't say Factory Phil? Yeah. Well, she never met Factory Phil. She met Factory <laughs> Phil. And that Nash is, that's Nash probably here, to your benefit. Nash here on the line, Damon, is the biggest Factory Phil Lawrence fan you've ever Oh, met. really? Oh, yeah. yeah he, oh, yeah. Right on. His, oh, yeah. Yeah, his guy's Factory it, Phil. Uh, we, I'd spend a lot of time with Factory Phil. Yeah. Bradshaw, give me a story, please. We're sure on top. <laughs> one that we can play on the air. Yeah. 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 PG. I want a PG. <laughs> no, none, of the, none of those are PG. <laughs> I don't think they has any. That Next Supercross yeah. you come to, we'll talk. <laughs> it's ironic <laughs> that no one has a PG, sto- PG story about Factory yeah. Phil. Well, you know what I think? I think I'm due to call Factory. It's been a couple of years. I yeah. He, time for you me. know, Factory has a, uh, a lot sleeping sweeping business. Factory Correct. does. So, Nash... Yeah. Found out, you know, whatever from Pingree, who's his brother-in-law, Pingree's brother-in-law to Nash to uh, Factory Phil. Nash just called Phil and, mm-hmm. and, and like just broke him down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's for real. Awesome. Yeah, and Phil was cool, right, Nash? Uh, he's, he, uh, here, the truth of the story, Damon, was if Phil is just a, a funny guy, and Pingree would tell these stories. I'm like, I, I got to hear the answering machine of this lot sweeping business because it's Factory Phil. You know, it's going to be funny. It fills. It was right to his cell phone, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, factories laughing." And I'm like, "This Phil Lawrence." And next thing you know, I talk, we wrapped for like twenty minutes, and I, I was at my desk at work, and I'm like, "Phil, you, you got to go. I, this is bizarre." He's like, "No, man, we can talk. It's that's cool. so funny, dude. <laughs> dude that's so him right there. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. That's so funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, thanks, Nash. Thanks for the call, man. Hey, hey, I do have one thing. Okay. Bradshaw, can you go in the time machine? Everybody talks about it. Can, is there anything, something you can think of or bring up about that, that win at Mount Morris in 97? I, obviously, intense mutter. I was there. Is there anything that, that strikes you about that day where you knew you were 
you know, it was like I'm like I want this. If I felt good, you felt good, or was it just total mud chaos? I mean, it, it was definitely muddy, and I I hated the mud. I hated it. Um, once I once I got in it, I was good. But no, things just kind of fell into place, and mm-hmm. I, I rode, mm-hmm. you know. And it was kind of one of those things where I wanted to win really bad because I felt like we were on an underdog motorcycle, and uh, we were a small team, and. Um, uh, when, you pass, when you pass Larry up the uphill, place went, oh my God. place went crazy. And I didn't. I don't think I knew. Maybe maybe I knew I had yeah. to pass him. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah. But and I don't. And I didn't have any goggles on either. Yeah. I remember I had to take them off early. But no, it's just one of those things in my career that I've you know talked about with people many many times and remember mm-hmm. it like it was mm-hmm. yesterday. But that leads me kind of to my best Jeremy McGrath story. Obviously, we didn't race yeah. against each other much, and I mm. didn't beat him. Um, but that particular day when I was lapping him, yeah. he was having a hard time picking up his bike. Uh-huh. I remember vividly he picked it up, and his his feet was slipping out from under him. Yeah. So that was my Jeremy right. story that I, I like to tell. <laughs> and I, I told him – I we talked about it a couple of years ago at Dooney's Yeah, Little known fact, in that area where you lost your shoe. Yeah, I lost my shoe. Right. Uh, I was mm-hmm. in the mechanics area. I lost my shoe. I was getting yep. lapped as they go by. Yep. Like if you watch on TV, they're oh, they're battling, and yep. I'm on the side, on the far outside, watching, yeah. going, yeah. he's passing him, he's passing, <laughs> he's passing him. <laughs> That's probably what happened the fifth my, time. My guy didn't even go out for Moto2. I'm, I'm not even going out. <laughs> Birdwell. I was working yeah. for Birdwell. He's like, I'm not even going out. I'm, I'm done. I was still in high school, yeah. and we had driven yeah. all night to get there, so I was going out. Yeah. No I remember what. after the race, I was going, or maybe our box van was parked by there, and there was some idiot in a rental car wide open doing donuts. I'm like, what is, is that? That was you. They're like, They're like, That's Bradshaw. And you were going. <laughs> that was always the funnest times in the rental car yeah. after you had won because right. you knew you could get away you could with anything, it. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a cool race for sure for you. That, that gets yeah. brought up a lot. Motocross I guess, right? is the reason that insurance on rental cars is so expensive. I know, right? Yeah. Steel City single handedly yeah. has claimed at least yeah. ten rental cars. You know, I did <laughs> that. I did that story years ago on McGrath's uh, fourteen and one season, and I called you about it. You're, you're in the story uh, when he went fourteen and last last or last second last one in St. Louis. And one of the stories McGrath told you told me was you were coming back, and you guys got into it at a race early on, and he was telling you like, you should retire again, like go back and retire, old man. <laughs> and you were like all barking at each other. Yeah. And then he told me he's like, I couldn't believe I was telling Dan Bradshaw. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I don't remember what we were talking about, but like, it popped up on social he's media. He's probably like twenty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Old man, old man. Like, yeah. like McGrath was like, what old timer? Whatever, old timer. Go back and retire again. <laughs> and he's older than I am. Was he? He is. is. That's right. Well, he, he was is. then and still yeah, is. He still is. <laughs> still is. <laughs> still is. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So he was saying that was a regret for him, like yelling at you oh, because he said no. he remembers like going to Anaheim in like ninety ninety one, and you were just you know the guy, right? And he's just like that was one of those heat of the moment. Things. Yeah. But yeah. I, I thought you guys got into it over. I don't, uh, well, yeah. I I think I remember it was either I was behind him or or we were whatever. And he was drifting in the air. Yeah, yeah. And that was like, if you want to run into me, run into me. If I can dodge, I'll dodge. If you, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But the drifting in the air thing yeah. was like, and there was a few guys that did it. Yeah. And you knew they would, but I didn't. I didn't know Jeremy. I had <laughs> racing. Jeff and Mc- ah. <laughs> Michael. Uh, Michael Essie. There's a lot. There's yeah. more. Um, of that too. But yeah, he, I mean, he told me he was like, oh, I felt so bad. Like I was like uh, telling the guy to f off, and it's <laughs> David Bradshaw. Uh, Skippy, what's up, man? What's going on, boys. How are y'all? Skippy, you're working at EVS. Yeah. Nice. Cool. EVS Sports. Yeah, Pop nineteen is the code. Yeah. The uh, myself and uh, Tiffany. They hired Tiffany as a uh, rider support manager, and myself as a uh, brand manager. So oh, fantastic! Congrats, get, man. Excited to get started. Thanks, man. We're we're excited. We're stoked. We're uh, getting everything here in Texas moved up, and we'll be uh, experiencing some uh, 
very, very warm winters from what I hear. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wisconsin's, Wisconsin's great. known for that. Yeah, yeah. Very balmy. Yeah. Balmy minus 20. <laughs> yeah, uh, flip-flops, uh, board shorts, speedos, you know. Yeah. Uh, what's up? You want to talk about the Damon Bradshaw's pass on Rhino? Dude, that is hands down. Like, that, I, I think that was the, you know, as a kid, that was my first uh, holy shit moment. I don't remember this. Too. I don't know this pass. Why don't I know this? He passes the outsider Washugal? on the turn. He goes downhill and he, he probably catches four bike lengths. Oh, it says yeah. Unadilla. Oh, wait. Yeah, sorry. I, I'm there. Oh, Washugal. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, we all know that one. Right. Yes, yes. That one. The pass. Oh, dude. That, that had to be one of those moments where you're like, no, this is my day. Kind of like what we were, y'all were talking about earlier with Roxton, and how you know it's your day and everything's going and. You just come into a corner and you know you got this move. Well, I didn't and know I had it. I just was going for it, and it worked <laughs> out. And it, find out, <laughs> and it worked out well. This could be Bercy, yeah, or it, this could work out. It could be bad. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, that was great. People bring that up to you a lot, right? The catcher, yeah, the catcher yeah, yeah, pass. Yeah. yeah. Um, thanks, Skippy. Appreciate the call, man. I didn't uh, think it was catcher's mitt, though. I think the catcher's mitt was after that. I thought that was catcher's mitt. No. I just thought it was an S turn. The catcher's mitt, there was the S turn. Yeah. Then he went over Chuck's sun jump, and then the right hand turn is a catcher's mitt. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, I thought they were. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, it was definitely after the downhill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah no, the, the pass was the S turn. The S turn. But I think after the Chuck's sun jump, that was the, the right. Okay. That was the catcher's mitt. Catcher's mitt is turn. by the amateur stuff. Paul, what's going on, Paul? How are you? Hey, not too bad. How are you guys doing? Good. What's going on? Well, even though you really don't care. I'm I'm really sorry that I don't have a question for the legend that is Damon Bradshaw. It's okay, it's but, understandable. Uh, um, so I know you did the, like the Make a Wish Foundation for the ten-year-old kid Dylan that called in first, uh, but why don't you hang up on more people? I, I was like, hanging up so on dumb that call into this show. But I was hanging up on people for a while, and then I got a lot of flack for hanging up on people. People are like, "These are people who are listeners. Why are you hanging up on people? They love your show, and you're such an asshole." I was getting a lot of flack for hanging up on people, Paul. Well, Mathis, you've hung up on me probably three or four times, and every time that you hang up on me, I think about it for a minute, and I go, "Yep, I deserve that." <laughs> okay, all right, well, but everybody's not like you, though. <laughs> fair enough. Well, <clears throat> You know what? It doesn't matter whether my point's valid or not. It's your show. I like Paul. I like that passion that Dylan has for Eli Tomac. Like I, that could be me back in the day. He's very polite too. Though. He, is. he is. He's not he's an asshole about it. He's a, yes that sir, could no be sir. me in 1991. I would have called in to defend Damon Bradshaw to the death, it's just you like now Dylan. with Timmy or me now with Tim Ferriss. <laughs> it's you now, right? Like I admire that passion. You know, and and he's yeah. not rude. Yeah, he, he's respectful. He's respectful. Yeah. Well, no. He, he, Kind of, because he also still tried to talk over everybody. Yeah, that's okay. I've also done it times on your show, and I believe I tried to talk over Mitch Payton at one time, and you hung up on me. Well, that, uh, Maybe not for that, but for just because I was being retarded at that point. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But it's still, like, I'm not angry because I was hung up, hung up on and he wasn't. I'm just, like, really, these people are... I like the passion. I like the passion. I get it. Maybe I will hang up on him next week. It gives well, us something what? to I talk about and other people, about right? You hanging up. Controversy. Sorry. All right. All right, Paul, we got to go. I'm going to hang up on you now. Thanks. Have a good night. <laughs> <Thank> you. Appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. <laughs> Nate, you want to talk to Damon about Pontiac? Yeah, how's it going, guys? What's happening? Hey, I was wondering, uh, you know, in the in the in today's age of, you know, these fragile flower riders and whatnot, uh, yeah, going back to the days of the double headers in Pontiac, how gnarly was that as a racer? 
it was or Seattle. Seattle did them too. Yeah, ready wise or going or in, just, up in the stands. No, I think just just, just racing two, two and two. Oh, two nights. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. It was gnarly. It was a lot of racing. Um, now for sure, the Sunday was in the afternoon, right? It wasn't started early. Yeah, yeah, started earlier. So, so you, it was an earlier you ended format. midnight Saturday night and then got up for yeah, fairly, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was an early morning right. for the next day. But no, it was gnarly, uh, and uh, I was you know had same really good luck there. Same track both nights. Uh, what they do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't, to me, it's like... I don't think they reversed it. No. I'm sure it was hard, but you race in Europe a lot. I race in Europe. Like, it was two nights at least, sometimes three. Yeah. Like, whatever. You, yeah, get, yeah. you get used to it. It wasn't like, quite as long a days, though, you know, because yeah. all of the stuff you had prior to. And, and yeah. I mean, the first year I went to Bercy, I think it was four or five nights yeah. consecutive. Yeah. The most I ever did was three. Yeah. yeah. First I'm, year I went to Bercy, I had no idea it was three nights of racing. And everybody's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we race tonight. I'm like, okay, but we don't leave till Monday. And they're like, yeah, we race tomorrow. Yeah. And Sunday, yeah. and then you leave Monday. I think it was I'm four. Like, Holy crap! Four back four. in the day. I didn't even know yeah. that. Yeah, I remember wow. after the first night or the second night, Ricky Johnson looking at me and going, "We got two more nights of this." That was the br- and mm-hmm. I never went. I never went back. I said, "Until it's two nights, I'll never, <laughs> never come back here." The third day, yeah. especially because that oh. race is, is start money. The third day, especially if you'd had some like crashes or anything, yeah. somebody be on you, and you're just like, "Go ahead, <laughs> yeah. go, go, go by yeah. head." What was the most you ever made to go over to a race? Do you remember? I don't were remember. You the, were you at the fifty grand level back then? Um, I think real close. I yeah. I don't remember how many races, but I remember one year and they work on signing you up in the beginning yep. of season when you're fresh and not right. hurt or whatever. And I don't remember how many races, but it was going to be like two hundred and thirty or two hundred and fifty yeah. grand to go. And, and I'm like, sign me up. <laughs> I'm well, by the end of the season, you're tired. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, how many races did I say, dude? Yeah, you said yeah. you were going to do six or five or whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah, the number yeah. was. Yeah. Like, all right, let's go for it. You, you know, you they do bought my three. Ticket. Yeah, you yeah. do three, and you're like, oh, it's it. You know, it's yeah. brutal. But yeah. but but back to Pontiac. I mean, yeah. it was a good track, and it was fun. So, if it would have been other tracks, let's say uh, back in the day, it would have been Seattle. That yeah. would have been even worse. Yeah. But I always liked going there because it was good dirt. It's good fans. Jeff's hometown. Yep, yeah, Jeff's hometown, and that place was good to me. Right, so. right, yeah, exactly. Jeff never won Pontiac. Crazy, crazy. He never uh, won Pontiac. You know, racing that close to home is not easy. Yeah, yeah as you were talking I mean, about, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks for the call. Uh, Nate, um, you got a bike? Uh, I have a street bike, but uh, no dirt bike. All right, what can we give you for your street bike? You want a Maximo oh. oil kit? You want a Maximo oil kit for your bike? Uh, that'd be awesome, yeah. All right. Maximo oil is designed jointly with top race teams to ensure maximum performance while providing maximum protection under the most severe MX and off-road conditions. Uh, Dogger. Maxima Dogger works there. Part owner. Uh, MaximaUSA.com. Use the code PulpMX35 to save with those guys. The number one aftermarket oil in American power sports year after year. MaximaUSA.com for more info. Nate, stay on the line. Uh, Travis will get your information, all right? And we'll send you a Maxima USA oil kit. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Maxima oil kit marks for uh, – okay. Um, (laughs) Casey, what's up? Casey. Did you say Casey? Casey, I did. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. Um, Yeah. On your – Post-race interviews, you said something about Cade Clayson's butt patch, so I was curious what that was. Yeah, I guess I should have maybe explained it more. So, obviously, he was under suspension, right, for the last couple of years. Uh, he had yes. WADA, W-A-D-A, you know, World Anti-Drug Association. Doping. 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 Anti-doping. Yes. Uh-huh. Anti-doping. He said, what are you doing here? Because people were asking him, like, <laughs> what are you doing here? Like, his suspension's finally over. So, that's what. Okay. Yeah, so it's W-A-D-A, are you doing here? 
Oh, that's good. Yeah. All right, yeah, thanks. Pretty funny. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. Uh, thanks to uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Star Cross 5, EVS Sports, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports. If you want an OGO Power Sports bag, we know that traveling sucks, but we also know that if you do it in an OGO, it's a little bit better. Uh, it's used by Star Racing, Monster Energy, Pro Circuit, and many other teams in the pits. Uh, email the show using the contact form on pulpmex.com. We will get you a deal from the folks at OGO, whether it's a backpack, whether it's a, a 9800 or anything else. Uh, thanks to the folks at OGO for making it happen. Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA, LA Honda World, Eagle Grit, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Bicycles, Ride Engineering, Works Chassis Labs as well. Uh, Max, you said that we can give away a fly racing formula helmet in the uh, origin graphic. Origin graphic. <clears throat> brand new helmet. From, well, not brand new anymore, but new helmet from the folks at Fly. New helmet. Uh, absolutely been killing it. Uh, I've got one myself. I love it. Um, so what we're going to do for that is uh, it's a really good helmet. It's worth a lot of money. It is worth a lot of money. So I don't really want to do just a call-in because that is too easy. Okay. And we don't have that many listeners live. We have more on the archives. Okay. So let's do an email contest. Okay. And no, we can't do that. I was going to use one of Damon's numbers. But we want to do that because that'll be difficult. All right. Great radio. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. Email contest at pulpamexshow.com. Put fly formula in the subject line, and uh, we will do a draw next week's show for a fly racing formula helmet in the origin color. Damon, this thing's awesome. The helmet's really good. Like, the, the F2 was good. Nothing wrong with it. Good helmet. The formula takes it to a new level. It does. Not, not just along with the technology and all of the work with a lot of these guys behind it, but just uh, – I like to use Weston Pike, the fitment. The fitment. The fitment. <laughs> yeah, I how like that. How it fits yeah. on your head. And yeah. then, you know, it, it, it's it's weird how it muffles the sound. How and quiet I, was it when you first put it on? I had to stop on the track and look back at my bike. For reals. I'm like, what? I'm like, it's some, like, oh, it's just the helmet. Like, I was so blown away by how quiet it was. Yeah, and I've spent a lot of time here the last few weeks um, riding off-road in it. And uh, you're typically slow speeds. Yeah. You know, second gear. So. That was one thing that I did notice when we were riding up around 9,000 feet yeah. in, uh, in Utah. And that was the most time I've spent really in it at one time. And yep. that's something about riding off-road is that's when you figure out if something's comfortable yeah. comfortable or not when yep. you're in it all day long. Yeah, yeah. And venting. And venting e- as well. Exactly. Uh, contest at pulpamexshow.com. We're going to give away a Fly Racing Formula helmet and Origin graphic. So looking forward to that. Uh, fill my email box with that. And uh, we'll certainly do uh, uh, um, a good giveaway from those guys at, uh, at Fly Racing. So, okay, let's... Um, and I'm looking forward to that intense bicycle ride, too, in the morning. Yeah, we are right. going mountain biking right. tomorrow. We're going in the dark, right? So it's not 110. We'll go early. <laughs> okay. And uh, <laughs> we got headlamps. Can I just tell? I've told a few people that we're going mountain biking, and I've people are worried for me. They're like, don't like, don't be like, I'm I'm gonna fuck show Bradshaw what's up. Yeah. Watch this Bradshaw. Like, check this out. <laughs> don't and, leave the inside open. That's all. I can well, tell you. no, 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 no. <laughs> They're thinking I'm gonna push it and eat shit myself, trying no. to prove to. Bradshaw, oh, no. that no, I'm, no. you know, don't keep... the inside open. Look at chicken. Well, he didn't even mean to. Yeah, yeah. So, so we are wearing our formula helmets. We're not wearing the little half. Well, I guess I'll pack okay. mine. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We're going to mountain bike. I got a spare e bike, uh, okay. and I got the intense, and we're going to go out. We're going to have fun. I'm, I can't believe I'm going I can't mountain bike. Tits isn't coming. He might, he might come now. Yeah, <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, hey, something funny. Uh, so this weekend, back at the race, uh, Mitch Payton, of course, pro circuit owner. He was on the show a couple weeks ago, and I knew you were coming in. And I said to him, uh, I said, hey, Mitch, give me your best your best or the one Damon Bradshaw memory you have. And, and God, you've been involved with, with Mitch forever, right? Yeah, and yeah. after he told me about how 
your dad refused to uh, ditch uh, Bar's performance. Bar's competition. Bar's competition for him. He was really, you know, he told me that off the record or whatever. Like, you know, that wasn't his story. But he was super pissed that he could never, you know, get you fully. It was always a Bar's bike when you were a kid. Yeah, yeah. They were they were close to the house right, and, right. And, and built good motors. Right. So he was upset about that. But anyways, besides that, uh, I got a voicemail there, Mark's uh, a quick time. It says, uh, Peyton. Uh, let's play Mitch Payton's memory of you. Uh, and I, honestly, when he told me this, I really figured it had something to do with like 92 or 91 or any, you know, any, anything of like a grown Bradshaw racing. But instead he told this. <laughs> well, I always liked his mom and dad, Randy and Marcia. And little bastard one time he came over my house and we raced rc cars and it was me and him and mike Guerra, i think and i had an rc track like in the back of my house do you remember this and that yeah, was okay. those old crappy tamiya cars yeah, yeah. and i had a black motor which is really fast and i was a terrible driver <laughs> so i got going really fast and i took him out at the end of a corner and he freaked out and ran over to my car and, like, he kicked it, and my car shot like it was a football. <laughs> and then it flipped over, and he he ruined the front end on it. And I'm like, oh, my God. I called him a little effer. And I'm like, what the hell? And he had a temper when he was, like, 12. And I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, God. Well, you fucking hit me. And I'm like, I was out of control. I didn't mean to. <laughs> And he ruined my car. I had to fix it and everything. And like, he was a super cool kid, and he was a badass rider. And I was, I was never going to win with Peyton. I loved his parents, and to this day, like, and even his brother. His brother was cool. I liked the whole family. Like, they were like probably some of the coolest parents in that era that I liked because I could hang out with them and have fun. And Damon was just. He was all in when he was young and, like, wished he could have won a championship, and he deserved it, but he did win a 125 title. But, like, he truly, like, he was the beast from the east, and if you went to Atlanta, he owned him. (laughs) Charlotte, when he won Charlotte. Anywhere. Like, you went to the east coast, and he owned him, you know. Like, he, he, they loved that kid. And it was... I'm sure that's for monster trucks probably the same way because he carried that name. But, like, he's still a friend, and he's a great rider, good person. Cool. Thank you. All right. So you, you he took you out. You punted his RC car. God, we used to do that so much. I mean, we did pit bike races there, and we did the <laughs> RC cars, and you just you never were going to win with Peyton, regardless of what it was. Yeah. He, he, he was going to win. He, he was I assume win. this was like adult Bradshaw, but it was 12-year-old Bradshaw kicking Yeah, this. yeah. It was, <laughs> I think that was my first trip uh, to California for testing yeah. for Yamaha, like right. new, new 80s yeah, yeah. or whatever <laughs> testing. But my, and I'll, I'll try to tell it quick, but my Mitch Peyton story, we're on the way, to, I think we're on the way to Paris mm-hmm. one year, and Mitch was sitting on the aisle, and it was like, eight seats or whatever in the middle yeah. of this airplane we're sitting in the cattle car and uh he's sitting on the aisle brian lennis is sitting beside me and then myself and mitch has a water bottle and everybody knows mitch from the day it was always play play yeah. play play yeah. screw with somebody whatever right. so he had a water bottle and i don't know if i was sleeping or doing whatever but he was 
juking the, the water bottle on me. Just every yeah. so often, he would throw a water bottle on me. So I started grabbing all the guys' pillows, and I started stuffing all of the, the pillows that they had into mine to make it really, really okay. hard. Okay, yeah. So he's, and I, don't, I must have been 17 or whatever. So he kept doing the water. And I told him, I said, Mitch, I said, you keep throwing water on me. Yeah. I'm gonna, and he was super strong, upper body. Yeah. So anyways, he kept doing it, kept doing it. So I, I was able to grab a hold of him over Lunas and pull him into the seat. And he was laughing, giggling because it was so funny. So yeah. he wasn't even trying to fight back. Yeah. And I was beating him with this pillow until <laughs> he he's into the floor. <laughs> and then he starts acting like he's really, really hurt. Yeah. And, and talking to the uh, the flight attendant, yeah. of, look look what this guy is doing to a guy like like me. I'm <laughs> down in the floor and he's hitting, you know, doing <laughs> yeah. the full on Mitch. Right, right. And this lady's eyes are about this big, and she goes, he he's really beating up this guy that we put here. <laughs> yeah. He's in a wheelchair. In a wheelchair. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and I think he got moved. Oh yeah, I, I think he literally <laughs> got moved to another probably seat. Probably first class, knowing Peyton, he's probably like, I, I need to go up there. It was definitely a better seat. Right, right. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I, I thought I thought stories. that story was funny. You're so competitive at twelve. You, you're kicking his RC car. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely fantastic. And he was just rubbing it in too. I mean, he, right. you know how Mitch is. Yeah, no, absolutely. He was good loving stories, it. Good stories, right? good um, guy. Uh, hey, uh, Gas Gas, how's everything going with that? You've been affiliated with them for a couple of years. Uh, still going well? Still doing yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yep. it's going good. I think three years. Three years. Yep. Um, um, but so, yeah, no, it's it's going good. I mean, they're uh, you know they're built for purpose of off road. Yep. I ride them on moto as well, and. Uh, it's, um, yeah, you do. You and Pike <laughs> just going at it for the fly summer camp thing. It's, just uh, it's it's work, you know. Two on, knuckleheads on like not wanting to give up. Just <laughs> that was fun. That, like I said before, it was good to good to see him back on a bike and yeah. uh, to get out there and race around with him a yep. little bit. But um, wish I had a 450 at times to, to yeah. get out there, and make it a little easier on a guy. But uh, no, it's it's a good company and uh, super easy to work with and a what's, lot of good guys. What's the next fly ride day? Do we have one coming up? What are we doing? Do we know? Uh, Do we have one in stone? Where am I going next? I think Lincoln Portland Trail. Trail? Lincoln uh, Trail. No, Lincoln Arena. Trail's coming yeah, this Vegas weekend, Arena. so I'm doing Vegas Arena <coughs> yeah. this weekend. Uh, uh-huh. I hate I'm missing that one. That's one of our biggest ones. Um, but we have one coming up in Portland, uh, one going to be coming up later on in the year in Florida. Okay. Then I'm going to the Pastrana Challenge uh, at Cernix. Oh, okay. Motocross so, Nations weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, yep. so lots of, lots of things coming up. Yep. When you go to these fly racing ride days that the you know the regional set them up sales reps come in you know it's basically you guys run a track right they run a track mm-hmm. out everybody comes out and hang out do you get guys that, that are like jumping behind you do you get guys that are like oh, i'm gonna show this you know uh, um not not really no? No, i mean okay. i i try to find some guys to go out and race around with right. i try to ride with everybody and it's it's a lot of fun because the atmosphere is good you know the guys get to come and hang out we yep. have lunch we BS, we tell stories, we talk about how fast everybody is, and then when we're all done, we yeah. we have a beer and uh, and tell stories. Yeah. So it, it's a good time. So there's nobody there trying to be a hero, necessarily. N- occasionally, <laughs> you'll get guys like Jim Chester that wants to... Oh, Chester! ...that wants to sick a local fast kid okay. you know, on me. But yeah, yeah. I, 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 what I like to do is I like to go out and kick a couple of them's ass on a two-stroke. <laughs> right. And especially when they don't know who it is. That right. even makes it more fun. Yeah, absolutely right. But, uh, no, it, it's again, it's it's fun to get out there and race around with. And, I mean, I, ride, I go out and ride with kids. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and, yeah. and that's even fun. It gives them something to talk about. So, sure. Um, it's, it's a good place for, you know, our reps and our regionals to be in a different atmosphere with their dealers. Yep. They're not always in the shop or at work, and yeah. uh, it's a good time. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so check that out, everybody. Damon's schedule coming up here on the Fly Racing Ride Days. Uh, again, we're going to talk about the summer camp a little bit, the launch of the 2020 Fly Gear a couple of weeks ago. Uh, all right, so let's get back to the 250s class a little bit. Cole Seeley's coming up here shortly. So 
four motos left, 28 points for Adam and Ferrandis. I would say this is in the bag, except we just saw what happened at Supercross, and we, we know Adam's, I don't think issues, but, you know, yeah, Adam's issues. So what do you think, JT? Like, like how confident are you that he's bringing this thing home? And I'll ask each one of you that too, but we'll, we'll start with JT. Like, how, what, what percent pie? Is, is, are you giving Adam to bring this home? I feel pretty good about it. I think this weekend was... Do you feel... Well, hold on, sorry. Do you feel better about it than his Supercross chances? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Okay. Uh, this weekend was big. Um, he came, We came out of two tracks where I felt like Dylan had the upper hand. And he, he did make up points yeah. at Washougal. Yeah. But Adam was able to keep the status quo at Unadilla. I thought that was huge. Mm-hmm. To be able to leave there, come in with 28, leave with 28. That was a big deal because now we're going to Bud's Creek, which, as I've said, that's a track that Florida guys generally feel really comfortable on. So I expect Adam to be, if not first, then second. Mm -hmm. So unless disaster strikes, I think he's going to have a good weekend this weekend. And then at Ironman, it's just avoid disaster. Yeah. Nothing, you know, hopefully it doesn't rain. Hopefully the bike doesn't break and it should be fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, you can say, you can frame Vegas however you want, and mm-hmm. Adam's a personal friend of mine, as yep, he is you too, too yeah. you know, like, and you can frame it however you want. Mm-hmm. He, he, cho- he choked. He did. He threw that away. Yeah, he crashed. And, and you he know, crashed. like. Uh, but, I, you know, if you look at his results, the worst he's been is fifth yeah. in a moto yeah. all season. Right. So that tells you that his starts, speed, fitness, everything are, are that much better than everybody else. Because if you go through a whole season and your worst results of fifth, and that one of those was because of a penalty, yeah. So you're obviously pretty damn good the, at, and much better than the guys around. I him. just quickly did the math, and I'm not very good at math, as we know. But mm-hmm. there's nine point difference between first and fifth. Okay. So yep. if he goes five five, mm-hmm. which is two of his worst motos all year, yep. he loses. He, he's still good. He loses 18 points. Yeah. To Dylan. And so the but, only thing that's going to happen: a big first turn crash, bike, a big crash, or mechanical DNF. Right. He avoids those three. Right. He's fine. Like he, he doesn't even have to ride yeah. well. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Just don't do anything stupid. Right. What that's what Vegas happened. So <laughs> Vegas was something stupid. Yeah. But avoid that and you're right. good. Uh Max, what do you think? How confident are you? Pretty confident. <clears throat> yeah. I think he's got it. He uh I'm with JT on the Bud's Creek thing. I think the track suits him pretty good. He did win his he I, won Bud's Creek, right? Last the first first win? Mm-hmm. Bud's was his first ever national. First win. ever, yep. Yeah. And I feel like he probably learned something at Supercross. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he's going to probably be a little more this going into this weekend. He's going to go for it. But yep. I think going into if everything goes, let's say this weekend, let's say it goes unusually bad for him. Yeah, I would still say he goes into Indy. We just said just going. he can go five five, and that would be like but absolutely yeah. Like, but still, yeah, even yeah, if he yeah, goes yeah. that, yeah. like I, right. I, I still see him doing. I, I think he's got it. If yeah. he gets good starts and his bike doesn't blow up, <clears throat> yep. it's over. In what my do, opinion, what do you think, Damon? Uh, it was good to see him bounce back after Supercross. That yeah. was surprising to me. Very surprising to us. Um, yes. He deserves the championship for sure, but my whole thing is it's never over till it's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, do you know anything about that? I, I, I do. <laughs> I do. I want to see him win it, and yeah. uh, I, you know, Mitch and those guys deserve it yeah. as well after what has happened. But um, yeah. it's not over till he, it's over. He's a little bit like you, not not in the attitude of of hating to lose and all that, like what you were, but. He's a refreshing interview. You were a refreshing interview. You know what I mean? Jeff wasn't. I mean, Jeff's more outspoken now than he ever was when he raced. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? But Adam, I feel, is a great no, on-track and off-track uh, persona and person, and just like you were in a different way. But No, he is. I like sure. that. I cheer for guys that are not in the square box of 
Moto yeah, it's exciting robots. to hear him talk. You're, yeah. you're curious to what he's going to say yeah. and how he's going to react, and yep. he does it very well. I mean, you get kind of bored listening to a lot of the guys talk because they all seem like they're the same. It's right? Like, does that frustrate heard. you a little bit? Yes, yeah. it, does. it does. I want I want to hear him say something or something. You know, obviously yeah. something that's true, yeah. but in a in a racing. Uh, yep. kind of pissed off away. I think Adam yeah. does that. I think Adam delivers that. He will give you an insight on the podium yeah. or in a post-race stuff with me that you're like, oh, I didn't Web know. Webb does that too. Webb's good Web. too. And, he, yeah. and they, you know, they kind of own it, right? I mean, if you got beat today, hey, he was better. Yeah. He, he yeah. kicked my ass. It was his day. Yeah. It wasn't my day. Yeah. You know what? Nick, uh, Nick Way has been helping him, right, Adam? And uh, I don't know. I don't know if Nick's doing this, if necessarily if Nick's doing this, but I think so, JT. But have you noticed this year more than ever – Adam is giving the competition so many compliments, mm-hmm. and I wonder if that's Nick. <clears throat> he always has, though. He always. You has. think he has? Yes, he always. He has? He's always okay. been really. I've really noticed it this year. I feel, I feel like he's always been a good. He's sport. always been like, complimentary. Okay. Yeah. Around him. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just this year, he's been like, "Man, those guys were hauling ass." No, I, but I like, think he's yeah. being honest. Yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah. I think he understands because if you really think about Adam's career, he came in as you know, wonder child, right? Yeah. Like he was the next big thing, yep. huge contract. Everyone expected him to win. And he, he well, he won Supercross, but then it was yeah. a struggle street. Yeah. Bad, yeah. Injuries, right. real yeah. bad, yeah. right? Running in the teens and outdoors, it was not going well. So I think he struggled so much that he really appreciated the fact that now he's back at the top again. Yeah. And I, I think it gave him a lot of perspective. Right. And I think he understands how hard it is to be up there. So I think he just shares that. I, and, and I love to see that because – there are so many other riders that I don't. I think they're they're tunnel vision all about themselves, and mm-hmm. I like to see him. Yeah, I, just, I think that's yeah. very adult of him, and he, he, you know, <laughs> very adult of him. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. He's appreciative. He has perspective. Yep. Um, and that's been. I mean, I think that's why everyone wants to sponsor him and be a part of his yeah. program is because yeah. he's he is that person. I would throw so much money at, if I was fly, and I, I'm sure you guys have or you would want to at Ken Roxon and Adam Cincerello. Yeah, I think that's like, pretty fair for everyone. Yeah, like pretty, I, pretty I, much a no-brainer. I know, but you know what I mean? Like as a company, I want them repping whatever I have, whether yeah. it's a chain or to a me, helmet or whatever. To me, like 27, 2015, 16, 17, and I'm on record on your show saying it a million times, Ken Roxon was the most marketable athlete that's ever hit the sport. Ooh, my, I don't know if I'd go opinion. that far. Yeah. That's that's my yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then, where four well, years. Well, I would go removed. Pastrana, you know, maybe or yeah, but he yeah. wasn't Travis Pastrana back then. Like you're talking when he was racing. Yeah, he wasn't all these X Games yeah, and Nitro yeah, Circus yeah. Okay, and all that yeah, was sure, to come. Sure, sure. You know, like yep. that was all later. Um, yeah, both guys would be. Yeah, they're awesome. They yeah. do it, you know. And Kenny's had so much struggle that he's kind of lost a little bit of that luster. Yeah, but with the trajectory he was on, like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. Great looking kid, winning everything, yeah. well spoken. It was just like, dude, yeah. like, yeah. how can we get something yeah. on, on you? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how well, can we do it? Adam did sign with a three letter F company for next year. For yeah, gear. yeah, good yeah. for them. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean he's, he's just staying put. You know, that's fine. Uh, good for them. Jason, uh, you want to talk to Damon Bradshaw? Yeah, I appreciate it, Steve. It's an honor to get to talk to Damon. Uh, what up, Damon? How are you, man? Great, man. I. Uh, I got a chance to watch you back uh, in 1990, actually, at Foxborough. And, uh, man, I was telling everybody, Watson number eight, Watson number eight. And uh, you didn't have such a great night that night, for sure. <laughs> there was times uh, of that. <laughs> yeah. Was but it a good crash to, or just road bad? <laughs> yeah, so I got to see you in 92, though, at High Point. And that, that ranks up like all time for, for uh, as far as... You know, watch the races. That was amazing. 
Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, Mount Morris was uh, was good to me and, and great crowd. I mean, I always look forward to going there. I think a lot of people thought that that was like my home track that I yeah. raced there four or five times a year, but I didn't race there any more than anybody else. Yeah. Um, but uh, just the, the crowd, that's the reason I look forward to going there. It was seven, eight hours from home, and the crowd was, you know, ranked in there with, with a Unadilla or a Redbud. Yeah, it was awesome. You were, uh, like I said, in Foxborough. Dale had won, and I was like, so bummed, dude. And then you had beaten Dale in 92 at High Point. It was like, oh, beaten Bale. That, there, that, that makes that Damon been, happy. Has there ever been a more, uh, a bigger contrast in culture and everything between south of France, Marseille, <laughs> living JMB, and then cowboy hat, cowboy boot, Confederate hell, flag, hell raisin, Damon Bradshaw. Buckle. Yep, yep, you got it. Like yep. that. Has there ever been more? No. Like I do not like Damon Bradshaw. Yeah. You know, until you told me that, I didn't really think that. He disliked me, though. Oh, he didn't like it. <laughs> because, honestly, I feel like that night at L.A., and obviously I'm wrong because yeah. he doesn't like me, I felt like he was the only guy there. I think he hated Stanton more. That's what yeah. I, that's, I think. Yeah. I think he was the only rider on the track that wanted to see me yeah. win. And it was almost like when you watch a video, it was like he yeah. was trying to oh, no, yeah. he, he said that. No, he you. said that. Yeah, he, he, he said, did. go, go, until finally he, he told me. He said he finally. I have no Couldn't choice but to anymore. pass him. You yeah. were you were not right. No, no, I, yeah. I, and I didn't. I right. didn't know that. Yeah. But that's kind of cool. You get somebody to help you that really doesn't like <laughs> yeah. you that well. So, but at least I was more liked than anybody else. Yeah. Was. He literally said he didn't want to pass. Yeah. He did not yeah. want to help Jeff at all. No. Yeah. And uh, all right. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah. Appreciate. No problem. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So I'll, you have to pardon the Brad, the big bail poster there, right on the wall. Sorry about that. Get her back ninety. Uh, 91. 91. 91, yep. And then uh, I got the chicken cover there behind him, too. Uh, has, he noticed, there. has he noticed the bathroom yet? I don't think he's noticed the bathroom. Okay, just checking. Have you noticed the bathroom? Have you gone to the bathroom? I have, but in, I... In there? No, but in there? No, did not you, in that Did one. you not look up? No, I haven't been in that one. Oh, okay. That's 93? With the one in the bathroom? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I, got a giant, I got a giant photo of you, Damon. We were running a your, your, your Buckley photo in the bathroom there, right in front of the toilet. Nice. Um, so my wife ran an Instagram poll this week. Like I'm like, hey, we got to take that photo out of the bathroom. Like it just was there f- for whatever. And she's like, no, we got to leave it in there. And then I started thinking about. it. I'm like, yeah, because you're standing there peeing, and you're just staring at excellence. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like yeah. you know, a, that's great. A general pee takes you know thirty seconds. I don't know twenty thirty seconds, and you're just staring at yourself in there. And yeah. So go in there if you want. Okay, I'll check that and, out. And, and and please, so feel free to tinkle in there and uh, you just stare at yourself. Because that's what I do every time. I'm pretty sure I've never done that. Well, that's, that's well. So Steve, speaking, Steve of, does it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> weird. I do. Similarly to that, I remember uh, Houston this year shared a room with Damon. Oh yeah, there for work or whatever. Yeah. I remember getting up to use the restroom middle of the night. It's like 3 a.m. I gotta go pee yep. or whatever. And walking towards the bathroom, I'm like. Huh. Damon Bradshaw. Damon Bradshaw. Yep. Walking, yep. To, walking to piss. I'm like, yep. Damon yep. Bradshaw right there. Should have just paid me back for whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Take, taking the opportunity right there. Well, you know what? You know, uh, it is funny. Like, I've told you this before. You never won a major championship. You won a 125 East title, 17 Supercross wins, however many outdoor wins. But your reverence, your your aura, your the people who come talk to you, and I've seen these people at these fly racing pit shows that we do in Supercross, and Max, you've seen it with Damon, and you've gone into dealers with Damon. <clears throat> You certainly have the uh, aura and the accomplishments of a multi-multi-time champion, and you only have that one East Supercross championship. And we all know, you know, but that's pretty cool, I think. Like, people have so much respect for you and the way you rode and the way you acted and the way you interact with the fans that 
I mean, I guarantee you, like, people are just like, I don't care. That guy never won one race. Like, he's a bad dude. You're right? And I mean, I, I mean I I'm sure you would like the it. bank account. And you, would like the, you would like the titles on your mantle. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, winning races paid well, too, back then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that was, you know, the first couple of years, that was the way my contracts were kind of put together. So that's – but, uh, no, it definitely makes you feel good. I mean, I, I still enjoy going to races and, and talking to the people and, you know, hearing the stories. And I, yeah. I don't know that that will ever go away. I mean, you know, people that are – I don't know that are either there after one of those stories or conversations. They go, man, does that does the Byron guy? It really does. Yeah, yeah. You know, I still enjoy talking to people and and reliving those moments mm-hmm. and them them bringing them up. And I mean, you can't help but like it. You know, whenever we your name comes up on the show or JT or whatever, and we're always just like, dude, he's a bad dude. Like he won a Supercross at 17 years old. You come out and win Anaheim one. Yeah, like, I, like that is just you know amazing. And and, I, and, and as you know, at that age, I mean, you still felt that it was one hell of an accomplishment i mean (laughs) it's like holy i mean i just beat guys that i've been looking up to forever how how did this really happen and uh yeah but you know still to this day and and my whole intention was to still remain that same person that i was right before any before any of that are you happy to i mean look the monster truck thing paid well and i'm sure you had fun doing it are you happy being back into moto a little bit more than you were absolutely yeah yeah i mean i enjoyed that it was it was a great run and I enjoyed driving the truck and entertaining fans and, you know, it, doing, doing what we do. Did it, was it competitive though for you? Like, I don't know how that yeah. works. Oh no, it was very competitive was? for me. Absolutely. Cause aren't, mean, aren't, those things, aren't those things like staged or something? Or? No, 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 no. Everybody thought that I think because of one time the wrestlers were a part of it okay. and blah, blah, blah. But, yeah. um, no, I mean, I wanted to win so you and, raced and, it. and I mean, yeah. we had, you know, us air force as a sponsor and then monster yep. energy later on. So yeah, I wanted to win and, and, you know, racing, I thought was going to be easier for me and freestyle was going to be tougher because it's like you're on the course with by yourself yeah. and you got to go try to entertain but yeah. that became something that I was you know decent at as yeah. well but no I mean I wanted my truck to be the best it could and I wanted yeah. to win and and I think a lot of the other guys at time looked at it as another event or as a show but I think what I tried to put into it made them very competitive as oh, well really? so we yeah. had these rivalries and yeah. and you know it wasn't and e- I mean, even there was some times where there was even able to have contact, which was, yeah. which was just crazy. <laughs> and it was like, you're sitting in this truck and here you're pissed off and you want to, you know, run into this guy, but you always didn't have that contact. But no, it was, it was yeah. a lot of fun, but I, I'm, I'm, uh, glad to be a part of the yeah. fly family and, and doing what I'm doing. I think it's a, uh, it's a great program and right. I enjoy it. And I think our, our dealers do and, and, um, except, you know, our customers, except the cold races, except the races that are cold weather. I try to dodge those. <laughs> I, Damon, I must have heard there's nobody that hates cold weather more than Damon Bradshaw. Yeah. Almost as bad as mud. And he lives in the, the city he lives in yeah. is so effing cold. Right. Six or eight months out of Where the year. We, weren't we talking about the fact that you showed up today? It was 104 when you came out of the airport in a flannel. Yeah. Yeah, I know. My wife says it was because when I was a baby, my mom kept me wrapped up in a blanket. All really? Time, so yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Whatever. I, but I live where I live for the summer because there's no place like yeah, it. But yeah. yeah, the winters are grind. Yeah, you, every race that we were at that was a little chilly. You were like, God, I hate this cold. God. <laughs> and it was supposed to be warm. <laughs> yeah. I picked all these warm ones and then it rained. Yeah, it was cold. Dallas this year was. Yeah. Dallas was rough. Yeah. yeah. And even California. I mean, Dallas was. But rough. he lives at like. Dude, Five, I don't 5, know. Yeah. Feet of uh, listen, all I know is that Bradshaw, when we did those fly racing pit races, if it was a cold race, he wasn't happy. I mean, it's a winter town. <laughs> like, summer's <laughs> great there, and it's like 12 hours long. They hold the I winter guess. carnival for yeah. you, Lynn. Yeah, God, I know. Yeah. I know. I'm usually gone during that. Yeah. 
Uh, firepower, uh, batteries, and chains. Uh, I got one of these chains on my bike. I, you probably run the po firepower stuff as well, Damon. Um, absolutely fantastic. Firepowerparts.com. Uh, their chains are incredible. They're uh, Japanese quality chains. They're 50% less expensive than the competition. Kyle and everybody down there at Firepower, at the WPS company, they're absolutely killing it. The GDR Honda team running the Firepower batteries with Colton Fasciati and mm -hmm. Alessi and Dylan Wright. They're gonna they're on the verge of two championships this weekend using Firepower batteries. So please, power past your overpriced OEM batteries with firepower fueling your adrenaline rush a leader and innovator with 50 plus years of experience in power sports firepower premium lead acid and lithium batteries save you cash and offer superior performance uh, so please check that out firepowerparts.com at firepowerparts on social media thanks to those guys for coming on board maybe we'll give away a uh, chain or battery later tonight uh nick nick what's happening you want to uh, talk to damon bradshaw Hey, what's going on, Steve? No, I just wanted to say hi. I was driving through Vegas, thought of you guys, and uh, figured I just want to call and say what's up. What's up, man? How are you? Good. Just uh, on a long haul back from uh, Minnesota right now. All right. Like I said, driving through Vegas. Want to say hey. Well, you're, well, depending on where you are in Vegas, you're within 50 miles of Damon Bradshaw, which is pretty are, cool. Are you going to be in town uh, tomorrow night? I, no, I am not. I just got oh. to South Point. <laughs> oh, you just left South Point. You just drove by South Point. Oh, you're really close. Yeah, and that's where right I'm now. staying for the next few days. Thank you guys for putting me up in an awesome hotel. Yeah, no, no problem. Point, no guys. way. Did I'll be there next month. You, later, oh, on the week. Oh, okay. later on the week. Later on the week. Silverton tonight. Well, cool, yeah. man. Thanks. Uh, yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Um, you know, thanks yeah. for listening. Not a problem. Thanks, Steve. All right. Bye, thanks, guys. Thanks. Have a good night. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, coming up with Cole Seeley right away. <laughs> we got the X brand goggle tariffs. You know what? Let's do the race tech rant before Cole Seeley here. You have one. Uh, we have a voicemail. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm too happy with Bradshaw here. Right, I have nothing to complain about. You were ranting during the, re the, the, the recap The voicemail's pretty good. Uh, I was ranting about what? A little bit. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but you had one. Because you're like, ah, I oh, think I've got my rant. Paul already. Malin. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That's a terrible rant. No, it's he not. He kills no, it. No, it's not. He kills it, but I'm just saying. Uh, race Tech suspension, Race Tech motors, Ben LeMay using Race Tech out there, Mike Alessi using Race Tech, uh, Jerry Robin. See that whole shot? Ah, no. Near whole shot. He pulled with Race Tech motors. Jerry Robin? Yeah. All right, thanks. Thanks a lot. Can't can you just play along? Sure. I saw it. Okay, thank you. Jerry Robin using race tech <laughs> suspensions and motors out there. Did you ever use race tech ever? God, I feel like you might have an amateur now. No, nothing? No, I don't think so. Talk, to him, talk to him a lot. Dr. D used race tech. Yes. Yes, Dr. D was a race tech guy. Uh, Racetech.com, pulp19 is the code to save. Uh, here's, the race, here's the race tech rant of the night. Uh, this guy called in, and uh, I couldn't agree more. Uh, so let's play this, Marks. Steve. Don't ask me why I said Everybody tits. in studio. Dude, fuck the FIM. Come on. <laughs> Bullshit. They, how many years away did they take Stewart from us? Fucking funnest rider to watch of all time. Fuck the FIM. Shut him down. Bullshit. Took Tickle down. Bullshit. Took down fucking Christian Craig. Come on, dude. He's like the coolest fucking... Family man, badass dude ever. Now we got the bullshit telling us what to fucking do with our motocross. What is this fucking Nazi Germany? I love this guy right Fuck here. Them, dude. Let's start protesting every motherfucking motocross race from here on out. Get rid of the FIM, the AMA motherfuckers. Get the FIM out of here. Our country, our rules. They can fuck off. That's the race tech round of the night. He was mad. That was a rant. <laughs> he, was he was angry. Fired up. He was. Mad. You know you're mad when you just 
you go to curse word every time. Yeah. Like every sentence has an or, F-bomb. Or you just call the Pulp Show voicemail line. <laughs> you just, yeah. You're so angry. Like, what's the number? Yourself, right. Like mailing. Right, right, right. <laughs> no uh, other way to get the point across. Yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, I agree with a lot of what it. he said. I agree with a lot of what he said. JT, you and I, have ta- we've talked about this a ton. It's it's ridiculous. It, it's Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I, I feel as strongly as that gentleman. Right, right, right. Uh, Vortex Racing. That's the Race Tech round of the night. Thanks to Race Tech Comp. Get your motor suspension. Get your suspension dialed in, please. Get your bushings changed. Your suspension oil max. There's people out there still running stock oil on their production. Like, get Can't your do that. dude. Come Can't on. Can't do that. Gotta come get on. Changed. Just get the oil changed. You don't just need a revalve and all. Just, just get it changed. Get the fucking stock oil out of your bike. All right. What about the husky settings. Oh my god. <laughs> at the ra- at the at the summer camp. <laughs> Jesus. Race Tech suspension and motors, uh, please check them out. Pulp19 <laughs> is the code that you can save with the guys at Race Tech. Uh, absolutely uh, thank those guys for coming on board. That's the Race Tech round of the night. Uh, also, next up on the show, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Aaron Plessinger and Justin Barsha using Vortex uh, sprockets out there on their Monster Energy Yamaha. Vortex V3 bar, 29% stronger than the competition as well, everybody. Um, uh, so thanks to Vortex as well. If you me- email Jake at VortexRacing.com, mention Pulp MX, they will give you a deal on their bars, on their sprockets. Uh, fantastic company. They got the oversized bar. They got the 7 8 bar. Got the crossbarless bar, Bradshaw, that you first ran that blew everybody's minds back in like 90, whenever that Pro Taper came out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're like, where's the crossbar? Oh, yeah. It freaked me out. And even after that, I had to go back to crossbar years later. And then now it's like, it's weird. Yeah, it's super weird. But uh, Vortex Racing's got you covered with all things handlebars. Thanks to them. They're they're pleased and proud to bring you our next guest on the night. Uh, He's factory Honda rider and made a big announcement a couple weeks ago. Cole Seeley. What's up, Cole? How are you, man? What's going on, guys? Not much. We got Bradshaw in studio. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, who's that? No, come on, Seely, you know Bradshaw is. Come on, you. you oh hell yeah! Yeah, you're a student do. of the sport, right? I guarantee you, yeah. some riders yeah. don't, but but Cole would know. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. I was in, I was '90s kid, so I know what's up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, hey, thanks yep. for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, wow, you kind of surprised a lot of us. Um, you know, you're still there. Yeah, I, I feel like you, of all people, like you kind of know what's up, right? You knew it was coming. Well, no, uh, I did. But even like, so when I heard the news that from people close to you that you were thinking about it, I was surprised back then. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, really? Right. Like, like you're still very competitive. Uh, you didn't have the year you wanted last year or this year, uh, but you decided to hang it up. Um, I guess take us through that decision a little bit if you can. Yeah, I mean, it, it was really just, I mean, mentally I just wasn't as willing, I guess, to um, – you know, to put myself on the line and, and take the risk that I had been taking the past few years. And, and like, you know, 2018, I was going to do anything to win. You know, I was mm-hmm. going to, you know, put myself in any kind of position, do any kind of jump. And, you know, I wanted to win. And this. Oh, we lost you. Man down. Man down. No. Well, huh. see if we can get him back on the line. Uh, Marks, thank you. Get Cole Pasulia. Was little, I was thinking about you, Damon. Ninety-three. I mean, with some of the things he was saying, what oh, you, you can relate to a absolutely, little bit, right? Yeah. Like you lost a Supercross title in ninety-two. You're still one of the best riders in the world. Ninety-three comes out. You win a few races. Uh, went outdoors. Um, yeah, you had ACL surgery in ninety-two. Yeah, uh, right after the Coliseum. Yeah, I yeah. had to go have yeah. reconstructive surgery. Yeah, and uh, five months or something. Off. So all right, we'll get Cole back here on the line. Uh, all right, you're back, Cole. Uh, I'm so, back. No, you know, 2018, you were saying you were just willing to jump anything, do anything to win. 
yeah, yeah. And this year, I mean, even on track walk, when I go, you know, I go check out the track, I'd be like, oh, you know, like guys might be jumping this tonight, but I, I'm not going to do it. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's you know, it's pretty incredible how far you can jump on a 450 nowadays, right out of a turn or in the middle of a rhythm section. And I don't know, I just kind of knew that, like, seeing that side of me, you know, mm-hmm. of, like being a little bit conservative uh, with things. And I, I've never wanted to be the guy that just went out and and race to get 10th, you know, like I wanted to be the guy that was like, I, I had clawed my way up from being a privateer yeah. to signing to a, a satellite team to being a factory rider. And I didn't want to like stop that, you know, when, as soon as I you know, felt that need to, to be up front was gone. Like I didn't want to just collect the paycheck and, and sit back and, and get 10th. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that wasn't, that wasn't me. So I've, I've always been the kind of guy that's never content. So I, you know, always want more, but uh, I finally kind of felt content. So you know, yeah. I felt like the competitive side of me was dying out a little bit. And, um, yeah, I could have made it another year or two, and, and yeah. like I said before, collect the paycheck and get tenth. But that's just uh, not who I am. Um, yeah, that's crazy. It, it, well, I think it says a lot for your character that you don't want to do that because you could easily have done that. You know, you, you even yeah. if you, even if Honda didn't want to bring you back, there's certainly many rides that you could have gotten. You know, and, and yeah, I mean that was yep. definitely on the table too with Honda with uh, another team, and I just like I, yeah, like I yep. said, I just didn't want to just get paid to to cruise around. Right. Um, when did that? When did you start thinking that? Sometime during Supercross, as you said. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say I'd say like around March. I remember it was my birthday right after Daytona, and that's when I really started feeling that way, like mm-hmm. March 10th around then, and then um, shortly after that, I was racing i, I kind of like was sitting on it a little bit like kind of told a couple people in my inner circle mm-hmm. i still talked to rich rich simmons my yep. longtime mechanic um and kind of ran it by him and see how he felt about it but i remember i raced I, I was in a heat race and i i had just beat um eli tomac and and cooper webb got third and you know those are the guys going for the for the title and i felt good to cross the finish line in front of those guys but at the same time I remember before I even got to the podium interview, I was like, that didn't do it for me, you know? Like, Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I just, I just, you know, there was, I don't know, I'd rather go home and chill out right now, <laughs> as lame as that sounds. Um, yeah. I just, it, the fight just wasn't there anymore. Um, I still, I love riding. I still love being on two wheels. I will till the day I die, but yep. it just, the, the urgency to, to win and be the best um, had kind of gone away with me when I had that injury in Tampa last year. Yeah, I don't think people realized, and myself included, because I, I was talking to, I don't know who, maybe it was, maybe it was Jordan or maybe it was Gothic, somebody there, and I mean, your injury at Tampa was was damn scary and damn serious, you know. Like, I don't know if yeah, we all realize that. Yeah, I mean, shoot, I mean, the bike hit me so hard that it broke a piece in my back, you know, and it hit me in the front. So yeah, I kept, I kept the for the first three months at least after the injury i just kept thinking to myself man like what if it hit me higher you know what if it got my spine or what if it got my spinal cord and Mm -hmm. i would have given back everything that i've ever got from the sport to you know to be in a different position so that kind of ate away at me for a long time um you know that just like i said that fear of like really putting my myself on the line every weekend really kind of ate away at me and and that's fine like that's fine like you you mature and you grow like Mm -hmm. i'm almost 30 now and that's you know that's the type of thinking that i have nowadays and, and yeah. that's um i don't know the timing just that's how it worked out damon you can it was we we're talking about when, with cole you can kind of relate your 93 season when you hung it up it was a shock to the sport i mean all of us were like what he's retiring 
Can you relate to something that Cole's oh, saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Just about everything that he just said was <laughs> the same things that I was feeling. Other than having the injury like he did and having that kind of in yeah. the back of your mind, I just lost um, the want to be there again, and I was the same way. I wasn't. I could have sandbagged for another couple of years. I mean, I still had four years, I think, left on my contract. Yeah. And so everybody's like, well, why didn't you do that? Again, you're not that yeah. person. Um, but I also lost that confidence, like where he was saying um, – you know, if it meant jumping this tonight to win or yep. to do whatever, I, I'm just, just not going to be me tonight. Yeah. And I lost that confidence of <clears throat> battling into the first turn and jumping the jumps in a pack and surrounded by other guys. And mm-hmm. I just knew that I had lost that. And I didn't know what was going to bring it back at the time. Yeah. And fortunately, right. I mean, with Yamaha, they, you know, we walked in, we had the big table meeting literally by myself yep. with all the Japanese guys. And they're like, what do you want to do? You know, what? We want to keep you here. What do you want to do? Tell yep. us what you want to do. Yep. And I'm like, I need to just get away. So I think some different feelings, yeah. but, yeah. oh, man, very similar. Yeah, you like, didn't ride, right, Damon? Where You didn't ride a dirt bike after that for nope. a while. Right. Nope. Where, Cole, you're you're still love riding. You're still into the dirt bike riding itself. We saw you with your project yeah. bikes and everything, right? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I mean, like I, I mentioned this before in another interview, like my favorite part of my day of going practicing was the 15 or 20 minutes that I was warming up where I didn't have a schedule. I could just go throw whips or mm-hmm. rail turns that, you know, not under a stopwatch and I was just having fun. So, I mean, I, I love riding. I, I you know, I, that's all I think about, but racing is a whole different, you know, it's a whole different beast. So, um, yeah. And, and like what Damon was saying, like you almost feel selfish in a way. Like <laughs> you're like, you're like, okay, I'm not willing to, to put my, life or my livelihood on the line tonight and you almost feel selfish because like you're so used to that you know like oh, i'm gonna make my sponsors happy because i'm doing this jump and i got that whole shot and yeah. you know it, it's like you you know because you're definitely doing it for yourself but you also like get that gratification of like you know making the the teams and the, and the sponsors happy but right. yeah this year i was just like man i gotta be selfish i gotta you know if this is like gonna make me happy and this is gonna you know yeah i don't want to put it on the line then that's that's how, how it's going to be tonight right um how's the injury now how are you doing now when you when can you get back on a bike to to do something it's been good um had a lot of i so i'm at like uh eight weeks right now or eight or nine weeks mm-hmm. so i've had two or three of of actually being able to rehab it it's good i mean i'm starting to get a lot of the range of motion back a lot of the strength back so mm-hmm. uh, i'm fortunate enough to live a mile from Dr. G's office. If you're in the industry, everyone knows who Dr. G is. Yeah. Um, actually, when I had my pelvis injury last year, I was in a wheelchair for two months. And I, <laughs> my dad came over and built me some ramps so I could ride, rent an electric scooter and it'd ride <laughs> out of my house every day. Yeah, yeah. Throw the AirPods on, listen to music, and ride to Dr. G's office. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's been he's been a huge help in in every injury I've had. But yeah, yeah, it's it's good. I'm I'm excited. I only have like a month from when I can ride till. I go line up for straight rhythm, mm-hmm. but again, it's like kind of under my own deal, so it's kind of a low pressure uh, situation for me, right? And an opportunity to build another bike, which I'm super excited about. Yeah, um, and yeah, do you, it's cool. Do you see yourself? You, you mentioned straight rhythm. Do you see yourself doing a Geneva or doing straight rhythm or doing a Monster Cup or stuff something like that on your own program or, or not you, a Monster Cup? But no. yeah, overseas stuff has has always been. Especially, I don't know. I, I didn't start doing overseas stuff really till like two years ago. So yep. that type of thing right. really interests me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, getting to go explore the world and and now not being so close to you know the season, quote unquote. But yep, yep. 
I'll be actually be able to, I could go for, go race and then stay a week, you know, like I don't have to be pinned down by my training schedule or anything like that. So right. just a low pressure, low pressure type things that definitely still interests me. But, yep. um, I don't know. It all kind of depends on what, what, uh, opportunities present themselves kind yeah. of thing. You know what the, the it's, it's awesome that you're, you're very content. You sound like you're very happy with your decision and everything else. Uh, the only bummer thing Cole is like you went out on an injury, right? Like we didn't see you. We, we saw you, yeah. you know, and then like, you're now you're done. And it's like, I don't know. I, I just, for me looking at your career or anybody's career, Damon or Jace, JT or anybody, you know, you want to go out with their last race kind of, you know, but yeah, I guess, it, for, I guess whatever. I know. Yeah. That, that was a really, I, I, when I crashed in Florida, so I actually flew to Florida on a Monday. Okay. I planned to spend three months there at training with, with all my, you know, yeah. all my friends out there, Adam and Chase and Kenny. And I flew there on a Monday. It crashed on a Tuesday and flew home on a Wednesday. So yeah. it was like bang, yeah. bang, bang. And and when I crashed, I was literally laying there. I hadn't even gotten up yet. I was like, this is it. Like, oh, really? I'm never, yeah. I'm never racing professionally ever again. Like, this sucks. Like, uh, but then again, I didn't want, like, I've mentioned this in other interviews too. Like, I really didn't want, like, people to think that I didn't care. Like, that's, you know, oh, I'm yeah. retiring. I don't care about my results anymore. That's, like, the farthest thing from the truth. You know, yeah. I still had a job. Even though, yeah, that's kind of lingering in the back of my mind, like, this is my last season. Mm-hmm. I still, like, I still want to do good. Hence the reason I moved my whole program to Florida for the summer. And Right. Yeah, right. but it, it, it does suck to, to go out and not, like, being able to announce it and then really soak it all in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's just a little bit of a bummer of the whole situation. But again, you you had a fantastic career, and and so you know it, it's not all going to be roses. Seven zero two five eight six Pulp. You got a question for Cole Seely? We got Zach on four. Zach, what's going on? You want to talk to Cole Seely? Yeah, what's happening, man? Cole, I just want to congratulate you, congratulate you, dude, on a badass career. Um, I met you way back when you were racing Bishop Arena Cross. Uh, Larry oh, Nastin nice. introduced me and my sister to you um, one night when you were up there, and and I remember you coming out for practice and just absolutely destroying the track, and we were all just amazed at how fast you were. Um, and Larry was telling us about how you were going pro that that next year and riding for Suzuki City and stuff. And um, you know, I, I if I remember correctly that night, I wanted to ask you: Did you have like drift graphics? or drift car graphics on your bike or NASCAR graphics or something, <laughs> something uh, like that? Yeah. I had, um, I had Days of Thunder, Cole Trickle graphics. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I remember the, the Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have, to, I have full Goodyear tire arch stickers on my fenders. And, oh, that's pretty, yeah, that's actually pretty sweet. 51. Yeah, it's uh, a little tribute to Cole Trickle. Right, right. But, yeah, yeah dude, I that was, that stuff. That was badass, to, to for up. sure. I remember yeah, that. that was fun. Uh, thanks, Zach. Thanks for calling in, man. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the memories, Cole. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah. Hey, by the way, Cole, better movie, Days of Thunder or Top oh, Gun? Boy. Here we go. Ooh, we're going racing. We're going Days of Thunder. Yeah, See, Days of a, Thunder. That's not a what? fair question. It's not a question. What's better movie? That's not a fair question. Not, not to a guy named Cole who had Days of Thunder graphics on his bike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. Seems a little lopsided. <laughs> Damon, what? Damon, going what? Top Gun. Yeah. You're going Top Gun. I'm going Top Gun. That was my. How do you feel now, buddy? Marks, better movie. Top Gun. You, you guys are assholes. You guys are assholes. Days of Thunder. I love, I love Top Gun. Better movie. The Need for Speed. Um, 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. We were inverted. You know, Cole, we <laughs> we foreign were, relations. We were uh, we were talking about. Uh, um, or I put this on my social media. Like, you had such an uh, an unheralded amateur career. Nobody was talking about you as this rider that could do some damage. And like you mentioned earlier in this interview, like you really clawed yourself up. You won two fifty Supercrosses. You won four fifty Supercross. You podium nationals, top three in the championships. Like, when it's all said and done. I mean, I think you've had a fantastic career, and you should be so stoked with everything. And, and so, I mean, are you? Like, you're happy with all you've done? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, 2009, my rookie year on 250s was really, like, kind of just, like, you know, I'd spent all that time in the amateur ranks. Like, why not just see what happens in the pro ranks, you know? And yeah. everything everything beyond that was just a bonus. Like, <laughs> yeah. going, you know, like, it really, I don't know, I made half the mains that year, and, really wasn't anybody um opened a couple eyes but and then i got the opportunity to go ride for troy lee uh the lucas oil honda team and that was where i was like all right i got this opportunity anybody who tells me anything this year i'm gonna listen to and i'm just gonna be mm -hmm. a sponge and really just absorb everything um and i was like super gifted to to be able to like work with you know will Hahn as my teammate and have him guide me and then uh david pingree and my my mechanic rich who ended up being my mechanic for nine years of my career so that that was really the year that that um set everything off for me was, yeah. was my 2010 season my first year on the troy design team i think i think that 09 season mate i want to say it was san francisco was the first yeah. time i was like yeah this guy's good i'm like who is this guy yeah, yeah, yeah. like holy crap this <laughs> he, guy he got ride. really tired yeah. that guy got really tired i don't even care <laughs> I, was, I mean yes i did get tired but i got i was sick that whole week oh were you yeah that. yeah but i was yeah, hurt i mean i wasn't I mean, yeah i didn't enough. i didn't yeah. really train at the time either but right right I was sick the whole week said enough but yeah that was like the race where I, like i think the heat race i i got third behind uh i don't brayton and somebody else and then i held off canard the whole time and then i ran second for like a good majority of the man it was kind of one of those things where it was like like kind of coming out of left field to everyone. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. And JT, it's a terrific career from, you know, from nobody would have predicted Cole would have done all the things that he did. Like well, you don't see many guys go to, I mean, I think most people would still consider factory Honda to be the pinnacle of yeah. racing yeah. to come, like you said, unheralded yeah. to steadily climb to that is pretty impressive. I know for me trying to hopefully ever get to that point and I failed, you know, I could never get to that. It's super impressive to yeah. know how hard that had to be. So, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. It's, 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 it's remarkable really. So for you, uh, we've seen you do the project bikes. We've seen you do the, uh, the off-road bikes and everything else. You're going to keep doing that kind of stuff. Do you want to keep doing it? Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, I had so much fun doing the, the 450 L and, yeah, the the 250 that came along actually after I'd already kind of known that I was going to retire. Uh -huh. That that bike was um, I don't know. I know all the purists were going to be super excited about me building a two stroke. Um, and yeah, I, that's something that I want to carry into the future. And if I can make right. make that into my job, I'd be stoked. Right. Um, yeah, I, like the the cool thing that like with the 252, like I feel like some of the parts that I'm getting for it and the kind of the experience that I'm going to get with it, a lot of people won't be able to, you know, have that as their self so they can kind of live vicariously through me and, sure. you know, like, Oh, I'm going to go get, like, I got a, an engine on hold right now that I'm like, people are going to trip out when they see this thing. And then the end goal is like, I get to go race it, you know, yeah. where a lot of people would love to go race it at straight rhythm. Um, so that there's kind of a storyline to follow 
and the guys over at Red Bull, even though I'm a health aid guy, like the guys over at Red Bull have been super supportive and kind of helped me build that into something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to continue that. I want to, there's definitely, I have some, some uh, bikes on my mind that yeah. I want to, I want to build another one before the year end. And then I have like five, <laughs> I really want to like check out for yeah. next year. And, and uh, like I said, kind of take people along for the ride and, yeah and uh, experience it through me yeah that's awesome for sure i have an 89 cr 125 here that's mint you should come come get it and ride it just do a video with it i want to <laughs> see down. you ride it um that's the cool thing about like the day and age that we're in though like you know a lot of ex-pros don't didn't have social media to to fall back on i guess you know like i yeah. kind of built myself on social media to where i can possibly make that into my next career so uh, I'm gonna take advantage of that if I can. Yeah. Uh, have you talked to Honda? I imagine about being some sort of ambassador, right, for him, or hopefully, or test rider even, or anything like that. I mean, is it any chance? Not of... yet. Yeah. It's, so, it's so fresh right now. Right. Like it's really only been a, like a month, maybe a month and a half since I told them about you know retiring. Yep. Um, but Troy Lee, like as soon as I told him, he's like, "Dude, anything you do next, let us know. We're a hundred percent behind you." Yep. So that was really cool to hear from Troy and and all the guys over there. Yep. Um. I've actually already got some things in motion with them. Oh, cool. It's uh, exciting, for sure. Uh, and our big part of our show is btosports.com, and I know uh, your connections over there are strong, so uh, BTO Sports are, guys are, are on board with your program a little bit too, I see. Yeah, they're uh, yeah. they're actually sponsoring the new build, the, the 250 build. They give me a parts budget and a, and a little bit uh, of financial help to, to nice. kind of get me to the race, so that was, that was cool. Like, literally, like, I don't even think I had sent it out the world yet that i was retiring and they were already already behind me so yeah yeah they've been a, a huge support BTO... and they're 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 805 locals too they're, they're yeah. like i'm you're yeah. right Clark. <laughs> well listen i'm 805 too bro don't worry about it i'm sort of yeah 805. never changed that kind of kind of kind of 805 uh cole seely here on the uh, pulp mech show brought to you by uh the folks at vortex racing and of course the B- folks at btosports.com we got alex on one alex you want to talk to cole seely hey cole yeah it's alex um from new jersey so, congrats on the great career. Um, so, I've seen stuff Thank you. on your Instagram Thank you very much. about you riding BMX. Do you come from a BMX background? Um, kind of. I, I used to race when I was really little, like re- like four. <laughs> and uh, I don't even really remember it back then, but I've always kind of kept that um, skill set like in my back pocket, just like where I grew up, there wasn't a lot of tracks and there wasn't a lot of days ago riding, so I would always just ride BMX on the side. I definitely think it helped me in my, my motocross career. So, yeah, that's that's actually that's one of the things that I wish I would have done more in my supercross career. I think it would have helped a little bit more. But, yeah, I, I still have a, a huge love for the BMX world. Yeah, definitely. That's kind of where I came from, and then I moved over to motocross later in life. Um, uh, cool. Awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, I think we lost them there a little bit. Um, yeah, it, I'm excited to see what's next for you, for sure, Cole. Like, you'll be around. You're not going to disappear. You're going to ride bikes. You're going to do some weird stuff, like racing-wise and dirt bike-wise. And it's it, it'll be cool. to It'll be interesting to see. And then I want to touch base with you at Anaheim 1 because, uh, JT, I've talked to you when Anaheim 1 came around. I've talked to other racers that have hung it up, and they're in the stands. And it's fucking weird. It's hard. Right? It's hard. It's hard, yeah. yeah. I've, every guy I've talked to, uh, Shorty, Shorty's yeah. like, that's yeah. weird. It's hard. Yeah. It, it it's strange though because there is a a peacefulness to it. Yeah. But at the same time it's like man, I would really like the competitive side of you yeah. gets going but then 
it's also like I, I really did enjoy waking up on Saturday mornings and not feeling nervous. Yeah. Like I'm going to have an awesome day. Yeah. I'm going to go watch the race. Right. And nothing like I'm not going to get hurt today. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. There's, there's no, are slim. There's no <laughs> risk. Like, I'll, be, I'll be fine all morning till 7 p.m. rolls around. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it'll be interesting to see. Damon, did you go to any races in your retirement? You were off for a year and a half. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Not not till right before I started coming back. But oh, you did go to one before High, high Point ninety five. Yeah, I honestly, I don't yeah. remember. But right. you know, it's like he was saying. I, I think then. Uh, you know what? I think I did because I remember it being hard and still being competitive and almost racing the race, sitting in the stands. Yep. But now, yep. it's awesome to sit in the stands. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's just like that's, just like he said, how, man. That's how I felt like I was gonna feel this year had I not come back last year. Because like last year there was a big. There's a big, uh, you know, gap where I was like, I'm not coming back. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm done. And that was, if I had done, stuck it out and, and really hung it up last year, like at that point it was because of an injury and it was, I felt like I was quitting. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, like, had that happened and then I see who's winning and who's doing good, it would have killed me. You know? So, this year, like, having that question answered, you know, like, okay, like, these guys are really fast. Like, I tried to come back and it didn't work. Like, I think that I can find peace in, so mm-hmm. yeah. that helps a little bit. Right. Yeah, Damon, Anaheim, 94, and you're sitting in North Carolina, and it's like, I should be out there. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, I don't even, to be honest, I don't even think I thought about it. Yeah. I think I want it to be so, you know, so far away, but at least at that time, you still feel like you're competitive with that group, and you have yeah. a chance, and you can kind of quarterback it from the stands to where now, yeah. there's not yeah, that. Yeah, now, now you're like. Right, <laughs> it's just enjoyable to watch it and, yeah. and see you know, competitiveness, yep. but I, I enjoy going and sitting and watching the races and I never thought I would like to do that. You thought, you know, you thought you wouldn't do it. I yeah. just, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I mean, I knew I would still ride after a period of time or yeah. whatnot. And, yeah. and I think, uh, Cole will probably, you know, and, and again, you didn't do that farewell retirement tour like some guys did in my time, but you can still go to the races and visit with your fans yeah. and they will all greatly appreciate that. And it sounds like with what he's going to do, yeah. that can be helpful f- for that as well. Yeah, it'd be great if you could stay in the Honda family, Cole and Troy Lee and all that, and just, you know, still be around, which sounds like you will. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I've always tried to keep a, a pretty good relationship with any sponsor I've ever dealt with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, which is not, not because I'm like, oh, I'm going to retire someday. I'd love to work with these people. It's just because I really do truly like the people I work with. Yep. Everybody at Honda, everybody at Troy Lee. Yeah. Even companies I don't work with anymore, like GoPro and Red Bull, you know, yeah. I, I still have kept a good relationship. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll, there, I'll be around for sure. There's no, there's no Cole Seely's a dick stories around the pits. There really isn't. You know what I mean? Like, like everybody's like, yeah, yeah he's cool, man. I worked with him. He's a cool guy. Like, yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, I think you've treated people well. You know, on, on and off the track. You know, so. Um, yeah, yeah, I've tried to. Um, well, hey, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for being you. Thank you for being unique to the media over the years. Thank you for, you know, thinking about the question and giving a good answer. Like I always, always uh, thought yeah, that was, no I always thought that was so different about you. Like, you're just one of those rare guys that would think outside the box and tell you something different and give you an honest thought. You know what I mean? Like, not every, not every racer's like that. So I always appreciated that when interviewing you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I've tried not to be too black and white with everything. No, I, I think yeah. I have a little, little bit different perspective. Yep. Uh, kind of coming from where I came from. So yeah, try and voice that every, whenever I can. But sure. yeah, thank you guys. Thanks. Thanks for everything over the years. I'm sure we'll, we'll – I know we'll stay in touch. Yeah. And well, well, I know I'll, I'll have some something pop up in your guys' radar and want to talk to you about it. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you for, 
for everything over there. I know we didn't start off on the greatest foot. Maybe, right, but right, yeah. Well, yeah. We've, uh, we've grown past it, so it's, it's good. <laughs> yeah, we're good, I'm, man. I'm happy. I, I appreciate it. You had a fantastic career. I applaud the decision to hang up, hang it up when you when you could keep riding, but you know you know you don't want to. And, and yeah, man, we will see you down the road, I'm sure. Thanks for the time, Cole. Yeah, I'll see you, I'll actually see you guys in Indiana. So okay. We'll, oh. uh, We'll catch up there. Sounds good. Thanks, Cole. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right, later, guys. See ya. That's Cole Seal, everybody. Brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Um, yeah, I mean, fantastic career. Do One... you feel like Cole had more outside interests than maybe any factory rider you can think Ooh. of? Probably, right? Yeah, like drifting, drifting and all kinds of – he was just he was into yeah. lots of other things. Yes, yes. Do you, do you think it helped or hurt him or was neutral? Dude, with, the, with his lack of amateur – star wins and everything else mm-hmm. like i feel like he maxed out right like i mean he had oh yeah he wasn't picked I to do what shocked. he did yeah, yeah yeah so i don't think those things held him back i think he still achieved yeah. as much as he could possibly achieve. i was always you know? curious because i i still believe to be the best you can be in the sport you have to be yes very single baker guy <laughs> yeah right I, it's just how it works and he didn't he worked hard he didn't get really tired yeah right so there's no way to fake fitness yep um, but he was never that guy where he's just like, I'm going to ride my motos yeah, no, and no. I'm going to ride my bicycle and I'm not thinking about anything else, no, period. No. Like that's all there is in my life. He yep. was not that guy. Yep. He did it a different way, which is cool. Yep. I couldn't do it that way. I had to be, and I wasn't even very good, but I had to be all I was doing yep. all the time. And that's what you see most guys doing now. He yep. just, he was, Kenny, he's Kenny's kind of the opposite of that. Kenny's like Cole a little bit. Yeah. He's probably Kenny, in between. Kenny's a little, he's Kenny he's would be in between the, Cole and an Alden guy. But I think Kenny... I'm I'm conflicted because I think Kenny is being forced by his uh, ailments to do that right now. I think when he was he's at his best, that guy trains his yeah. ass off. Yeah, and maybe he doesn't he w- eats what he wants and does what he wants, but he will go for a ten mile run and then he'd just moto down all yeah. day long. But he would kind of beat march the beat of his own drum a little bit. Yeah, I didn't see him going out and drifting cars and doing all these other way off the radar things that Cole is into. I'm just talking, like, you see him, like, post about, like, going surfing and stuff like pull that. Your, like, pull your mic closer, please. Thank you. Sorry, I pushed it away. Yeah. Okay, pull, he, it, pull it closer. Thank you. All right, there you go. Why are you so mean to me? I'm today? not. I'm simply asking you. Wow. Right. Um, you see him go, like, surfing and do some of those other things, partially maybe because of the ailment or whatever, but I, I he was doing some of that stuff before the ailment would develop, yeah. but I, maybe it's more so less of, like, other interests versus just – getting a break from the daily yeah. grind. Well, maybe you know? it's just maybe, and maybe I mean more uh, activities that we haven't ever seen any other factory rider doing. Yeah. I've never seen yeah. riders yeah. be into drifting cars or but he just, yeah. and it's awesome. I right. love to see the variety. Right. It's just a, he was a very unique character He's, and, and Pinger used to make note of yeah. that all the time when he was his team manager, he yeah. would say, this is, Cole's different. Like you can't just hammer him into the ground yep. or he's going to lose interest. Yep. Like you've got to let him go do some other stuff too. Right. When it's time to work, we're going to work, but he likes to do other stuff. And if you don't allow that, you're going to burn him out and he's, yep. he's going to be over it. How much Damon, 1992 Damon, 1991 Damon, how much How much did you grind, bicycle, run, all that stuff? How much was it back um, then? There was times that it was more than others for sure, but yeah. I mean, I, I had other interests. Did you? I, yeah. I felt like I had to have that to break it up a little bit. I needed to enjoy what I was doing or you went on a lake or like whatever, like stuff like yeah, that. I yeah. I mean, I had interest of it was at parents farm, whether it was horses or, or going on the lake and going yep. skiing. And, but, um, 
I think you have to do that. But then again, when it comes time to work, you got to yeah. go to work. Yeah. You know. Did and, you run? Did you bicycle? What did you like um, more? Did 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 it all? Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. bicycle running. And again, I had to switch it up because again, I wanted to keep the training as fun as I could. Yeah. So I may run today, or I may bicycle the next, yep. or go yeah. run stairs or whatever. Did, so did but, you work with a trainer? Did you ever work with a guy no. like Jeff Spencer or anybody? No, never did anything like that. Just no, I was just it, did it myself. Kind of like were you asking guys like, hey, what do you do? And then you kind of like Johnny or. Like would uh, you, you know, like so how, mechanics? Oh, mechanics! You okay, know, mechanics yep. and guys at sure. Yamaha. And yep, I would listen to everything and I would try it all because yep. I needed my training to be something different all the time yeah. for me to stay motivated to do it. I mean, if it was every day that the grind, 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 yep. I think I would have been burnt out sooner. And, yeah. and honestly, that's not what you know burned me out. It wasn't all of that, and and fortunately, yeah. it wasn't an injury. I think that's different when you retire because of an injury. I think it's really hard to accept that yep. even though arena cross when i did get hurt that was pretty much what it, what ended yeah. it for me but yeah. it was a different that God, was a were, different you career fire before you got hurt there it, finally you know yeah, it took yeah, a while to yeah. get there but uh, you know again it was like rj you know he he had to go away because of an injury yeah and yep. i think that was really tough yep. and so i think that's different for a rider when you're able to just make the choice you know what yep. i'm not happy being here i'm not going to continue to yeah. to take somebody's paycheck i'm i'm uh I, look, i'm a fan of the old guys like anybody else right i mean I, I live it i love it i love the fact that you guys i just i can't wrap my head around the guys today okay who train as hard as they do and everything else and like omera and ward literally would do triathlons before the weekend or on a sunday after the race and I cannot, and you know, they weren't as advanced. They didn't know as much back then. This is even before your time. This is the mid '80s. You know what I mean? And I'm always like, like, really? They did that, and they raced, and then no Epstein, no Epstein Bar, wow. no anything. Ward, Wardy tells a story where he rode 90 straight days, and even if it was just getting on his bike and going doing starts before a flight or when he landed from a flight from the race, whatever it was, he said he got fanatical about getting on a motorcycle. For 90-something straight days, he did this. 93 and, days in a row. Right, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And he said it got to the point where he just had to get on a motorcycle. It was just like this little game he was playing. And nowadays, we have guys with Epstein Bar, and we got... I mean, we're smarter now about uh, uh, athletic and training. We're I, smarter. I but. do think uh, some of these guys that are in... Justin Brayton's one of them. Justin Barsha's one of them. They're doing these Wednesday night mountain bike races and yeah. stuff. I think it's. I think it's wrong. Yeah. That's my personal yeah. opinion. They can yeah. tell me I'm an idiot yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. better than I right. ever was. And I'd be like, yep, you're right. But in my personal opinion, going and maxing out, like blowing yourself up on a Wednesday night in the middle of a race week and yeah. going way into the red zone and racing, is but, r- it's not okay, the but, right but, move to me. But you look at Wardy and Johnny Owen, the things that they did, and then they, perfor- they won races. I'm, you I'm know just what telling I mean? you my personal I know, experience. I know. I can't figure that out. Yeah, I think in the middle of the season – the end-all, be-all goal of everything you're doing during the week should be to be your strongest on Saturday. Like, yeah. That's all you should do. If you're, yeah. you ruin yourself on – especially the hot weekends, you ruin yourself on a Saturday. Yeah. Everything that week should be – I need to make sure that the following Saturday, mm-hmm. I am my absolute strongest and best. Otherwise, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, yeah. If, you're, if you're killing yourself on Wednesday and Thursday and you're like, damn, I'm, I'm not my best on Saturday, what's the point? What's the point? Yeah. Like you were great on Wednesday. Who cares? Right. And that's what that was my point with Chase Sexton this year yeah. is, you're just crushing it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Awesome. That does you no good. Yeah. Like you need to be your best, your best, yeah. best, best on I, Saturday. That's all that matters. That's why I they just, pay the points and the money. I mean, maybe it's one of those things where you walk uphill to school both ways as you get older, but you look at Orsho and Wardy and what they were doing was insane. But maybe they could have been better. I think there was a time, and there definitely you can do too much. 
Yeah, for sure. And I think yeah. you're exactly right of figuring out your body. And obviously, these guys are way smarter yeah. now than we were of figuring yeah. out how to peak out on Saturday night yeah. at 10 o'clock. Yeah. I mean, I know I tried to do that. I mean, you're adjusting everything. And hell, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. you were listening to, to yeah. everybody. Right. And, you know, RJ, I, I know at one time, his was like, I'm just going to ride the motorcycle. Yeah. So I kind of took that. It's like, okay, I'm just going to ride the motorcycle. Right. Again, I guess your chances of getting hurt are greater or whatever, but mm -hmm. that's what I did is I trained myself to ride the motorcycle. How can I peak out at 10 o'clock at night and then went outdoors? Even though we had two split seasons, it yeah. was hard to do that. Yep. You train right. differently. But I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think the guys are so thinly spread, and maybe that's what's brought on some of these the, other these sicknesses. Stuff, yeah. yeah, I yeah. mean, with food and what they're eating. I mean, I know back then I wasn't super strict of eating. Yep. But, I mean, you know, the years that I was training with Lunas, it was – it was Nazi time. Was it really? You know? yeah, 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 yeah. And he was really good at that, but there were still times where I got to eat what I wanted to eat. Yeah, you know? I trained bonus. pretty hard. Like I, if it, Tortelli was like, "Hey, we're gonna," you know, that yeah. when I was with him, it was we're running at seven. Be here at seven. We're gonna run five miles on this trail run. So that meant I had to get up at six. Yeah. And it was every day, and then we would do motos, and then we'd finish motos, then we'd go to the gym and do core work, and it was that was every yeah. day, every yeah. Yeah. day. Yeah. Didn't matter if it was Sunday, didn't matter if it was Tuesday, didn't matter if it was Thursday. We're doing it. Yeah. I did that for years, whether it was Timmy, Chad, Tortelli, whoever. Yeah. We were doing it. I didn't get Epstein Bar until I stopped racing. I was done racing, so living in Idaho, yeah, and I, I got Epstein Bar again. So who the hell knows? Yeah, Wardy and O'Mara. They sounded like they were <laughs> insane with training. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, how, how did you guys do that? I've never seen anybody as fit as Stan was. Never. Yeah. <clears throat> never. Like, I mean, okay, yeah, you go to an Ironman triathlon. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But, yeah, right, but right, right. racing-wise, fittest. I mean, Johnny O was doing yeah. full race, mountain bike racing and everything, you know what I mean? And then racing on the weekends. Yeah. And, like, you're just like, what? I think there was time there in the end, and I don't know if they would agree or not, but I think they were – I think you can get caught up in it, right? And I yeah. think those guys kind of did. Uh, and not in a negative way, yeah. but you just get to where – you almost can't do enough. Yeah, and yeah. I, I don't know if they would agree, but I think they're at times, and I know they were at the tail end of their career. I think right. they were just too thin when it come to race day. Yeah, maybe, right? But yeah. they were enjoying well, all that other stuff. Hey, Stanton will tell you, when he got with Jeff Spencer and he started being a vegetarian and he got really – remember Stanton in, like, 94? Um, yeah. yeah. The yeah, jersey's yeah, just weight. hanging off yeah. of him, dude. There's nothing to the guy anymore. Yeah. Yep. You know, and he'll tell you that was a bad idea, yeah. you know, because the farm boy, bigger guy that he was when oh, you he was were – way stronger, yeah. Yeah, well, way stronger, so – all right, going to commercial break, everybody. Our last one of the night. Max Steffens, Damon Bradshaw, Jason Thomas here in studio. We'll come back. We'll talk some 2020 fly stuff. We got the expert on goggle tear offs. We got the tweets at Travis segment. We got people taking headsets off when I haven't turned the, the mics off yet. We got lots of things going on. And um, you're welcome. Yeah, exactly. We'll be right back after this commercial break, everybody. <laughs> All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. 
flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. So Randy Richardson... Good guy. Means well. Great interview. But, oh my gosh, his voice is f***ing annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance. But I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure Tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 Tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP Class Tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS Tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Thanks for listening to the Pulp Mech Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one-of-a-kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website 
get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PulpNation to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is a code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, 
Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, GasGas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Our 2019 Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with the Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Welcome back, everybody. Pop Mesh Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. 
Damon fucking Bradshaw in studio. Jeff Stanton on the phone earlier. Cole Seeley was just on. Jason uh, Thomas and Max Steffens in studio. Uh, Damon, uh, during the commercial break, you uh, had to go uh, go to the bathroom. I did. Walk to the bathroom. Yeah, I, I relived the early nineties. Giant photo of you in the bathroom. Yeah, I stared at. Did a you second. soak it in? Well, then I stared at Wardy, and then I could see in the mirror of mine. I could see Stanton in the back, so I yeah, didn't stare at myself the whole time. Okay, all right, yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, that's that's where you just you stand there, you take pee, and you just look and you just look at yourself, you're just like that <laughs> fucking bad dude, fucking bad dude. So yeah, that's, that's, what, that's cool. what we do in our house. Don't get weirded out, please. No, no. Max is like weird. I like checking the, out. The other reason it's weird is because you walked in, shut the door, and you're like, "Oh, Bradshaw." Here that's, we go again. It's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's not really any point yeah. of that that's not awkward. Right, 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 right. right. Well, we, we got a photo we took earlier. We'll we'll post it on our Instagram on Pulp and Mech Show. Post so, it up. So stay tuned for that. Um, hey, so uh, 2020 fly stuff. I guess let's get into this first of all, Damon. Um, you're helping fly guys out WPS. Obviously, been up in Idaho helping them for a while. With, with them coming on for Supercross, you've been in outdoors last year, um, been around. Great company to be with, great company to work for. And, you know, we got the firepower chains and batteries, right? We got the gear stuff. Uh, you use their tires uh, on your gas gas, the, the branded tires. Like, w, you're all in on WPS and all their products. I am. I yeah. try to be everything that, I, that um, I use to be one of our products. The only one that I'm not is 100%. I yeah. fight with and Bob, how, yeah, with how Bob does that go? like that. All, oh, yeah. Believe me, all the time. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a fight, and he's always asking me, can, can you see through those? <laughs> so when I'm with Bevo, Bevo talks garbage about Bob, and then when I'm with Bob, Bob talks right, garbage right, about Bevo. Right. So Tell Bevo I said hi, by the way. He really likes me. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> right. A, yeah, I, for, I forgot about that. He's a big fan. Yeah. But uh, no, it's yeah. just, you know, it's one of those things where yeah. I was there for years and these guys are understanding about it. But no, I, I enjoy yep. using those products because a lot of people look at some of them as weekend warrior people. And then when they see me riding, they're like, ah, oh, if, if it works for you, it'll, yeah. it should work for me. And I'm like, yeah, it, right. it will. So I, I enjoy those conversations. Um, which which stuff do you like wearing the most? Do you have a particular line? I don't have a particular no. one. I just, I, and I don't order anything particular yeah. Max just kind he of literally he literally i just send him stuff yeah he just wears like it. like he here's some kinetic <laughs> yeah he here's some care. evo yeah here's but, whatever but the right. new but the new stuff i i i've always liked camo so yeah I, I, and i didn't get <laughs> yeah. that by the way on, on the ride day yeah, yeah. I, I wanted that but yeah. you gave me blue which is not my i didn't build your gear off for the ride day okay oh here we go which talk, is not my your, favorite color but papa <laughs> he did it god ah so yeah it's been interesting so max when you when you when you're at the races talking to dealers and reps and damon's there and kind of cool for the brand yeah the the dealers he uh i think when we first started with damon i think the dealers were kind of like damon damon bradshaw yeah like, yeah, they're yeah, like yeah, kinda, yeah they're like the, the damon bradshaw yeah. it took a little while but he does fantastic with the dealers and the consumers the people that the, the people that love him yeah. the fans that call into this show yeah you know they see him in the pits and like it's damon fucking bradshaw yeah yeah <laughs> you know well the, some of those fly racing pit shows that we do in supercross i mean the Guys are waiting for you to come off the stage. Like they're just sitting there, like, and they're all like older guys, right? Like obviously, like they're all of uh, us, and their their kids are sitting there, and they're always like, "That's Damon Bradshaw." The yeah, they like, talk about monster trucks, and then their kids right. talk about the moto. But right. no, it is a lot of fun. It's it's intimidating almost for me though at times because I was gone for so long and didn't pay attention to it, and now yep. I'm up there with you guys, and you're so knowledgeable, JT, and yourself, and 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 even about the gear. I mean, it's like we were just talking a little bit ago. I mean the the 2020 stuff's already out and they're yeah. already the other stuff's already done and it's like it's so hard to catch back up and be so knowledgeable about all of it because it's not just gear that i talk yeah. about i tr i want to 
I can't be great at any of it yep. if I can just be okay at a lot of our products because I want to be able to use it when I go into the dealer talking sure. to the guys yeah. about it. So it's hard for me, and I, I feel intimidated even like with JT, but that's what he does. That's his yeah. thing. And so yeah. I try to take a little bit of it and, and learn it, and then when I go in the dealers, I can yeah. talk about it all, you know, right, right. whether it's the tires or the chains or the gear or yep. um, the oil. I mean, yeah. I use maximum it's, oil. and so It's it's uh, it's a little bit of everything. Yeah, WPS, and it's all quality stuff. It's all great products. And and it's a different role for me now, and I, I use it a lot. It's the weekend warrior people. I mean, we know how – racers are right yeah. they want it for free I'm, I'm still i'm still one of those guys so i enjoy that part of my job is dealing and hanging with those weekend warrior people because they are the real people that go and buy products yeah yeah absolutely we've had great success on this show opening eyes to firepower products the batteries and the chains like i said i got some race teams using the batteries i've we've given away the chains that are people are like holy shit these things are great i'm like yeah like i've had it on my yamaha and, uh, you know, I've adjusted it one time. It works great. It's a heavy-duty quality chain. Like, the Firepower thing is a, is a WPS line that I think is like, hey, everybody, check this out. Like, this is this is a legit and, product. And, and, you know, you get the people that are brand-specific or whatever. Well, yeah. half the time, they really don't know. Yeah. And it's like, why not give it a chance? Yeah. Look at the price. Yeah. Look at what you get out of it. Yep. Give it a chance and try it and then make yep. your own opinion. Uh, you know, we got we got Michelin on the show. Obviously, Randy Richardson, a, a buddy of ours, of course, on the show. But, you know, one of the things you use is you use your tire line, Shinko, the WPS brand of tires. You, I do. You rock we, those. Yeah. yeah, we can go back to, to Randy. So I, I, I had never ran the Moose stuff. It was yeah. a heavy tube thing. Right. and. And, uh, you know, I use the Shinko. You know, Randy's going to get on both of us right now for talking about Shinko on the show, but it'll be it'll be good. Oh, well, yeah. and he should probably call in and finish the story. I'll yeah. probably screw it up. But <laughs> I called him and was asking him about the moose and stuff, yeah. and he obviously knew around Chico's. He goes, and I, I was looking for him to give me some freaking mooses. I wanted to try them. <laughs> He's like, no, you know where you can buy them. Go, go there. I'm not giving you, you know, and, he, yeah, and this yeah. was talking racer talk. Obviously, yeah, I yeah. was, actually, I was racing. I was doing some off-road stuff right. back in Carolina. He goes, I don't give you guys bullets to put in your gun. <laughs> he goes, so you can go buy them or figure it out yeah. yourself. But yeah. uh, Randyisms. No. There's yeah, so Randy-isms. many good yeah. Randyisms. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, JT, for 2020, uh, we talked to you a little bit about this. Uh, I'm excited about the Formula Graphics, the new Formula Graphics. Yep. I really like those. Um, Vector. The Vector? Vector Graphic. That's what it's called. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, accomplishing the goals that you wanted to do for 2020, uh, none of the new lines or anything like that, but just improvements, steady, small small improvements to each line. But you've been happy with the response so far? I have, yeah. And and really, it was uh, 2019 was crazy. Wait, honestly, too much. Yep. We changed everything. And um, that was just more happenstance. It wasn't a plan. But we had changes in protection. Uh, the Evo line completely changed. We had a brand-new formula helmet. Uh, I mean, it literally, like, you just go down the line. We yeah. had a brand-new FR5 boot. The Maverick boot was completely revamped. We had three new goggles. I mean, literally everything, yep. right? So for us, it was like, okay, everybody take a deep breath. The dealers are overwhelmed yeah. with rotating products out, closing old stuff out, getting new stuff in, restocking everything. Like, everybody just calm down for a second. We're going to make subtle improvements because we took these huge steps. And it was like, okay, well... We feel like ventilation could be a little better on this. This stretch panel could be a touch better. Um, so it was small yeah. stuff. It wasn't this massive overhaul of the whole line for 20. Um, and that was on purpose. It was to not completely outdate all the dealer inventory yeah. for, on one hand. Uh, and then it was also just to you know, make subtle improvements on these fundamental changes we'd made in 19. Yep. Um, so, yeah, and we're going to – we have for 21 and 22 some big – change is coming again mm-hmm. but you can't just change everything year after year after yeah. year there's no continuity you know there's no 
there's no way to continue to build upon a yep. platform if you just change everything year, year after year. So for 20, I feel like it was uh, refinement more than concept change, yeah. if that makes sense. Uh, we're a year – are we a year and a half into the formula thing? Yeah. Uh, February yeah. of this year. No, so, no, no, no. just not even. Not even six months, okay. seven months. I don't know what I was thinking. Okay, so we're, we're not even into the year into this formula thing. Mm-hmm. A huge investment by you guys into yeah. R&D. Uh, I did the podcast with yourself, Kiefer, and Dr. Dan uh, about the technology behind the helmet, the Rion, and the, the cone head stuff and everything else. And the price is high on the helmet, but we talked about what you get. Yeah. And it's a it's a state-of-the-art helmet. But how's the sales been? Like, how are people react? Like, you know, this is a... This is a $650 helmet. Yeah, it's been like, overwhelmingly positive. Yeah? yeah? It's been good? Okay. Um, more than we could have ever hoped. And we knew... As is that a, just sales talk or is he, is he serious? No, I, I'm trying to remember the amount of actual, but I believe it was the first three containers. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and numbers, so what? I, and we don't really get into that so much, but uh, the big thing for us, we knew what we had as a company, yeah. right? The biggest goal is you have to take all of this tech and all this information and you have to teach people about it yep. and you have to present it in a way that they can understand it, absorb it, and then believe in it to where they're going to go spend their hard-earned money on it. So we knew what we had internally, but to take that and then spread the word and transfer that into people actually going and buying it, that's a whole different deal. Uh, and that's that process is ongoing. I mean, we talk about it in, the, in our building all the time is the formula helmet is just getting going like yeah. we're still yeah. trying to reach people so for those of you who have gone out and bought one i i feel very confident that you're happy with it i talk to people all the time that love it i wear it myself steve wears I, it i know I, I mean obviously you guys are a big part of everything i do but fuck it's yeah. a good helmet no, i we, love it and we know I that love right it. yeah but for the people who haven't tried it yet or are visors too fence, high visors too high and that's preference okay. for me it's fine yeah. oh. um but i would so. i would imp- ask you and I really think even if you don't end up buying one, I think you'll learn something. Yeah. Go to formula.flyracing.com. Do research on Rion Labs, R-H-E-O-N Labs, uh, and just learn about some of the technology because this tech isn't going away. We're going to yeah. keep putting it into newer products, and we're innovating stuff all the time. You're going to see more and more products come out with Rion involved in it. Um, Mark's, and ne- Mark's needed Rion when he crashed my bike. He did. Yeah, yeah. He badly needed it. Yeah. All but, over his body. But for us, and we, it, <laughs> all over, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> we've really taken um, the stance that it's our responsibility to build safer stuff. Yeah. Like we really want to build the safest, most protective products we can. And okay, yeah. If you go to an entry level product, I get it. Like it's yeah. not going to have the most technologically advanced. Th- that's just a price thing. But if we're going mm. into a premium category we want to have something that we feel like we've met our obligation to build Mm -hmm. the safest most protective most advanced product possible and you're going to see that continue there's things i can't talk about yet there are things that are nowhere near ready to sell yet uh but that stuff's ongoing like we have meetings all the time about okay this is where this project is and it's exciting because you know i've been there for seven years and in the last couple of years we've taken these huge steps forward in tech mm-hmm. where before it was like, okay, the product's good, but it wasn't yeah. anything unique, right? It was like, okay, this pants built in the same place that every other pants built in. Right. Well, now we're getting into stuff and we're using materials and technology that well, the Boa thing was pretty good. I mean, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, but yeah. I'm saying stuff that, that can really oh, make a stuff. difference yeah, yeah, yeah. in maybe you get hurt. Maybe you don't now. You right, know what I mean? Right, like right, that right. stuff, it, it's, it's science. Like it's incredible right. to watch this stuff get, 
put into practical use mm -hmm. and it can really make a difference. And that's cool to be a part of. Forget about graphics and all stuff's badass. That's fun, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But to know that you can make a difference in someone walking away from a crash or not, yeah. that's pretty awesome. Right. Like that, that, because all of us have been hurt a lot. Yep. You sit in a hospital bed and wish you weren't, like Cole Sealy's talking about tonight, like when he got hurt at Tampa, that was a rough deal, right? He didn't want to race anymore, yeah. right? To, so to know that maybe one day some project that you were a part of is going to be the difference. Yeah. That's something yeah. that, you know, I'm just, shouldn't be taken for granted. I'm just glad it's selling well. It's expensive. There is, but it's worth it. I mean, you look at the data, yep. you look at the tech. I, I'm not saying that it's, but you look at people like, Hey, yeah, you know, go and spend and, the money and we look at this gonna, thing. We were yeah. going to do it either way. Yeah. Right. It's like, hopefully well, I'm glad it's working. Yeah. Hopefully right. it sells well. Hopefully make money, all this, but we got to do it either way. Yeah. We got to continue to advance the brand, but I can, I can honestly say, that it's surpassed our expectations, yeah. which is great. Right. That's that's do, awesome. Do you wear the FR5 boot? Have you tried it, Damon? No, you haven't tried it? No. I, I yeah. wore it at the at the summer mm -hmm. camp thing. I was impressed by it, man. I, I like Tech 7s. Yeah. I'm a Tech 7 guy. And me too. But, I do too. But I was really impressed by that mid-level yeah. boot, man. So, it fit well. Yeah. And I have I have weird feet. I have wide feet. Mm -hmm. I have triple E width feet or mm -hmm. quadruple E a little bit. I have big calves. Like I, I'm a weird shoe boot right. guy, like which right. is my weird old Flint, Fred Flintstone legs. And the thing fit great, man. Yeah. I, I loved it. And I, I like the Tech 7, too. Yeah. yeah, I have the Tech 7 in my garage right now. But since we launched the FR5, I've been wearing the FR5 because, like, I'm, you know, core fly guy, obviously, like, yeah. to a fault. Um, but keeping in mind that it's a $269 yeah. boot, it's yeah. a mid-level boot, yeah. right? We're not trying to be a Tech 7. No. We're not trying to be a You're Tech 10. You're not racing 10. Supercross in it, and We're that's fine. We're not trying fine. to be right. an SG12 or a Fox Instinct. We're not – that's a different level. Yeah. It's double the price yeah. of what we're dealing with. So – when you keep in mind the product that you're buying and the price, to me, anything close in price, it smokes. Yeah. And I've worn it all. Like, we test stuff. I've worn it all. I've tried them on. I've, it, it's not even close to any of that. Yep. Um, to me, being completely transparent and honest, uh, I think it's close to a Tech 7, but not quite as good. Mm -hmm. To me, the Tech 7 is a little better. Yep. But it's all the Tech 7 is also $100 more. Yeah. So that should yeah, be yeah. better. I, right? I liked it. You I know? thought it was a great boot. I, I, when you brought it, I was expecting Tech 7s. Mm -hmm. I was expecting Tech 7s when I rolled up. It's a fly launch. I know, but you guys are distributed off by stars. Well, yeah. so I well, got, we have a boot now. So well, so I show up, and I'm expecting yeah. my gear, you know, and I get a FR5 You're not expecting boot. your gear because you didn't even tell me to get gear until like, well, but then when the I, day before. But when I demanded it. But when you said he, you it wanted happened. gear, it happened. It happened. <laughs> uh, and I, I roll up, and there's FR5s there, and I'm like, huh. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, no. Being real, I liked them. I thought I was really impressed. Yeah, no. By them. Yeah. And, and if you really, I think that's important. No. Keep in yeah. mind the price and yeah. the car, target customer. Yeah, yeah. I think it absolutely overperforms for yeah. that, and that's yeah. all you can ask for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I was I was pretty stoked on it. So, uh, I'm glad it's working out well. When you go into dealers with Damon, how how is that situation? It's funny because except when he doesn't remember if he's won Houston, <laughs> right? Yeah, but he'd won it four <laughs> times, three times, four three times, times, three Sorry. times. Yeah, like, I don't I know. That. I don't know if I won here or not. You just uh, dominated Houston. You crushed the. Astronaut. They got a new stadium, right? <laughs> well, yeah, you won a, three There was times. a couple of races in Texas. <laughs> so uh, and that's where the helmet came from with the marks. On oh, is it? it? Yeah. Texas. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's funny because you get a little bit of everything. Yeah. You get the older parts guy who was like me, and, yeah, which is sucks to say Old. for me, but yeah, um, yeah, Tim Bradshaw, badass. Yeah, we all know the stories, right? But then you get the younger kid who's like, yeah, I went to Monster Jam. I took my little guy, yeah. and yeah, he was killing it out there, right? So you get this wide range. Um, but the great thing is is that he connects with all of the people, yeah. and then he's so down to earth that these I think people are blown away that you can have a genuine conversation about 
whatever's going yeah. on, right? Yeah. Traffic across town or the <laughs> race on the yeah. weekend or Monster Jam or whatever. Yeah. And he's not faking it. Yeah. He's not just placating you. Right. He's having a real talk, and that's pretty rare in our yeah. sport to have that. And, so and I think cool. you, you're so um, – like you're not, you don't know the racers. You're not bro- buddies with these racers, as you've told us tonight. You know, you don't really know them, so you're just talking unfiltered. Here's what I think. Like I, I don't, I don't care. Like what? Here's what I think of the guy. You know, I don't know him. Here's what yeah. I think of from the outside as a fan watching a sport. Right, and that's yeah. kind of it. And you know, again, back to the the dealership thing. You know, and then you go in there and you get a kid behind the counter and he doesn't know. Yeah. From Adam, and then they want to apologize. I'm like, you're not. Yeah. You don't have to apologize for me. That's yeah. that's fine. Yeah. You know and. Because some dealers we go into and they know the top two or three guys, and then you go into guys that know all the history of. Steve like, would make him feel this big, right? Know, I, oh, I'm if sure. They know who you are. Oh, he would I'm literally sure point right him and go, "That's Damon fucking Brad." <laughs> but dude. I, but like I give him a lot of credit. He's 17 and he wins a fucking 450 Supercross. Like, yeah, Steve would lose his mind. Dude, that's, <laughs> I would. that's where that's where he deserves a lot of credit because if he runs into that person yeah. and he just needs to have a WPS sales conversation, yeah. he can do it. Hey, and there would be ex pros that would not take that well. Like well, guys that oh, we know, there's like a, there's a few. There's yes. a few ex well, guys that would be like, "You don't know me." <laughs> well, they're, even worse, they would be lost trying to have yeah. a sales right. conversation past right. that. Like, right. okay, you don't know me, I don't know you, so now we're going to talk real business. He can do that. Okay, so which most guys can't. Okay, so sales conversation shootout between Andrew Short and Damon. Oh, Damon's <laughs> Damon's range is wider, a wider than yeah, Andrew. Okay, yeah, yeah. Andrew's very tires, fly. He can talk yeah, oil. Yeah. He can talk batteries. He <laughs> right. can talk gear. He can, you know, Andrew Andrew right, definitely has the capability of taking a really awkward situation and making it really smooth, really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. he can walk in and the guy's like, because Andrew went to some dealers with you, right? Oh, yeah. Andrew's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we that's not to downplay Andrew. Yeah, 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 yeah we've done stuff great. together. Right. Yeah, Andrew's and it's nice to go in with somebody like that because you can kind of feed off of them and talk. I mean, I I when I go and ride with reps, sometimes they ask me kind of what the format is. I go. We don't have a format. Yeah. Don't, and don't and don't worry about me. Yep. If you need, if you got work to do, you go and do work. Sometimes yep. we just go in and catch them off guard, and we just talk. Right, They're not right. there to sell. And then sometimes they go to work. I go. I can go in the back and talk to a mechanic. Yeah. And yeah. I have. Yeah, I've yeah. literally walked into the back and right. started talking to a mechanic. Yeah. And yeah. They didn't, you know, so I... Oh, my God, I'd fucking lose my, my mind. If fucking, if I, I'm wrenching on a fucking Goldwing and Bradshaw yeah. walks back there. <laughs> Goldwing. You know, it's got to be a Goldwing. I yeah, mean, I when know. we did autograph <laughs> sessions in dealers when I was riding, I... If there was nobody in the line, I would get up and go walk around. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I like to see right. the dealers. But you know, It's funny. So the guy who taught me everything I know pretty much is Bob Lowry, yeah. which you know. Um, and the reps that are out there listening, you know, you guys all know Bob. He uh, he doesn't like racing very much. <laughs> he, he doesn't? doesn't he, no, he's not a big racer fan. Like he, he is I didn't a, know by that about Bob Lowry. He's a core dealer oriented yeah, yeah. business guy sales guy yeah, but, yeah. and he just likes riding dirt bikes yeah. he thinks racing is prima donna whatever right yeah. so when i got hired that was an issue like right i had to prove myself and then when we signed on andrew short uh not this year but past year he went into dealers yeah. with me a lot and that took some selling in him and when i first i was going in with him on fridays and going to dealers yeah. and i was kind of his chauffeur a little bit and i would tell him like hey Bob, like I'm telling you, Andrew's he's really good. He like he'd roll his eyes. He's yeah, like, yeah, 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 this is a waste of time and whatever. And I'd be like, it's it's not. I'm telling you, yeah, he's good. He connects with dealers. He's helping sell product. He's doing everything that he's supposed to be doing. He's still just like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're a racer. You all think alike, whatever. <laughs> Till finally, he went with him to a race, uh, Colorado. Yeah, and they went to dealer together. Yeah, and he came back and he Monday's like. You're right. I'm wrong. Yeah. Like short, he's short killed, killed it. it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And I'm like, I'm telling you, like, right. I'm not saying everybody can do it, but 
that guy can do it. Andrew yeah. can do it. He can talk to a dealer and he understands the dealer dynamic and right. they're trying to reach customers. So it's cool for me because I know the learning process I had to go through. I've seen Andrew be able to do it. Maybe Weston Pike goes through that transformation. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. no I, I think he can. Really? I really do. He does a really good job. I don't good think you job. can let him talk to people. No, I think he can. You put really him in do. that situation, he is he is actually really, really good. Yeah. Okay. It's one of those guys that opens he's, up, I think, in a different he's atmosphere. He's honestly yeah. a lot like him. Yeah. yeah like, I, there's, there's, I not, understand your reservations. There's, not, there's not a very good filter. Like, it's got a lot of holes in it and it's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. But like when that, he though. walks into that situation, he's just like, like, this was a guy they had to not let sit next to Joe Gibbs because the wall, the wall that's built in the dealership. <laughs> the, the team said, hey, you can't sit by coach. <laughs> Seriously, Weston, you just can't sit he by coach. He definitely doesn't have a filter. Right, yeah. right, I mean, right, right. Like yeah. the wall in the dealership, he kind of comes in and does like a Wreck It Ralph move and just yeah. destroys everything. I get nervous when he talks to our <laughs> owner, Craig. No, well, I, yeah. Craig and Joe Gibbs are very similar in that yeah, way, like yeah. values and yeah. the way they would speak. And right. I get a little nervous, but. I've been God, the things Weston was saying surprised. about Pookie the last time I saw Weston, I was like, "Oh my God, he's got that in him." <laughs> <laughs> he does. There's definitely that. Was he from that era? Yeah, yeah. Um, Max, how long have you been with Fly WPS? Uh, Eleven years. So, how cool is it? You got Andrew Short going to dealers. You got Dame Ratchard going to dealers. You got these ride days going on. You've seen this company just. just it's ex- been. Uh, well, he was my gear guy. You went so from. I went yeah, from, I was. You went from Brandon Jessamine with gold. No, no, that was before <laughs> that me. Was before okay. My first year. My first year was. The, actually, the first title we, or the second title J-Law? we won was with J Law. Oh, yeah. So you went from J Law. That went from J Law to all the way through now to yeah. everybody we have. Yeah. I mean, it's cr- the brand it's is crazy came, the growth. Yeah. The brand has came it, so far it, from it, where it, we were. It really is, yeah. And it's, you know, it's, uh, it's awesome that I've got to meet people like this guy and obviously right. JT. And he's lying, too. They yeah, wouldn't say that off, off air, but <laughs> anyways, <laughs> I, I appreciate there's that. A, there's a lot of shit talking between me and Damon, but. I had, I had. Ross Rollerball Peterson, because I grew up in Canada. So that jersey on the wall over there, Rollerball. I had Dogger, I had Damon, and I had RJ. That was it. Those are my heroes. That's it. Yep. I, For I, me, it was no, Hannah, no, then no, RJ, then Damon. Right. And then I was in the mix racing right. guys, so I was yeah. done at yeah. that point. That was it. And then I was too old to care about heroes anymore. And then I was a mechanic in 97, and 96 too, but in 97 when you were on a, a Manchester. And then St. Louis, in the pits, we pitted indoors there. You got so mad at Eichel. I don't remember what happened. Got in your way or whatever. You threw a boot at him. <laughs> out, out the truck? No, we were all pitted indoors. No, you probably so just took we, it off we, the We were all just, oh, yeah. Oh. And I'm like, yes! Yes! I couldn't remember which one because I've had a few scenarios He there just with threw a boot! <laughs> That's so fucking cool! Like, kick his ass! Oh, God. Comes off the track, sets his bike down, just takes Yeah, you guys were just jawing at each other. Oh, Who knows what happened? So when, but, I would, when I would be at the races all the time before the semis yeah. happened, there were two people that looked more angry and pissed off in the back of their box than anybody else, and it was him yeah. and Stanton. Yeah. And yeah. we happened to have talked to them both tonight, but they right, were right. madder, uh, and you were just like, I want to talk to him so bad, but there's no way I'm talking to that yeah. guy. Look, he looks so angry. And, and that's you know that's the thing now about going to dealers and talking to people. They, you know, and it, It's just those racing moments and how intense it is and yeah. how much you there want is, to win. There is know? a third very, very angry racing individual. Mid- oh, yeah, JT. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I, I missed fir- that. I, I wasn't even a part of race, it. The first race that I went with Joel, who was the gear guy before me for a short period, I, the first race I went with, we took gear to him, and I'm like, what is fucking wrong with him? Yeah. And Joel's like, I don't know. He just always looks Yeah, he's mad. always like that. And yeah. then yes. I finally got to know JT over the years, and obviously right. we've been friends for – I was a mechanic for five before I came and to then, fly. Uh, I oh. didn't get to see it. It wasn't a part of it, but – 
I think it came out at the pit bike race. Yeah, it did. And oh, I yeah, hate it I missed yeah, that. Yeah. Dude, he gets and then, uh, aggro. <laughs> two, it, 2000 U.S. Open four-stroke race, intermission race. You raced it for White Brothers. <laughs> and and uh, and Kelly Smith. And I was racing for Kelly Smith, and we yeah. beat you. You got second, and we beat yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, you were on the podium, and I'm like, fucking Bradshaw. <laughs> was I pissed or was I Yo, you were pissed. No, you were pissed. And you got into it with Lance Smale in practice. I don't remember what happened. You got into it with Lance Smale in practice. And your brother, Zach, all I remember was we were back in the pits. Zach's running, being like, kick his fucking ass. <laughs> and I'm like, what happened? And they're like, oh, Smale and Bradshaw got into it. And I'm like, yes. That wasn't the first time. No, probably that, not. Yeah, probably years, not. Years and years. And then I remember that. telling Kelly, like, dude, you fuck. You hey, be, that you race, Bradshaw. that race, I got to ride my Husky one day. Yeah. Before I signed my deal, yeah, they didn't couldn't give me a bike for. A, I sat in California for a whole week, and Kiwi was my mechanic. Yeah, sat in whole week. I rode the bike one day, and Geraldo's like, "You race?" I'm like, "I don't know. I don't feel great. Uh, the bike's super weird." Yeah, he's like. You race. You'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You'll be okay. Yeah. All right. We race. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Screw it. We yeah. race. And yeah. it didn't go well. No. It didn't go. Every time I came in, I'm like, this bike is so effing strange. Uh, Lance Lampson probably liked it, though. Lance. He didn't do very well. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't know that JT was ever angry. As no, much he was. Just no, I super was. Intense. No, I he was, was angry. super intense. He was angry. For sure. Racing yeah. stressed me out. Yeah, Bad. absolutely. <laughs> Racing uh, stressed me out. <laughs> let's get to some phone calls here. Uh, Tomo from Australia. What's up, Tomo? Hey, how you going, guys? Good. How are you? JT. Sadly. Hey, I'm good. Has your boner gone down yet? My who? <laughs> Has your boner gone down yet, Mathis? I'm having breakfast. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> listen, look, what's going on with me is none of your business, all right? <laughs> so, never mind. My heart is absolutely pulsating right now. Hey, um, Damon, <laughs> we uh, come and watched you at the Monster Trucks in Brisbane um, oh, a few years ago now. Yeah. And uh, my, I was wearing a JGR shirt. My son was in a, uh, I think it was a, Panthers rugby shirt and I was uh, telling him all about you trying to build you up you get up there get a photo of my son I froze could not get a word out of my mouth nothing <laughs> and then <laughs> I seriously I, I was absolutely scared shitless and then, <laughs> then uh, this, this lady come over and whispered something in your ear and then you just got up with your backpack and just walked off and there's about 50 people in the autograph line. I said to me son there's our Bradshaw story right there. Oh, <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> there it is. I know my son got his photo. <laughs> hey, I just uh, quickly, I'll, a couple of questions just to uh, let you go. Really curious about two bikes you raced, Damon, the 86 Yamaha 80, going back in time, and the 89 Yamaha 125. I had those bikes, and I found them as slugs. How much work did you have to do on those bikes to get them competitive? Because... Sort of, that's the sort of things I sort of remember about you, those two bikes, for some strange reason. I, it's funny. I'll let them answer, but it's funny you say that because I was just talking to Peyton about that. That 86YZ80, you're racing Emig, Cowies, super fast. Hondas were super fast. You had a turd back in 86 on the 80s, and then it never really got better for you. <laughs> no, but, you know, I to me, that was motivation for me at times, knowing that I wasn't riding the best bike, and so yeah. it, it made me want to win even that much more. And when I did, it was worth that much more. Um but 89, yeah, I mean, there was definitely a lot of work that, that went into the bike and, and testing. But honestly, that bike was, was really good. And I had a great mechanic, as we, yeah. as we talked yeah, about Mike earlier. Chavez, and Mike right. Chavez, yeah. And you, you just can't be a mechanic. You have to be a technician when it comes to a 125. Yeah. Can I add a little bit to that story? Yeah. So uh, in, I raced in 86, YZ80, yeah. in 87. Yeah. But it, it was in 1992. 
<laughs> so, uh, and my dad worked 20 hours a day to even have those bikes for me, but I was underpowered a tiny bit. Oh, they were bad. A tiny bit. Yeah. I had an 86 practice bike and an 87 race bike, and this was 1992. Yeah. And then I remember he bought me a brand new 92, and like after they'd come out for a while, and it was like a time machine. Yeah. The bike was so much faster and yeah. better. But I, yeah, I had there was no Tomo. I had bikes. an 85 YZ80, and I rode my yeah, buddy's. I bought. I rode my buddy's 85 KX80, and it was like felt like it was a twice the CC. Like I couldn't believe it. The, yeah. K, the KX80 was so good. So. Oh yeah. I ran a, I ran a big bore on my um 85 Yamaha just on the download. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the 105. I'm protesting you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm calling the Australian <laughs> Federation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they probably won't do nothing. They're a bit like the FIM. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah. Um, oh then. I better let you go. Um, okay. Yeah, awesome hearing on the Diamond. And, uh, yeah, I'll get off and let my heart go back down. Good uh, check. Go. Ho- hopefully I'll get to make it up to you one day about walking away from you and your kids. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 you didn't walk away from us. We got the autograph and the photo and everything. But everybody oh, okay. else. Oh, everybody okay, else. okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, those losers got in the line late. I sure enjoyed coming over there and uh, being around you people and seeing your country. It was amazing. Thanks, Tomo. Go check out some airplanes. Thank you. Yeah, go focus on on airplanes. I'm on my way to work right now. Okay, perfect. Thanks, Tomo. Dark side. What's up, man? Loving all this fly racing talk. What about Damon Bradshaw? Damon is badass. I actually got to ride with, well, I didn't get to ride with him at Cycle Ranch at the fly racing thing this year because I think he ate shit the day before and didn't really ride, and it was too cold for him, too. Got the helmet <laughs> Got the helmet sitting right here. Oh, is that the, is that the helmet? It. That's a Cycle Ranch That's helmet. It. Oh, I got it here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, that was my that was the day I got to meet Damon, and, uh, yeah, I was pretty much in awe, but I had to try to play it cool. So well, we, we will be back. Yeah, yeah, I remember November. That was also the the morning uh, the morning after Weston got hurt, so that was kind of a bummer to start oh, yeah. the day. But yeah, it is a bummer. But but yeah, Damon. My my question, Damon, is I talked to you a bunch this year, including Soccer Ranch. And then at Nashville, I don't know if you remember, but during the fly racing thing, JT Weege and Steve are on stage, and you're in the back, and I'm talking to you, and you're like, "Man, I don't know why they keep having me up here. I don't know why you know they want to talk to me this much." Well, I I, I I just I, because I'm you I'm, I'm I'm I am my worst critic when it comes to like I said earlier I don't know if we were on air or not we were talking about yeah. this but just you know being intimidated because of me feeling like I being behind with the knowledge of the writers and what's going on because these guys pay so much attention to it and so that was my whole thing and then again I feel like I not that good at it when people go oh I know it it's interesting to hear you so that's the whole story behind that. Okay, I, I got the feeling that, like, you don't realize how much people still respect you, you know, and I was wondering how you see yourself in your career. Uh, I, I mean, there's not really any – I mean, there's a few things that I would change, nothing um, other than maybe I would say a manufacturer change, you know, and, and not for any particular reason because of the people or the bikes. I just think a change could have helped me, and I think even some riders yeah. now that, that need that change that could help. Um Right, but um, but no, man. I, I and it's not that I take it for granted. It's just that uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not that guy. I'm just a normal. I'm just a normal person, and I, I'm glad that you know people in, enjoy um, information and, and and the stories that I can I can give. Yeah, well, I think you did great up there, and yes, yeah, so keep doing it. But 
And if anybody has any doubts about fly racing, like if anybody's on the fence, you know, maybe guys that wear other brands, just the three guys in studio with you, Steve, it should be enough to make them, you know, when you hear these guys on the stories and their personalities, there's no better company, man. Fly racing is the way to go. Are you trying to get your do- your 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 your, it's resume season right now. Re- yeah, you're, you're trying to get your ride locked in, Dark Side. I mean, yeah, I got to do that. Try, this, is, this is a 2020 summer camp, you know, 2021 summer camp. Pitch? Pitch right yeah, here. Right yeah. now? Yeah. Yeah, I have asked how the hell I get invited to that thing. Listen, Dark Side, we have some voicemails for you that aren't going to do you any favors with this with this review Uh-oh. show. So. Uh-oh. I don't know where – I'm getting tons of good ones. I think you just weed those out and don't play them. See, have you just, Steve, have you decided what you want him to do? Yeah. I don't think you – Yes, think he knows, I know exactly I what I, I know. I don't think dark side – I'm going to back Steve up. I heard some of them today. They, they were There's not There's one good. positive, though. There, is a, there was one positive one. So There was one good one. Yeah. Well, I got there are a lot like, of bad ones. Listen, I got a whole bunch on my Twitter and my Instagram. Was it li- was a it, lot of people and a lot of emails. So. Was it left by a listener named Schmarkside? Yeah. yeah. Schmarkside. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, listen, the haters, the haters are going to come out. But hey, this, who's, this who, week we got Randy Richardson and Brad Gephardt on, so Randy's going to, you know, Randy's going to be. Gold. Randy, Randy's on. Randy's going to bring the the heat. Yep. Okay. Yeah. We we yep. still have dinner. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you need to do the show, JT. You got to do it. The rat, the show well, about a show. You should have done it this week because you're on the show. Like you don't listen. You don't listen at all when you're not. Uh, on. I've been listening more lately. Oh, you have been. Yeah. You not all go, of them. You need to go on. I gotta listen uh, to the I, show, though. Yeah, you yeah. got a week that you listen to the show. Okay. Dark side, keep yeah, it short. I, keep it short. JT. Keep JT. You can't keep JT on like for I, a long time. I don't time. think there is nothing that's not going to keep me short. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no X brand tear off thirty second time limit. Yeah. Just we listen, Dark Side. I listened to the show on the way to California last mm-hmm. week. I liked it. Some things I would tidy up, but I liked it. Okay. I liked it, but your probation is not over. <laughs> okay, how about Hello Pookie? Do you like that? Yeah, I like the Pookie. Ask Pookie. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that was good. All right. Thanks, buddy. All right. All right. You guys enjoy the night. Thanks. That's Dark Side, everybody. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Uh, upload your resume for free. The first and only full-time uh, board out there for Motorcycle Industry Jobs. Look, you want to start somewhere in Motorcycle Industry? Uh, go to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Will it be as glamorous as what Max Steffens does? No, it won't be. But it'll be your foot in the door. You'll meet some people. You'll get ahead in the world. And MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Uh, upload your resume for free. The job of the week this week is KTM Dealer Services Rep in Marietta, California. It's a full-time job. Uh, so you got to go um, under general supervision. The Dealer Services Rep is responsible for assisting dealers and customers with all the technical and selected parts questions through the dealer-only 800 phone line. So, again, go there. Uh, it's a full-time job in Marietta, California, working for KTM, and maybe you get there. You start working for KTM. You start dealing with dealers. Maybe you go over and you talk to Carlos, and then he you fill in for, for Carlos one weekend as a mechanic, and there you go. Who knows? That you go from it's, it's that dealer easy. services yeah. to Webb's mechanic. Yeah. I'm just right. saying, like, Fair anything enough. can happen. All right. You got to get your foot in the door, everybody. He really selling it. <laughs> MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. You never know. Uh, So go there. (laughs) Check it out, please. Thank you. I feel like I might know. That's your strategy for the Destinations team. (laughs) Or we just strategy. Just show up. Just show up. Just show up. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, So that's the MotorcycleIndustryJob.com of the week. Uh, we got the X-Brand goggle tariffs coming up for right now, too. Ride Engineering Product Spotlight, uh, PulpMX-20 at Ride-Engineering.com. JT, product of the week. For riders on yellow. A ride engineering performance link is critical to balancing out the chassis. 
The Suzuki is a great handling bike, and shifting the balance point back helps it become more predictable and stable without any loss in handling. Sag can be set at the traditional 104. That would be assuming you set your sag, yep. which you didn't. I did not. Right. We still haven't. No. Uh, <laughs> it gives riders more confidence to ride aggressively. When do you got to give it's the overrated. RM Army back? Uh, I have no expiration date okay. as of yet. All right, fantastic. Yep. Well, Suzuki's sure getting the bang for their I've, buck with you. What? I've I've given them some value. <laughs> what have you done? Post pictures. I want to bet against Marks. We talk about it on the shows. I post Instagram story photos. The best thing I you've ride, done for I them is, the launch. is we, we kick stuff. And it was riding it well, I, I do have to yeah. say. What we, was all your Yamaha value? Letting Marks crash it into the, uh, the dirt? Marks. <laughs> I'm He's get, got marks to show it, too. <laughs> next week, I'm getting my 2020 YZ450. Oh, yeah? I can't wait. Well, you destroyed your 19, so yeah. you got to get something. Thanks, jerk. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got a parts allowance? Oh, yeah. Hey, no, they sent me free parts. That Suzuki would have got right up and kept on rolling. We kick ass and we kick start. Yep. That's what we do. Uh, all <laughs> Let's right. kick it. Uh, X-Brand Goggle Tariffs. Let's do it. It's the X-Brand Tariff segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand Goggles is the choice of champions everywhere. If you don't wear X-Brand, you won't win. Ricky Brabeck wears X-Brand. Gary Sutherland, X-Brand athlete. How about Shorty's uh, Shorty's comments about Ricky Brabeck winning Dakar? Oh, I forget what they were. Shut that right down. Said, oh, yeah. No. That's right. Yeah, no, no. No no way. No chance. His teammates weren't going to let him. Not a chance. His teammates weren't yeah, going to let him. Basically. Yeah. Right. You have no chance, um, and everything you're saying is, a, is uh, false. Hey, look at uh, Henry Miller, John Short, Ben LeMay, Kyle Cunningham. Wearing X-Brand goggles, bro. Absolutely killing the privateers out there and uh, killing it with the privateers, not killing the privateers. And uh, X-Brand goggles, uh, Pulp Show 19 is the code to save at EKSBrand.com. It's a fantastic goggle, and uh, let's get rolling here. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Scary. Do you know him? I do. Do you? Damon, do you know Corey Moser? <clears throat> Europe, know. Might Europe, know the face. European okay. first-class traveler? Yes. Yes, I believe it's a European uh, floor heating uh, <laughs> czar. Specialist. Czar. Czar. <laughs> Specialist. Uh, and uh, you have 30 seconds to ask, answer these, Damon, so they're questions Just for all of take us. As so. much time no, you don't. You have 30 seconds. You don't have 30 seconds. You have as uh, much time geez. as you want. Yeah, expert goggles. 30 seconds. All right, Mark, let's do this. Steve, what was your favorite Bradshaw race? Oh, my God. There's so many. Uh, dude, I just got to go. Fuck. Miami 89 is pretty good, too. Fucking High Point 97. I just got to go Anaheim 90. The fucking guy goes to the LCQ. <laughs> he hits that berm at Mach 10. Holy He's hell. He's 17 years old. It's the opening round, and he crushes it. Yeah. It's hard for me to – I remember him hitting that berm, but I was, like, 10 years old, too. Yeah. So <laughs> – yeah, my ass. Maybe you were. Uh, were you? I, I was 10 years, years old. <laughs> <laughs> Anaheim 90, like, again. That was one of those ones I hope this works out good. Right, right. But I, I didn't have a choice. I was yeah. on, I was, had to yeah. go to the outside. Yeah. I mean, I've been out there a lot. Because you crash yeah. your way out to the LCQ. All the way out there. And the, it's the opening round. The guy's, the, the, he's a reigning 125 Supercross champion. Every, all eyes are on him. And he's just like, yep. Watch this, you motherfuckers. All of you. All of you. I'm 17, and I don't care. So that would be that. But Miami 89, I was actually there for that one. I was live. Poor Ty Davis. Yeah, poor Ty Davis. You fucked Ty Davis. Zip, zip tie. Uh, and Stephen A. Stevenson, too. Um, yeah, Anaheim 90. Sorry for the length. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You should apologize to yourself. Something you've never said before. Hi. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Moving on. Max, what's your favorite Bradshaw gear? 
his 2020 fly stuff. You f- really? <laughs> really? There's no good spot for him there. Yeah. Nice question, that, Moser. Yeah, that's that's pretty loaded. Who 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 asked that? Conrad? <laughs> I have no idea. His buddies. <laughs> I don't know. Really? Oh, that's lame. I'm gonna go. I would say Axo because I can't say the other brand. Lame. Uh, Honestly, it, though, it the, would hey the Axo drive a dagger into my soul. The Axo, the Axo bullet hole one. Is that they called it? What do they call it? The paintball, whatever that. It was bullet. I think I don't. Um, or or the zebra stuff. I would probably say that that whole era was 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 really good. Yeah. I mean, God, that, I, I can't. The Axo like, stuff for me was just i was a little too young for what the about the previous brand yeah but the axle was the like black, right in my wheelhouse the black pink axle stuff on, yeah. a, on a number and then four the, all the orange like the orange yeah. and blue like the back was all orange yep. number four and at, what was it fet what was that fat that was the distributor that? F-E-T, the yeah. japanese distributor oh man yeah, it was yeah. just like i don't know what that is but i gotta yeah. have it yeah, yeah, <laughs> what yeah. do they make yeah i'll take it <laughs> right. i just want fat for christmas i don't even know what give, it is give me more fat and my christmas list just said fat yeah all over yeah no it was bad dude and your custom helmet, your 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 helmet, you know, paint job. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have to say, those guys did the work. I just what right. they were like. What do you want to wear? And I was like, whatever's not selling, I'll wear. Were you cool with the zebra stuff when they brought it out? Yeah, you were like, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. I would wear. I would have wore whatever, but yeah. those guys, I was spoiled. I have to say, you, for you sure. told me when you went to AXO that you couldn't believe how much more free stuff you got. Like they just brought you new stuff every single time, and Fox was like, eh. Like, yeah, they like, were tight with it, yeah. but like I said, they had 82 teams at that time they yeah. were taking care of, so right. I think they were trimming. And, and Jim Hale was just like, what, how much you know, gear do the, you want? They they did such a good job back in the day. I mean, we I remember they would bring bags of stuff to give away, and we would go into the stands, yeah. and, say, and it was their idea. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was young. I wasn't thinking about it. They are like, hey, let's take 30 or 45 minutes, and let's go into the stands. It was pre, so the yeah. stands weren't full yet. And it was just conversation and giving stuff away and yeah. signing stuff, and it was it was huge. Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, it's a great idea," because a lot of those stadiums we went to, young, I, I wasn't the guy. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was Ricky Johnson and yeah. all, you know Wardy and all those guys. I wanted their fans. Yeah. I was like, "What can we do?" And those guys helped helped me. Also, too, yeah. like Axel came up with the gel print stuff, right? It was all the print, and it was a heavy cotton or whatever, but it was all printed everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then Axel had that twill material in the pants with the stretch panels that maybe. I mean, it was such a step above in technology, too, the Axel stuff was, you know, compared to Fox and everybody else. The biggest then. step forward. Well, I think the biggest step forward is stretch materials now. That's been yeah. the biggest innovation in gear. But when we, when it switched from cotton. But, but that had that was innovation. But when it switched pants. from cotton to polyester yeah. jerseys. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. With that difference. jersey, that one jersey was, she was brutal. Yeah. All right, next question. JT, you've spent a lot of time traveling with Bradshaw. So what's mm-hmm. your favorite story from the road? Um, I don't really have. I mean, we don't have any real, real good. No, ones. We're have to work on that. Damon's pretty normal guy, so I think the biggest thing that I'll shift this question into something that people probably don't know is he is so organized and so neat. Like when he leaves the room to go to dinner, he could be ready to leave in a moment's notice to go to the airport. Like <laughs> yeah. everything is packed, yeah. locked, locked down. Like if there's a fire, he's yeah. the first one out with all. And I'm stuff. taking my stuff. Yep. <laughs> The whole "don't bring your bag" doesn't apply to Damon. Well, he threw his shirt in the in the dryer to get all the wrinkles out he today did. before the show, and he was lint rolling his hat. Yep, he was lint rolling his hat. Well, I thought we were going to that stage. Oh, no, I, I didn't know. I, I I didn't know what honestly what we were doing. I mean, I knew we yeah, were yeah, doing yeah, this show, yeah. But I was thinking, man, there's not going to be many moto people in town. Maybe they're just going to be just <laughs> in Vegas. They're just coming. 
So I didn't know. It's just, well, it's just Rocky also, the Basset Hound. He also it. said yeah. he irons his shirt to like work in the garage. Yeah. So yeah. it's just something about wrinkles. I don't, yeah. I don't know. All right. Next question. Damon, is Tomac a head case? And if so, why? I don't think he's a head case. I just think he has, you know, things with mental. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe it's the bike or the sister that. But I know how mental preparation can be and um, how tough it is and how it's. I don't know what the percentage of what we all do or what those guys are doing now. But, no, I don't think he's a mental case. I mean, I think he's – what I like JT said earlier is that he does so much of it on his own. Uh, not on his own, I should say, with his dad and mm-hmm. whatever. I think that's cool that he's so separate and he can be so dominant. But uh, mental's tough, man. He went 34 seconds, but I'm not going to stop him. <laughs> all right. Steve, who does better in Supercross 2020, Savachi or AC? AC. Joey had a great year. Joey's really surprised me. He rode well, but I like Adam's ceiling. I just do. Wait till he gets an arm army. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Hope he doesn't stall it. <laughs> I got a Kickstarter. Yeah. Max, do you think we'll see Pike race professional again? No, I don't. 2.9. Good job. You actually are like happy when people say mm-hmm. it's super fast. Yeah. I mean, it, to elaborate, it bums me out, but I honestly don't know that he's made that decision. Right. But personal opinion, I think he wants to. I don't know that he'll be able to. Right. Because it, he's already taping off half of his goggle to be able to see what he can see. Yep. I really want him to. We all do. Um, but yeah, I, he's I, a, he's fly family. Yeah. I mean, he's been with us for ten years, yep. and he's a good friend. And I I would love to see it happen. I I just don't know that it's going to happen. JT, what do you consider over-aggressive or dirty riding? Pretty much any YouTube clip from Bradshaw Racing back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> any of that. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. It's case by case, right? Um, I, don't, I do think there's a fine line, uh, and it's situational, um, but I know I want to see it. I, I, I mean, I think I, we've talked, talked about this a lot. Mm-hmm. Anytime you're making a T to me, that's that's out of line. I think. Well, I think if you cross multiple ruts or lines to get yeah. to somebody, too, yeah. it's yeah. like, yeah. all right, you're pushing the limit. I'm not saying it's yeah. you know, it's just my opinion. But if like when Anderson took out Muscan Houston, where he's like jumping ruts yeah. to get to him, yeah. I'm like, you're it's intent. Like you're yeah. doing it on purpose. Yeah. So yeah. do what you want with that. But right. that's you, you can't say like I didn't mean to. I was just block past. No, you jumped <laughs> four ruts to get to him. Or you could just go in for the scare. Yeah, like you're going to get him and just yeah. not. You, you did. And then when they hit the brakes, he, did a, of, you're he like, didn't do a lot you. of that. No, yeah, he I don't think do you did a lot, a lot of that. that. No. You went into pretty much. Yeah, no, they were scared going. for about a tenth of a second before contact, right. and then there was contact. Right. And but they, they were scared had, they had the option to hit the brakes and let me fly right by. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to do that a couple like of times. Top Gun, hit the brakes, I fly right by. Damon, what were the best and worst bikes you raced? Oh God. Uh. I don't know what years. I mean, obviously, there were some years in there where the YZ250 was not the best bike, but we made it work um, at times. But probably 95 is somewhere in there. Honda that I rode in Europe was stock, and it was really good. And then you decide to ride Hondas, and they go to aluminum frame bike. (laughs) Uh, Actually, I rode Yamahas after that, but I was in between contracts and could ride something that I'd never got an opportunity to ride, and I did, and... 
I was amazed how good it was stock. I mean, I literally took pro circuit suspension and a pipe and silencer and bars. Yeah. And it was it was, it was good. And you were like, what the hell was, was I thinking? I think that was when Jeremy kind of st- was taking a complete bike. Right. You know, we were just taking a few things in a yeah. gear bag and put on the bike. But uh, it was fun. It was fun to ride something different. And, you know, it's uh, – but, again, I used that motivation for not having the best bike to – Yep. Uh, I'm going to try to make sense of this one. Oh, okay. boy. Oh, boy. Steve, they say thinking about baseball can make you last longer in the sack. <laughs> <laughs> With your sport being moto, which rider comes to mind when you are trying to go the distance with Pookie? Mosier. I, I, I don't know what that means. He I mean, loves baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Start there. Yeah. I, I don't know, Moser. Stop it. <clears throat> Boo. I don't know. I uh, Yeah. I don't know. His favorite team is the Toronto Blue Balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Max, if you didn't work in the moto industry, what would you be doing? Probably a janitor. Wow. That seems... A janitor. I don't know. I just came up with something. Okay. That sounds <laughs> I, like, yeah. I have no idea. I've done this right. for... This is my fifth, 15th, 16th year in the industry. Before this, I worked as a parts guy. He'd be working be- at Carl's. Before that, I was a bicycle mechanic at a yeah. bike shop. And before that, I did billboards on the side of the freeway yeah i've literally been doing this most of my life i i would assume something to do with the in- industry uh-huh. if i wouldn't have gone to fly i'd probably still be a parts guy at carl's or selling dirt bikes somewhere i don't know right. <laughs> whatever he went he Blue went balls. like over a minute earlier you can tell him to beat it right. jt what was your biggest takeaway from your recent trip <clears throat> to the gps uh that track is insanely brutal and i think their level on a track like that is so much higher than ours right now because they practice on that stuff all the time and we never do i mean even the younger kids the emx kids they were they're way 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 further advanced on tracks like that than our guys 21 seconds good job you're welcome all right damon last one if they paid you enough would you ever race monster trucks again uh yes 3.1 good job <laughs> uh, that's the X-Brand Goggle Taros. X-Brand Goggle is a choice of champions everywhere. Uh, please check them out. Pulp Show 19 is the code to save. With those guys, uh, btosports.com. Tweet it, Travis. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from btosports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. BTOsports.com, helping Cole Seeley with his bike builds and also helping you people save money. Use the code PulpMX. Uh, put it in the notes section or call there and mention PulpMX Show. They'll give you a discount on anything you need for your bike or body, be it mountain bikes, be it dirt bikes, be it street bikes, whatever it is. Uh, BTOsports.com has have you covered. These questions are submitted to at uh, PulpMX Show on Twitter, and the guy in the corner there picks the best ones and asks them, and, and these are straight from the fans, straight to, uh, to all of you guys. So let's do this. This one's from Oscar. Was Bradshaw the first rider to leave the Scott sticker on the goggle strap? Yeah, were you the first guy to do that? Oscar Weirdman, who is Roxon's mechanic, texted me to ask me ask you this question. The you know the the label the tag the tag yeah. Were you the first guy to do that? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I remember I remember I Factory know. Phil doing it too. There was a few guys. Yeah, do you know what I'm talking about or no? No, no. I, yeah, yeah. I okay, do, yeah. But yeah. I, did you ever do that? I guess I did. Oh man, <laughs> I don't remember. So cool. That was so I thought, honestly, cool. honestly, that was something I was not on board with. Oh, I was. Well, were you? No, oh, no, man. no. I was like, what are those guys doing? Yeah, it was probably just it. there, and I was. I always liked to 
not wearing the correct gear with the correct pants and gloves oh I, and I saw that photo you're I ran that, today you're that guy yeah I just <laughs> you have a photo I, it was just to fire those, these guys I up you know hate that yeah, but you, then they would come over and lay out and I wouldn't have any other choice oh, but yeah, to yeah. wear what was there yeah yeah but but they also would pre-wash it and it would be laid out Max said he would have never done that for me really that's what he said you wouldn't have done that for Damon Bradshaw you're an asshole I would have done it for Damon. But yeah, Damon, there's Damon, a photo. That's I, not I, photo I posted a photo today. You got blue, red zebra pants with a blue zebra jersey. That's a major fashion faux pas. <laughs> that is a fashion faux pas. That is bad. I probably would have 100% just brought him mismatching shit yeah. just to see what he would do. Right. First like place. now, when I have to take it out of the bag and I have to get rid of all the legal tags and all that, it's yeah. like, man, I'm glad I didn't have to do well, this. Well, Oscar says, Roxanne's mechanic says, you were the first guy to do that. So I don't know. He probably knows, he thought, better, he he probably knows better than me. Right. All right. And it was probably just on my goggles because yeah. Evo just, just fixed forgot. them and didn't care. And I was like, well, I guess yeah. it's supposed to be on there. Wait for it. <laughs> just put them on Okay. From Corey Fritz, is there traction to Heartraft to TLD and McAdoo to Pro Circuit? And where does that leave Team Green Rider Seth Hammaker? That's going to happen. McAdoo to Pro Circuit, Heartraft to TLD. What about Hammaker? Another I think year? Stay down. He's staying yeah. down one more yeah, year. One more year? Okay. Yeah. From Stephen Grenier. JT and Max, if Bradshaw wants gargoyles, does he get gargoyles? No. Mm-hmm. No. No. Bullshit. No. No. Bullshit. No. He gets gargoyles. Damon, just I'll say draw, you want gargoyles. I'll, I'll draw you a gargoyle with a Sharpie. And we'll, it's a long we'll story. It's a long story. But <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll just draw How you How do you feel gargoyle. about gargoyles in general? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you know what a gargoyle is, right? Oh. It's well, like just, a mythical creature. Uh, half no, dragon, half no, sort of no, goblin. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, I don't know. No. <laughs> see, see, I'm we not, have a no. guy that's finally on our level, understanding how unbelievably he doesn't know what a gargoyle is. You are okay. It's a long story, but yeah, sorry. Yep, not. I'll either. draw you one with the sharpie. We'll call it good. You yeah. could ask me a bunch of movies if I and I would know any right. of them. I just I don't watch TV. Uh, from Tomo Damon, should rap music be allowed to be played at strip clubs? <laughs> this was my this was my race tech rant a few few weeks ago. Went to a strip club with the wife. We don't go a lot, but a couple times we go. And it's just terrible music. And I remember back in the day, it was Crew, Leopard, Van Halen, like good. It's like 30 years ago. No, dude, I'm talking. I, I think you got to play it all, right? I mean. Right. Well, they don't play it all anymore. They just play auto-tune rap that Mark likes. If you, walk in, if you walked into a strip club yeah. right now, Damon would 100% be Post Malone. That's all he'd want to hear. Uh, oh, yeah, I'd be, good. I'd be good with that. The problem is, is that you're aging up. Not not the core crowd anymore. We are the core crowd. I was looking around. We got the money. We're there. Yeah, because you're there on like a Monday night. <laughs> Maybe they should have walked around and asked you what you wanted to hear. Dude, can we just listen? I got it. We, we want music oh. for all people and, and all people have different tastes. So I get it. But can we throw in some girls, 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 pour some sugar on me? Panama. Would that hurt anybody? <laughs> no. To do a little five song set, retro hurt set? Anybody, just a lot of people there would know it. It never hurt. Well, before. dude, listen, you doesn't matter. You put black and black back and black on and the strippers on, everyone's in. That's it. Then I was a Molly Crew fan. Whole too, club's so getting I, naked. Right. right. <laughs> I'm just saying. So that was my rant a few weeks ago, and so people are carrying it on. Still but, carrying it on, yeah. But from Matt Marriott, do you think the AC Fernandez battles will transfer into 450s in a few Fernandez? years? Fernandez? Yeah. <laughs> Damn German. Everyone calls him Fernandez. Uh, and does Dylan's riding style transfer to 450s? When does Dylan move up? Probably next not, year would be his last, year. right? Yeah, but I would it would be his last. 2021. Yeah. 2021. Yeah, I think Dylan's a real deal. Because I think, to me, it looks like they have it planned where 
Barsha's deal will end, and they have a decision to make there. And then Ferrandis is moving up, so maybe they bring him up. Yeah. Maybe he goes elsewhere. Right. But uh, it's gonna be, that'll be a touchy time for Barsha. I th- I think Ferrandis would be legit, though, right? Yeah, like, do you he feel looks pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you guys ever talk to him? Uh, I have talked to him. He's a good dude. One time. Yeah, he's a good guy. Like yeah, he's super nice. Yeah, really nice guy. Real yep. friendly. Well, yeah, I like him. This one's from JT's negative attitude. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. Steve, has Forkner been in contact with you or your friends about joining the basement husband club? I don't know. That was a big talk of the race. Forkner got engaged to the monster girl. They're both 20? I don't know. <clears throat> may, may, may God be with them in their love. He's not a basement husband, though. No, He's but, a super cross star. Yeah. That was a big talk. It's a little I, don't, I, don't, I don't have any comments. No, I mean, hopefully they do well. I'm out. Right. I wish nothing but the best for them. All right. When did you meet your wife? Uh, eighteen. I was eighteen. Oh, okay. Were you guys go- were you guys dating? Yeah. The whole time. Uh, yeah. Only broke up one time, and oh, okay. then. Uh, so you never had like just slaying trophy girls or anything like that. Like not yeah, not that era. I was a good boy, right? You were not like Dogger, <laughs> or like Factory Phil, <laughs> or Factory Phil. Yeah. But I. But you could factory, live, or Factory Footlong, as they call them. But you them. could live vicariously through those yeah, guys because yeah, yeah. I heard all their stories. Right. 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 <laughs> and they were good. Yeah. Yeah. From Tanner Hall, Damon, any words from my dad who shut my mom down on naming me after you? <laughs> I, I get that a lot, and yeah. it blows me away of yeah. people that, that I meet now, and their kids are, you know, whatever, yeah. 15, and, you know, they tell me the story, and it's like, God, what do, what do you say? You know, it's like, <laughs> what do you say about that? But that's happened quite a bit, probably, right? It, it yeah. actually has. Yeah. Is your son yeah. Dalton named after Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse? No, but I I looked at well. That's a good one. I looked. My guy is. I, I looked yeah, in the Dal- book. Yeah, really. And I went. His dad like, literally named him after Patrick Strait. A B. You know how you flip yeah. through the book, and yeah. I got to name him, and I went to D, and I'm, that was like the first, and I'm like, okay, done, done, done. Yeah, right. Dalton. It's a good name. Yeah, it I like a cool it. name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it gets you know people mispronounce it. They say Dalton, and and I I'm really worried about that because people mispronounce my name a lot, and I'm like, no, it's not Damien. It's Damon. They say Damien, really? Yeah, oh, I yeah. get that quite a bit. Reading is hard. Damon Huffman. Did I pronounce what is it? Dalton. Is that Dalton. How you say it? Dalton. It was. Yeah. It was odd to see. Like I mean, I'm from Canada, so I didn't know any Damons. I didn't know even that was a name. You know what I mean? And then I, there's Damon Bradshaw, and then there's Damon Huffman. And you're like, what's going on here? Like I've never heard of this name ever. <laughs> and now two of the best motocrossers in the world are named Damon. It was very strange. Yeah, it's, I run into it a lot. It's, right. Stick to the core names up there. Steve. Yeah. Bill. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> B- Ricky. Bobby. <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. It's all the trailer park names. <laughs> I was almost Ryan. Oh, really? I was this close yeah. to being Ryan. I would have liked that better. All right. You're a dick. <laughs> from, uh, this one's from Jimmy Roy. Would you ever consider having two fantasy accounts, say one very aggressive and sendy and one more cautious? Yeah. That's a good idea. They should sign up and pay for that. <laughs> you make all the accounts you want. Make all the accounts you want. Yes. Not a bad idea, huh, JT? Yeah, they could take the place of mine next year. Honestly, though, wouldn't you feel at some point you get confused on which account is which? And you'd be like, oh, is this the Sendy account? Oh, wait, it's the Play It Safe account. Like, you have to add a suffix to the name. Right, I, I've yeah. tried both. I've tried to send it. I've tried to play it safe, and none of my guys finish. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. All into dumpster Damon fire. would have been a frustrating player in fantasy. Oh, God. <laughs> You're like, I didn't know this was the weekend he was going to clean chicken out at himself. <laughs> I didn't know. You could have figured it out. Though. Yeah, yeah it's every weekend. If I got right. speeding tickets or something really bad, then you you knew it was going to be a rough. <laughs> if it was a Saturday, you knew he was taking chicken out. <laughs> yeah. uh, from Doctor, I only take chicken out on the days that end in Y. That's it. 
from Dr. Papa. Guys, is AP7 another Yamaha Cooper web case, and did he move up too soon based on his results? It's been rough, man. I think the injury... I think that's a big injury, biggest, man. Biggest problem. A heel? Like, that's bad. Yeah. The injury has to be the biggest factor. I don't think... I mean, he's having bike issues, yeah. so I don't know what the hell is going on there. No, I know. It's... Uh, but it's really, really difficult to, A, move up, period, yep. and then, B, move up coming yep. off a huge injury like that. I will say, I talked to him at Washougal in the morning, this was all before he had a bike problem, mm-hmm. and obviously, and, dude, he was as goofy and laughing as ever. Like, yeah, you know he's what I mean? just cashing checks, right, bro. Right, yeah. Cashing checks. I guess. And he's got a three-year deal. Yeah. Like, so what? You'll yeah. be fine. Is it three years? I don't know. Yeah, okay. I'm just going to say that. Right, it's at least two. At least two. Yeah. From Mysterian157, for Steve, if Damon ordered a mac and cheese pizza, would you say anything about it? I would judge him silently, but I would not say anything out loud. No. Do you like mac and cheese pizza? I've never had mac and cheese pizza, okay. but I like mac and cheese. So That's, my favorite... Sports, I like a loaded mac and cheese. My favorite sports radio show, they were talking about how good the mac and cheese pizza is at CC's Pizza. Come on. Just telling you. Again, it's a long story, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, get, I start sweating if I even look at a pizza. Yeah. So That's a lot of don't calories. Don't count me in. Yeah. From Tyson Jorgensen, it seems from social media interactions that Savachi is super salty slash pissed at Cowie now that the AC announcement is out. Oh, really? Why? What? I, I missed this. You see this already? Something about he made a comment about uh, I was just a seat warmer or something. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, I thought he knew from the start that this was a one-year deal. I, he he went back at Parabinos on, on Twitter, and it was a stupid thing. Like, I, I don't like that. I, you know, like Joey. I it thought was, Joey it, had, was, it was unwarranted. I thought Joey had a great year. I, I did too. I really did. No, I, I did too. But but him going back at Paul about like talking crap on fantasy, like yeah, whatever. I'd, ra- I'd rather people be. I'd rather people be open than I would them just like not say something back. So if you feel that way and you're pissed, say it. Yeah, I just think you know what? Stay away from an industry guy. You'll never win. You look petty. Be above that because you're Joey Savacci, factory Kawasaki rider. But then again, Dame Ratchet threw rocks at MXA photographer. <laughs> so he needed it. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so awesome. I would think it was Koger. Yeah, that'd be so. awesome. I don't know so much that he needed it, but yeah, yeah. his boss. But MXA needed, needed it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was tired of him photos ending up in yeah. the magazine with me laying on right. the ground. Yeah, you're just like, listen, I I, they had enough. I just blew my AC, my ACL yeah. out, and my pants were down around my ankles. Yeah. Crash. We don't but, need to know all that, but yeah, the ground. Didn't. Um, I didn't know that about Joey. <laughs> Redbud, actually, what was, to be exact. Oh, really? What was the question though about? Um. So why you know why is he all upset if he knew it was a one year? Is deal? he salty at Cowie? Yeah, I mean, I I could see being salty, but you knew it was a one year deal going in. Yeah, right. I think he made the most of his opportunity. Yeah, he knew it was one year. He's going to get paid next year. He had a great year. Yep. You knew the deal going in. Right. You knew AC was on their radar. What do you, what do you, I mean, if you're Joey, do you feel a little bit like kicked around by the industry, and you're not helping yourself? No. You've had a factory ride forever, and you're going to oh, have okay. a more of a factory ride, and you're going to get paid a lot of money. Okay, you should not feel kicked around. Okay, uh, no, I don't think that's true. If he had nothing next year, which he won't, right? Sure, but he's not. Yep, he's going to make a lot of money. All right. From Bill Hurstius, why did Fly Racing get rid of the Evolution Youth Gear with the BOA system for 2020? Jerks. Uh, we only had it in size 26. Um, it was just one of those things where it was a hassle to pull off and go down to that size. Um, was it Max's call ultimately? We weren't selling a ton of 26 anyway. 
there's there's a lot of variables when it comes to doing it um but yeah it wasn't it wasn't something we took lightly it was just something we needed to do from mike julian whose career has been more successful barsha or dino barsha barsha won two championships dean's won none dean's Dean's won one sorry barsha's made more money Barsha's won 450 Supercross races. Barsha's won 450 Supercross races. Barsha's won 450 Motocross races. Yeah. It's not a really comparison nope. at the moment. Nope. Barsha's made a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Barsha's made a lot, a lot. of money. A lot. And I don't He's think Dean has. making a lot right now. Right. And I don't think Dean has. Barsha gets always mad at me when I talk. He's, You're always talking about my money. Who cares? Good and I'm for like, you. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. You're fucking killing it. I would love for somebody to talk about my money. Right, <laughs> that right. would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, that would mean I had some. Right. <laughs> Like Barsha, like I'm like, dude, I don't hold it against you. Like you get paid, you've what you get it. paid. Yeah, you like it. you're a bad dude. You won one races. You win races. You're gonna make money. Yeah. Period. Good for you. Wasn't yeah. he the one talking about his money with Roxy? Yeah, the whole baller well, Yeah, thing? yeah. Good point. Good point. I should have brought that up. But yeah. I don't want to. Barsha and I are like Listen, constantly in this like sport. If you're a rider, on, I will like good never, bad. You know, yeah. I will yeah. never hate on somebody for making money. No, never. Mm-mm. From Darren Walker, where does Hill end up in 2020? Does he not race? Good question right there. I don't know. I don't see him taking like a B-ride. What's he going to do? <laughs> Not make, take make a B-ride. YouTube music videos? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Serious, like, yeah, I don't serious know. question. What's he going to do? I don't know. I think he races. Okay. Max? He could be the, He could be an MCR guy. Ooh. No, Marty needs that spot. I'm just saying. He's, better, we're than, ta- he's we're, better than Marty. We were talking about viable what? options. Yeah. That's, he's better than Marty. Justin Hill's better than Marty. We were talking about options. Like that's one that we overlooked. Like he, yeah, he he could be an MCR guy. Right. Would you take Bogle, Marty, or Hill? Bogle, Bogle, same money. Yeah, Bogle, Bogle. Bogle. Right. Yeah. From John Walker, Max, how does a fly lifetime athlete contract work? Raises year to year, paid the same every year, or paid after retirement? Uh paid the same every year while racing and then after retirement it changes generally can i get a fly racing lifetime media contract we haven't done a lifetime contract since shorty uh-huh. um that trades trades not lifetime. Tra- trades was long term but it wasn't lifetime yeah, right and shorty's was more or less because craig just decided you know what we're we're keeping andrew forever right. and this is how it's going to work and, and villaman we, was next after that or no villaman no. didn't get a lifetime no, no. evie did not get a lifetime <laughs> <laughs> um, we paid him a certain amount of money up until the last year of his racing, and then Shorty, we, yeah, yeah. we paid a different dollar figure once he went to different yeah. types of racing. Right. So, Can I get a lifetime deal? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, from Jonathan Rhodes, what is Damon's favorite South Carolina tracks from his pre-pro days? Oh, man. Montrose Sandhills. Montrose, yeah. Sammy Hagar's old band. Sand Hills. Sand Hills is good. Yeah. Sand and then Camp Coker was really good. Oh, that's that what was, I was, was thinking of. Camp Coker. I was thinking where Camp was Coker. the Sorry. national? It was before your time, but where was that in South Carolina? Brooks uh, almost won. Uh, it was eighty-seven. Man, I don't know. Was it? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. It was Columbia or Brooks was on its way to winning oh, the overall. Oh no. Um, was it uh, called Succession? Succession? I don't Succession? Know. No idea. Maybe. But it was the one and only national in South Carolina. Brooks was on his way to win the overall, and his uh, needle bearing let go, and he didn't win. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody needs yep. to call in and fix that for us since we don't know it. Right. I'm sure somebody knows. All right. All right, two more real quick. 
from Kirk Rogers. Steve, if you could have picked any decade to have your pulp show, what would you pick? Oh, the 90s. I would have picked the 90s, and we could have had it in Canyon Lake. My house would be in Canyon Lake. And I would have all those guys stop by. Yep. Factory Phil, Jeremy, all those guys. Just come on by. Yep. Oh, man. The star, like, you know, and then we'll go to Club Robber after the show. We'll go down there. Do you ever get caught in that SoCal stuff? Did you ever get in that group? Never, right? You never. No, nope. stayed clear. Yeah. Uh, did you have a house in Can SoCal? I get a SoCal home. You never. Did you, you never lived in? SoCal? Nope. I there was a. Uh, trying to think of the name of the hotel right there off the fifty five. That was my home. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say I was. So would you stay for months though? Would you stay for um, months at yeah, a time? There yeah, there and, and with Dubok. Yeah. I stayed with Dubok until he decided he wanted to get married. Then I got booted. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but you were not a guy like, hey, I'm gonna settle down. Let, let's go. Like hanging out, like with right, yeah, never, no, nope. right. I could, I could believe that one hundred percent. All right, last one from Ants eighty seven. Damon, do you have any regrets about your time driving monster trucks for Feld? Uh, I have some. I regret that you ever drove monster trucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I do not. It was, it was fun. I mean, uh, driving the truck, I miss. It was. Did you make any money? Yeah, it was, was it, good. Was it, it was good? good. Wasn't I mean, racing money though. Like no, 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 no. Yeah. No, no. In the beginning, it was it was okay, and it yep. it, it got better. I right. felt like where it needed to be, but. Um, God, you guys are on the road a ton, huh? Yeah, I think one year I did twenty-seven or twenty-eight events, and yeah. probably eight. You know, eight were international total right. or something like right. that. But um, diehard fans, man. And you were like, damn. You were like, I thought I gave this up, this shit up, traveling. Yeah, right? I mean, I've saw them sit in the stands for three hours, and it rain as hard as it can. Matter of fact, here. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. The, the, they'd sit there, and so yeah, some diehard fans, diehard yeah. fans. All right, no, right, that's all. That's the BTOsports.com. That's old news, right? Tweet a Travis segment. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you, uh, Cole Seeley, for coming on. Really appreciate it. Jeff Stanton, of course, was on. Uh, Max, thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for coming me. in. How much do you think Josh Hill hates being on the show? Like right there. Oh. I don't know. I, I doubt he knows. If he I, I doubt know, he knows. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure somebody tells him. Maybe, yeah. He can fuck off. <laughs> uh, JT? Monster party. Yeah. Yeah, kick me out. I'm a stockholder, too. You are a stockholder. I'm a monster stockholder, and I was not allowed in a monster after party. You should go to a stockholder meeting. I should. I, I'm a stockholder. Like, Yeah. It's fucking killing it, it too. Like, just granted. Right. Not allowed. It's making too much fun of monster. I don't understand. JT, thanks for coming in. You're welcome. Always good to have you in studio. Yep. Of course. Appreciate it. And uh, Damon. Hey, thank you guys for having me. You had fun? I did. Thank I did. you. It was yeah, cool. it was good. It was an experience. Yeah, it was good to have you and Jeff on the line, too, and everything. So, uh, yeah, no, it was great. Thanks for the helmet, man. I got a, speaking of monster, I got a monster fly racing helmet for the studio. Crashed in with Damon Bradshaw. Sign and everything. Yeah, you may have to keep it locked. They may snag it or something. Oh, imagine that's... how many helmets he went through when he was taking chicken out every weekend. <laughs> no. We didn't know then you were supposed to do that. He just yeah, kept yeah, wearing it. It's like a football yeah. helmet. They just keep wearing just, the same one. Can you imagine like after That actually pra- explains a lot. <laughs> I know, I know. Can I know. you imagine after practice like him being like, oh, I got chicken's blood it on It would explain again. more about chicken than it would Damon. Yeah. You got chicken drop? I'm not stupid, dude. <laughs> I literally I tried to play one a second ago and uh, I was on mute. My timing wasn't was Wasn't there off. one about a boat? My timing was, was Oh yeah, a, I got a couple. Wait. Check out my boat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Can we just play them all? I got two more. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy drinks a lot. That was Moser. Yeah. Last what time I do this goddamn show. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. That's what he said about the 
third and fourth and fifth and sixth time he got married. Oh, yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, chicken. Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. You knew that, right? He married the same yeah. his wife like uh, six or eight times. He, when he was last time he was here, he married he her. Yeah. Tell me, yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's amazing. You know, things get better with times. So yeah, we're gonna work, <laughs> gonna work out. It'll work out. <laughs> Stick with it. Six oh. times charm. Uh, Max, I'm gonna read out our sponsors. You tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. All right. Oh boy. You ready? Yep. All right. BTOSports.com. Parts. Fly racing. Gear. Race tech suspension and engines. Springs. Vortex racing. Pistons. That's a Vertex. Vertex, that's right. Sprockets. Roost MX. Graphics. Vertex Pistons. Pistons. X-Brand Goggles. Tear-offs. This isn't good. It's not. It's not good. Michelin Star Cross 5. Why are you asking me then? I thought you'd be funnier. Funny? I don't know what you want from me. JT, get out. Like, skip me. Yeah, we really like when everyone messes it up. JT, Michelin Star Cross 5. FMIP 222. EVS Sports. Skippy. I had two. Firepower Batteries and Chains. Kirk, because he's so excited about firepower all the time. We need he's a brand manager bales. for firepower. Maxima USA. Dogger, duh. Pro filter. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Atlas neck brace. Noof. Works connection. Eric Phipps. FMF. What is this bomb drop? What is this? I don't know what that's about. What it's are you like talking a about? a bomb drop they do, but it's casual clothes. The drop. It's just a drop. Oh, okay. It's a bomb drop. I don't know <laughs> How, how is this any better than me? I don't know, but we need to fucking quit this part, this part of the because show. Because we're all laughing. Okay. Jesus. It's a drop. You get a free t-shirt subscription service. Laughing at you. Oh, you have to pay for this? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. OGO Power Sports. Uh, that's a bad, bad situation. What? What? Can you just say bags? Can you just say bags? Bags. Thank you. I said bag situation. <laughs> get data. Truman. Guts Racing. Andy. I don't know his last name. You don't know Andy's last name? No. Greg. Andy Gregg? Yep. W first names. WUSA. Like me. Uh, John Anderson's awesome. Eagle Grit. Daniel Blair getting high as shit uh, on Eagle Grit. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Uh, I know him. Intense Bicycles. <laughs> no. Taser Life. Taser Life. Works Chassis Labs. Paul Mex 10 is Dakota's. Michael Lindsay's Motor Mounts. What? Motor Mounts. You should try some for RMZ. Good story about Motor Mounts. Okay. Uh, Atlanta, 08. Practice. I come in. And I'm me and Forrest. All I can see is my dad, and and Truman's on the radio. Forrest on the radio. All I can see is my dad yelling at each other. Right? At Truman? No, I was yelling at my dad. Oh, my dad's yeah, yelling at yeah, me. Yep. Well, shocker. This was every weekend, but yeah. So Frank gets mad. my bike had something's wrong with my bike. A motor mount had fell out, and I was yelling at him like I I don't feel safe riding it. And he's like nothing's gonna happen. I'm your dad. I'm your mechanic. Your bike's gonna be fine. You need to go practice. And I'm like I don't feel safe. Oh, you knew the motor mount had fallen. Yeah, out. he told yeah. me. Yep. Oh. And I'm like. If I get hurt, mom's going to kill you because you told me to do this. <laughs> and Forrest is screaming at him in the radio, what is wrong down there? And I ju he just goes, motor mount. And he <laughs> yells the radio. So they come in and they're like, what the hell is going on? All you yell is motor mount at me. And me and my dad are still bickering yeah, about yeah. this. And I'm like, that's not safe. And he's like, I, you don't know shit about it, bikes. It, it's fine, dude. You could have been fine. Yeah, it, and it, he was probably right. Right, right, right. It wasn't okay. a critical motor mount. Yeah, exactly. Uh, LA Honda World, by the way, I want to talk about these guys a little bit. Uh, 30 minutes for anywhere in LA. We just picked up a new passport for my wife. Uh, fantastic guys. Go down there and uh, mention Pulp and Mexico for a free first-time oil change if you drive a Honda. Or if you want to get a passport or a Ridgeline or an Accord or a Civic or a CRX. CRV. 
CRV. They CR, don't... That was a Honda, old Honda. Why do I, I always fucking like say CRX? CRV. 80s and 90s. CRXs were cool. Yeah, my mom had like 10 of them. Really? Yeah. No back seat in those things. Thankfully. Yeah. Uh, CRV. <laughs> like Z50. You just can't kill <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, go down there, talk to Steve. Uh, he'll give you a hell of a deal on a new or used Honda, man. Thanks to those guys as well for coming on board. Ride Engineering, of course, also on board with us. Uh, Marks, so let's go out playing the voicemails because we promised them, uh, these people, with the voicemails because of Dark Side. Oh, okay. So we're going to play the voicemails right. as we go out, and then we'll end the show with that. So please listen to these voicemails. There's some bad about Dark Side, but there's a couple good ones. So there's a few other things in here, 702-586-7857. You can always call in and leave a voicemail. Thanks to Cole Seeley. Thanks to Jeff Stanton. Thanks to Swiss Court, Moser, Pookie. Uh, Marks, thank you. You're very welcome. Uh, Mark, Max, thank JT, you. thank you. Marks You're fault, Thanks to Damon Bradshaw for coming in and going mountain biking tomorrow morning. Yes. Be fantastic. Can't wait. Looking forward Please to it. Please don't treat me like chicken. Just don't. We're just going riding. Yeah, we're just two bodies going riding. Yeah, it's just going riding. Right. Okay. I mean, it could get competitive, but I, we'll, we'll see. Oh, Throw his bike at you. Yeah, here we go. He still claims it was an accident. Yeah, it's not yeah. an accident. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't, you can't hit somebody with your front wheel with precision no. like that on accident. Multiple times. That one was an accident. Anaheim one was an accident. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right in the face. Right in the face. Right in the face. Uh. Eat this 490. <laughs> right here, chicken. In the face. Uh, all right, everybody. So here's the voicemails from the week. Uh, we'll be back next week to uh, to talk more uh, moto. Thanks to BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. Uh, we's out of here. Thanks, everybody. Hey, Steve. Uh, just wanted to call in and see if you noticed at Redbud on Saturday that the only bikes that were jumping LaRocco's Leap were Yamaha's um, in the 250 class. Just wanted to know if you had no- For the record, Steve put up the, the wrong voicemails. That's all I was going to say. It's not July 22nd. No, it's August 12th. Year been off. 8-12. It's 8-12, Marks. Yeah. Hey, Steve. The right- First time caller, right. leaving a voicemail. See everybody. I listened to Monday's Pulp Show, hearing Dylan call in for, I think, the second time. The guy reminds me of the Leave Britney Alone guy. Every time he calls up, leave Eli alone. Leave him alone. You guys are too harsh on him. Leave him alone. Fuck that guy. Hey, Steve. I'm just listening to the Pulp Show. You, JT, and Kiefer were talking about Christian Craig's suspension and WADA, uh, the FIM and, and Feld and all that. And it, it's it to be honest, it's a little odd to me. Um, you know, JT said something about... Uh, um, the substance not necessarily being a performance enhancing. And, I mean, I, I don't know what his level of education is on it, if he's taken any courses on chemistry uh, or physiology, but, you know, a lot of this stuff is really nuanced. I mean, uh, heptaminol that Christian Keg got popped for, I mean, that's a vasodilator. Uh, it influences catecholines. You know, I mean, I don't know how much you guys know about this stuff, but that, that influences dopamine being released, serotonin being released, acetylcholine. You know, to say that that's not performance enhancing uh, is, is honestly just ignorant. Um, so whenever I hear all these people in the media talking about what is and what isn't performance enhancing and 
oh, they just found a trace amount. Well, it doesn't really matter. These guys were cheating. They deserve whatever punishment they get. Uh, don't have any sympathy for Brock Tickle. Don't have any sympathy for Christian Craig. Look, you're a professional athlete. You have a team on your side. It's your responsibility to know what you're putting in your body. To just say, oh, you know, uh, it was a contaminated supplement, whatever. That's just pushing off the responsibility and blaming other people. That's childish. Take some responsibility. You're a professional athlete. And these people, not necessarily you, Steve, because I don't think you've been a part of this, but there's some other people out there that want to act like they know more than they do with, uh, let's just say, performance-enhancing drugs. And it's kind of agitating to some people that might have a little bit more understanding. But uh, anyway, hey, I'm kind of rambling at this point. But, uh, you know, thanks for all you do. Love the shows. Love all the content. Bye. Hey, guys. Two things. First thing, fuck Corey Moser. That dude is a douche. I was at the live show in Portland, and he looks like Gary Busey's son, but a douche. Uh, second thing, I hadn't really given it much thought till you interviewed Barsha after Washougal, but fuck him on a 250 at the Motocross Nation, that star Yamaha bike would be sick. And the, now I'm all pissed off and fired up about them not being able to think outside the box. Uh, I'm sure, you know, if this gets played on the air, it'll be after Unadilla and the team will be announced and Justin Cooper will be on it. And no offense to him, but I think Barsha would be a way better fit and give us way better chance. So thanks. Now I'm pissed off about that. Anyway, keep it up. Hey, this message is for Darkseid's probation officer, Steve. I just want to say I think it's really cool that Darkseid is so passionate about the sport and is willing to start his own podcast or work on your podcast to do something about it. I would love to start a podcast, but I'm not going to get off my lazy ass and do so. So the fact that he has actually done something about his passion for the sport, rather than just bitch about other people's podcasts and how shitty they are, I think speaks volumes about the guy. Um yeah, guys, if you hate his podcast so much, just start your own. What's up, Steve? Got kind of an etiquette question to you guys in regards to couples going to strip clubs. Uh, me and my wife have enjoyed a, a few in our day. Uh, a recent experience had me, my wife, and another couple going to Sapphire, believe it or not, out in Vegas. And I'm just curious if the etiquette is in your experience couples get lap dances together when you're there as a couple you don't get lap dances at all or is pookie allowed to go you know to the swinging dick concert in the other room if there's guys that are stripping uh, i'm just curious is how this goes down i mean me and my wife enjoyed ourselves we had a good time we had a couple's lap dance, which was awesome. It was exactly what the doctor ordered, if you know what I mean. But the other couple we were with got fucking pissed at each other. Like, my buddy couldn't look at a girl without his girl getting jealous, and she wanted nothing to do with a girl dancing up on her or her guy. 
yet it was her idea to go to the fucking strip club. So that was a little weird and a little bit of a bummer, but I'm just curious exactly what is the etiquette. Maybe I could relay this information back to my friends, and uh, hopefully our next experience will go a little better. Uh, right on, man. Appreciate everything you guys do. You have a good one. Clippy, clippy. Holy fuck, Steve. Do us all a favor and clip the Pulp MX wrap-up show. My God. You always tell Darkside you're going to clip them. Actually do it. No one likes the wrap-up show. Um, no one wants to hear about Darkside's opinions. If they did, they would listen to the Moto X pod show. Um, it's time to get rid of that show. Do us all a favor. Or, hell, even put up a poll. See how many people actually listen to it or want to listen to it and go off of those results, because I guarantee that it's probably 80-20 in favor of getting rid of the wrap-up show. Uh, And for those that say that they don't have time to listen to it, well, you can listen to it an hour a day, uh, or you could do it on, you could fast-forward it, what is it, a time and a half. You can change the speeds, so you can listen to it quicker. Um, But, yeah, just do us all a favor. Please get rid of the show. Dark side, I don't know the dude. I know he's definitely a pulp super fan, um, and he probably loves the chance to get to do something pulp related. But I hope that the in the iTunes store, what the iTunes app for the podcast, um, I hope that it doesn't show since it's on my phone that I downloaded it because I would never download that show. I've listened to how many ever shows he's put out. I probably listened to five of them. And they've all been shitty. So please do not continue to use the Pulp MX wrap-up show. Thank you. Hey there. Um, this whole dark side thing, I think it's time just to clippy-clippy. Uh, it's obviously not working. You don't like what it is. He's confused. And let's be honest, he's just trying to get a following so he can quit your show and go do his own show. He should just do his own show, if anybody even listens. Um, He's got a good heart. Like everybody says, I I get it. But I accidentally click on it sometimes, the wrap-up show, and I'm like, dang it, I'm giving that thing numbers. (laughs) I did not mean to click on that. So you should probably subtract 10% of the actual downloads because it was probably a mistake by most people. Um, Anyway, I, I think it's time to just let that whole thing go. Get your own show. Stop piggybacking. Do your own thing. That's it. Bye. Hey, Steve. It's Justin in Salt Lake. I just want to call and touch on all this hate for dark side. I don't get it. Like, I've uh, never met the guy. Seems like a good dude. But uh, if you don't like the wrap-up show, you don't like dark side, don't listen. Like, I don't understand why he gets so much shit for trying to help you out and, and just help out the show. So that's just my thoughts. Um, have a great show. G'day, Steve. Your old mate here, Chris Hastings from Australia. Um, look, mate, just trying to understand the Poplamex wrap-up show. So I listen to all your stuff. Um, here we go. So we get the race. I get the post-race interviews, which are awesome. I get the, you know, the race review on the Monday. Awesome talk, which, you know, in very informative. I like it. Then, after that, we get the Paul Mech show, which is also awesome. But then we get the wrap-up show, which is 
the show about the show, which was a little bit about the race interviews, which is a little bit about, you know, like it's just fucking too much, man. And the host, well, you know, I know he said he's on probation, but fuck, man. Like it's, it's, it's a tough old listen, that dude. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Anyway, I love everything. I love it all, but I do not love the wrap-up show. We don't need a show about a show about a race. We just don't need that. I just, I don't think we need it. All right, that's all. Thanks. Hey, Steve. Got the week off. Don't have a pulp the next show to listen to, but figured I'd give, I'd give the wrap-up show a try. Man, you really got to pull the plug on this shit, man. It's not good. It feels forced. It's not natural. I mean, dark side. Come on, dude. Pull the plug on it, man. Good evening, guys. Great show as usual. Just listening to last week's show and the voicemail. So a couple comments real quick. Michael Lindsay, the minute anyone doesn't like him, people mention things like uh, Kiefer saying that uh, the guy was a pooge or whatever you call that. Uh, look, my, everybody deserves respect, right? We're all humans. We all bleed red. Uh, but Michael Lindsay is like the kid in second grade that knows the answer to every teacher's question and shoves his arm up in the air before anybody else can even think about it. And most of your guys that listen to your show are guys that have been watching this sport for a long time and are kind of impatient with little punks like that. So I don't mean to make it personal with him, but I have to confess that he's very hard to listen to for any length of time. I give him some respect because he has a ton of knowledge, but maybe just because he's young and we are old. So that's my take, and I hope it's taken okay. But uh, number two, dude, you've built an empire, the Pulp MX Empire. You've worked very hard at it. It supports you. You're going to concerts every month. You're going on vacation. You're going overseas. And it's from my own experience where I built a business from 5,000 bucks to a million dollars a year, I got burnt out and I sold it and I regretted it. I did it for a long period of time and I had a huge customer base and I sold it and I regretted it. Fortunately, I was able to buy it back for 17% of what I sold it for and I flipped it back up and we are rolling again. But from my own experience, I would just say, don't get burnt out. Okay, you have a good thing going. The rest of your life comes up very quickly. You might think you're burnt out. You've mentioned before saying, I got to get out of this. I'll be out by 2018 or 19 or whatever you said before. But, bro, just listen, you have a good life. You've done a good job with it. You're good at what you do. Everyone loves listening to it that loves the sport. It's the only real outlet that uh, you have, the only real outlet that gives us all the information that we want to hear other than some stuff that's PC coming out of these other outlets. So don't get too burnt out quick, bro. Take some vacations, take some time off, come back, ride this thing to the bus stop, and then sell it and retire. Anyway, that's my opinion. I know it's a long voicemail. I'm going to let you go. And this is the outsider backing up the valley, and I'm back out. Thanks for listening. Hey, I just want to say... That I have a 2013 YZ250F. I bought it in 
brand new in 2016, and I haven't done anything to it. Not a damn thing. And all these freaking pros complain and complain. Oh, set up, set up. Pick a damn set up and fucking ride. All right? And I got a race tech thing for you. Make an intro for the race tech rant. That thing would be fucking sick, all right? And 100%, no shit, they win all the time. 100% sponsors every goddamn person that has a motocross bike. Them, them goggles aren't even that good, all right? Thanks. What's up, Paul? I got to say, I'm listening to the review. We're harping on about Tomac 7-3. And I get it. He's the two-time defending champion, so seventh is weird. But he's fucking weird. Like, he just has weird rides. You don't need to dedicate 15 minutes to a review when he has those seven or eighth or whatever the fuck the position is. Like, it happens, and I feel like there should be some more discussion about the direct correlation between having a 50-point lead, riding the sketchiest, gnarliest track of the year, and not wanting to kill himself and ruin the fucking season. Like, losing 10 points to Marv and 16 to Kenny is not a big deal when you're up 67 or whatever the hell it was. 57 and 50. So I feel like that probably had, this one's a little bit more explainable than previous rides just because 50 point lead, didn't really feel it, looked off all day. And that probably had a little bit more to do with this seventh. And we just know he's a weird dude in terms of elite riders. He has these kind of days. So it's just the same discussion every freaking week. And I feel like no matter how much we say about it, it remains the same. So there you go. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that, if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.